Can we fucking play Fancy Star 2 now or what? This is the Imperial Schools of Honor podcast. I am Josh Folan. And I am Jay Baxter. I am Jeff Burns. And we are going to be bullshit about the form of years of console gaming as we revisit the periodicals that covered it again. We are bringing hell onto pure evil in an RPG side quest with this pod where we incrementally fiddle with an old school RPG start to finish with the assistance of vintage game literature. Our current quest has been raining hellfire upon the vile sorcerer Hargon in Enix's 1990 release of Dragon Warrior 2 on the Nintendo Entertainment System. The accompanying literature of antiquity for us on this undertaking are literature, literatures of antiquity, plural, are the 52-page pack-in, instruction manual, and the unveiled secrets of Dragon Warrior 2, a 30-page tome, also published by Enix around the time of the game's release stateside. A link to a PDF of both of those will be in the show notes, uh, as it has been for the duration of the quest. And let's do our emulation disclosures, final for the for the game, seeing of the tools with which we undertook our quest to defeat Hargon. Jay, how did you play this game i played with the amazing standard nes controller uh via my usb um through nestopia of course jab how'd you rock it uh, same thing nestopia and uh i just used the keyboard word i was on my Aberdeck 351 mp handheld emulator for the full grind and it was beautiful <laughs> likely how i'll roll on all future side quests where i'm not tied to og hardware i think i'll do this from moving forward it's so nice to just be Interesting. Portable. Yeah, that seems crazy to fucking have to focus at home on yeah. any. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, well, I, the OG thing I love too, because there's a there's a very cathartic aspect yes, of I, sit, I, Of sit, course, sit. I understand that, but yeah, there, <laughs> it's, it's very nice to sit down with the NES Advantage, like in my living room with the table in front of me, the graph paper. There's there's a thing, a whole thing that comes with that that I'm yeah. willing to forego oh, yeah. the, the convenience side of it uh, to to feel again so I can feel alive. Please rate and review the pod wherever you listen. If you enjoy our shit, it makes us feel fantastic about podcasting. Guys, I'm really excited about this. Very, <laughs> very, very excited. I Where got we... a lot to say. I've just been rocking back and forth. Well, I was able to divert my attention on some Zelda yesterday. Zelda mm-hmm. VR. But other than that, I've just been rocking uncontrollably back on my couch. Or rock, rocking back and forth uncontrollably on my couch for, for weeks waiting for you guys to catch up. <laughs> so where we left off at the end of the last episode, uh, that was copying the moon fragment in the Tower of Moon. And we were unified in our belief that we were ready to party on the home stretch of this role-playing video game after that. Let us turn the page and see how that would go. Personally, I had really no idea what I was supposed to do next, uh, coming out of that tower. I, I knew I had the moon fragment, and that was new, and it would probably be something with that. But I wasn't exactly sure what to do, where to go at all. Which is funny, because in hindsight, the astronomer tending to the chest in the Tower of Moon 
explicitly tells you what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, I was disappointed in myself, ultimately. But at the time, I did not know where to go, what to do. And I'm curious if you guys came out of there with some direction and some bearing and got right to it, or if you had to do a wander, uh, as I did. Yeah, I, yeah, I felt like the, inst- the instructions were pretty straightforward. You know, I, thinking of all the places I had gone, like, at, Upon going to the moon tower, I was like, all right, now I finally got this moon fragment. Now what? But then I kind of went back through my notes and I was like, well, yeah, like the only mountainous cavern that I hadn't been in, like go based on these instructions, I kind of went there. So that okay. it was kind of good to kind of know that and, and keep. See, part of my pushing. thing was, well, I'll get to it. But yeah, I, there's like, I did not. Whatever. Jab, what, what did, what did, <laughs> how, how did you come out of this? You've done this before. Well, that's actually a question that I don't think we've covered, Jab. At this point, late in the game, like I understand you beat this that one time, mm-hmm. but you know, even there are final fan, there are things that I beat also, and plenty of things that I beat also. Some of them side quests that we've talked about at length on this podcast, <laughs> where by the time we got late in the game, because that's part of the game you've done fewer times, just by the nature of fucking linear story progression. Did you are you working somewhat anew here, or is this all from memory at this point? No, especially this part is still from memory. If I'm not mistaken, our next move was to go to the sea cave and use the moon fragment, right? Affirmative. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just knew that. that Because, like, that, that island's there, and it's so clearly surrounded by those shallows, and it's just begging for attention. Um, but, yeah, I, I remembered that from from, the, okay. from my previous playthroughs, yeah. So, so you guys, you guys keep talking about it. Like, I, how often have you seen this cave in your play? Like, you guys, you guys talk about it like, oh yeah, that fucking cave that I keep seeing. Like, I had no idea where this fucking thing was. Like, so none. I, I had already looped. So I had gone already like from north to south or south to north, looking for like that pirate thing or something like once, and then going eat. Like when I went east the first time, like getting the uh, the leaf of the world tree and all that, and it even I can't remember where else I was going. But I went up that way and passed it before. And so I remember thinking like, oh. So so what you're here. telling me is because I listened, paid attention, and nailed the pirate treasure straight north of Leonport, I fucked myself in the exploration necessary to have any clue what I needed to do late in the game. Got it. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I mean, we, we got the map that you see. We got the map. And then on top of that, like after going through it, like Jab said, it's like, all right, something's going on with this place. Like that's okay. They talked so, about mountainous cavern. Where else could it be? You know, I use the sea cave actually as uh, as a navigation point. It just must be the way that we traverse oh, the map uh, differently. Because sure. like, so I'm looking at yeah, Osterfair. Uh, for whatever reason, and it's maybe it's probably because I did some leveling. Fuck, I don't know, man. Maybe I did some leveling at Baran or at Wellgarth, but. I was definitely hanging out at Wellgarth a couple times. But you swing around that southern, the southeast peninsula down at Wellgarth, and then you go north. When you see the sea cave, you're like six vertical, you're six tiles south uh, of the baby. fucking Osterfair Island. So you go up six tiles, you hit a right, and then you are you can see the island. So that's I right, used okay. it as a reference point. That, that's fantastic. Cause I also, I, I, that's incredible. I love, I love it. <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, so I come out of fucking the tower, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm. I have no idea what to do. So I'm like, I'm. I'm, I'm gonna go off on a tour of the southern towns and like mm. try to jar, talk to people, get some dialogue reminders, and see if I can get some navigate, some direction, some bearing out of these people. So my plan is Tune, Baran, and then Osterfair. So I went west from Baran to get to Tatoon, 
because the world is round, Kyrie, and and I couldn't find land in my wander, so I'm just wandering <laughs> around in, in the that ocean. effort. Yeah, in that effort, and I I shit you not, I just cruised right up to the cave somehow somehow or another. And this is like oh. I said, this is this is like right after I finish. Like I got to the stopping point, and I'm like. I think I was the first one there for the last episode, and I think to myself, like, okay, I think that's a stopping point. Episode over, but I can't stop. I want to go. So I'm like, I'm just going to do a little bit more. And I, I set out to do this, like, moments after finishing the tower and just bump into this cave. And that was part of it. Like, I don't know if I was going to grind. I don't know. I, I don't even know if I – my plan was not to go further in the story, I don't think. Just kind of, like, I don't know, just play a little more. And, yeah, I just bump into – I just run into this cave, and I'm like, I don't think it had been on my screen a single time in the, in the, in the game. Wow. Like – I, it just looked completely foreign to me, and I was like, "That's gotta be it." <laughs> yeah. Like I said, it's, it's, it's fucking design I mean, it is, begging for attention. Right? It is yeah, directly so, west. Like it is west. Like if you leave Baran, you have no choice but to go there. So, like, and well, west, there's, so that's there's plenty of choices in that open ocean. Well, <laughs> I mean, but if if you leave Baran, like if you're looking at the map, sure, like you just right sail that, west, like right on that latitude, you're look sure, and kind of see sure. it above, you know, sure. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I almost certain I had not seen it, but and, and it's I love that you mentioned that jab because on a, on a return trip for podcasting purposes later, I would work out that yes, the optimal way to set a course for this fucking place is to sail directly north of the world tree to literally around that peninsula and exactly. peninsula and go directly north and you excuse me run right into it. So that's fantastic that you know that I would work that out and that's also how you navigate that shit i don't use it to find ostrafair like i can find ostrafair no problem just sailing directly south from the Maidenhall monolith like mm-hmm. that peninsula south of Maidenhall. that'll take you that runs you that like points directly at the at ostrafair so that's how i find ostrafair <laughs> i can't remember why i would go to ostrafair i know like what the fuck was i trying to do maybe well, that's what ar- i got the armor yeah, yeah. The, right the armor guy, guy is there the well, what the fuck was i doing in welgarth Anyways, my girlfriend's <laughs> there, so maybe that's fine. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so on this first visit, I, I figured maybe, fuck it, this is it. I whip out the moon fragment, and the shoal tiles fade away with a nice little animation, uh, and you can access the cave. And like an idiot, again, just not connecting dots. It's it's so it's happened to me so many times on this playthrough, and I'm very just sad with myself, I guess. But I did, yeah, I didn't connect the dots until I cracked open Unveiled Secrets later after I finished the game. But the idea of using the Moon Fragment to do this, like that he's actually raising the tides high enough to sail over the reef, makes perfect sense. That's like at the time I was performing the action in-game, like the reefs were just disappearing in my interpretation. And I was like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, it's just raising the fucking tides, you moron. And yeah, because you're, you're a kid and you don't understand astrophysics. Now we understand astrophysics. <laughs> well, apparently I didn't, because like I said, I'm talking about now. <laughs> oh, well, I, I got it this time. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so into the sea cave. And this place is an absolute shit show. Like This is probably... Oh, man. I mean, you know, that cave, that road to Roan is fucked up too. But this is probably the most, well, I don't know, because it, it depends how you how you look at those mazes, you know, that are in Rhone. Like, in, I, th- I think, like, if you don't count the runaround of the mazes, I think this is the most sprawling of all our dungeons in the game, you know? Probably the most sprawling, but I almost feel exactly the opposite. Like, this cave I was able to, I mean, let me just be explicit here. I was able to do this cave without, generally without, cheating you know like i might have fucking save stated to like go walk the dog or something but like 
I was of sufficient ability and levels to navigate this cave. Okay. That's going to yeah. change wow. when we get to Roan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I'm not saying it's easier. I'm purely talking about the physical layout being mm-hmm. the, the the biggest. Um, and there's so many, you know, there's, there's like those, it has all those little offshoot things, those fucking stairway mm-hmm. things that they, you know, they, they're essentially it's the same idea as the mazes. They're just not completely full of shit. They actually have navigation. They're actually rooted in true real world physics. <laughs> Yo, I, was, I was straight up lost in this place. Like I, I came in, I was like, this is I need a map. Like I came in. Yeah. You need a times. map. Where's your graph paper, Jay? Didn't know where I was going, but I kept dying. So I was kind of like, man, do I need to grind? Like what is going on here? It, it, it was not easy at first. <laughs> this game, you always need to grind a and B. I can't remember what B was. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get to it. The so yeah, there's lava everywhere in here, and this is a new hazard tile we have not that seen. That was B. It. Yeah, yeah, it it, it it really doesn't. It's it's almost like conveniently, uh, you know, you don't you don't really you, you got to do it on that the, to get to the one stairwell on that like big lava pit level. But for the most part, it's like conveniently out of your way. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, there's the one that is a you know unavoidable, of course. Right. Right. Yeah, it takes but this off is nice that actually it you know it paints a fucking you know like when you're a kid these are just like tiles and you know like it's the same thing with Final Fantasy like you know you're able to paint kind of like a these tiles make it clear that this is a fucking very volcanically active place and yes. you know Gurgu volcano vibes and um, you know I'll mention it here and then I'll mention it I have it written down in my notes I don't know where I'll fit it in but I will at some point but um, it would be cool to kind of remake some of these areas um, in like a Skyrim editor. Yeah, you could like you know place shit as I and, like, as I sit here playing Legend of Zelda in VR jab. Yes, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. I like Nintendo is an idiot for not doing this, for not already having this and not it not existing. Some yeah. some yo fucking Yahoo all by his lonesome completely redid, redid the day the game soup to nuts in VR. Uh, Nintendo could do it in a week. <laughs> you know what exactly. I mean? They could do each one of these NES and Super NES, and probably even maybe you can talk me out of 64 being a little bit of an undertaking. But NES and Super NES, they could do it in a week. And the yeah, fact that they, they have not done it, do it dude. yeah, it's fucking oh my god! I just can't believe they're fucking dropping. But how many people would buy that? How many people? Would everyone, buy that? literally everyone, literally everyone that had a headset. Everyone. I don't know that I would. That's because you're the only person on the planet that hasn't played the original Legend of Zelda. Literally the only person. That's a good point. <laughs> I've played it. I have not beat it. I, I never said I didn't play it. I definitely have played it. <laughs> well, to your it's, point about the, them getting this done in a week, I'm I'm told that capitalism breeds innovation. So, <laughs> right, right, there you go. Proven true again. Uh, this place is technically only five floors, but playing through it without a map, as I did, it felt like fifty. <laughs> <laughs> And enemies in here include, but are not limited to, Gask, Raboopies, Evil Clowns, Gold Orcs, Puppet Men, Evil Trees, Saber Lions, Metal Hunters, and Mega Knights. And uh, the first level, there's not really, I mean, it's like, again, like the lava is just conveniently out of the way. It kind of like almost directs you the way you need to go. But getting into the second level, there's uh, just south of the stairway from the first floor, there's a chest. And I opened it. Even though there is zero chance of its contents meaning anything to me whatsoever at this stage of the game. But I open it anyways because what's the risk of opening chests in this game? In my understanding, there's none. Turns out, 
significant risk. <laughs> the treasure chest was a trap. The poison weakened Todd. And there's an exclamation point at the end of the first sentence, and that is very apropos, because I had no fucking idea these motherfuckers were going to Ultima Exodus my ass in here. Like, I don't... I mean, I understand it's... I've never got this far in the game, so sure, it makes sense. But I don't... There, this like I didn't know this was in the syntax of this game. <laughs> like I didn't know the I DNA had trap chests in it. Yeah, well, killed me. Absolutely That's killed fine. Me. You have an antidote though. It's fine. I do now. I I still had the POC alive at this point to fix this problem, Ooh. but later that mm. would change, and this would one hundred percent impose stress on my completion in this dungeon. And mm. that, uh, yeah, I didn't expect it coming from that. Oh, you know, it, it didn't occur angle. to me because, like, now, for whatever, maybe this is just, like, a, you know, a, a, a flaw in my amygdala. But, like, y your brain is thinking, like, oh, shit, this can happen again. Yes. It can happen I was again. not thinking that. I was yep. just like, meh, fuck it. <laughs> like, you said, I don't even open chest at this point. Like, so yeah. I don't really. Well, again, of... it's just, it, it, there's, you know, I think there's been some other instances of this in this game where, like, I didn't know. Again, I just didn't know it was in the it was in the vernacular. I didn't know it was in the syntax. Like mm -hmm. I, and it just like absolutely floors me. And then yeah, it just shakes your re shakes your reality <laughs> at the foundation of what you think you're playing. And you're like, fuck. Uh, you know, I just yeah, it just changes it, which is good. I mean, it's good that it, yeah. it can surprise you this late in the game. I'm not necessarily knocking it, but that was yeah, that was a real uh, flooring moment. I mean, it definitely sounds like it added to the atmosphere. Yes, for sure. So. There are a couple of soldiers stationed down here on the second floor as well, and holy shit, must these guys be low on the military totem pole for that to be the case. The, the, the first one is huddled in a nook with lava saturating all paths of his potential escape, right? And this guy says, hast thou found the wizard's home? And it's one of those dialogue trees, you can say yes or no. For yes, he says, go then, for thou must defeat Hargon. And no, he says, thou art close to the island cave where lies an object of great power and greater peril. And I was figuring he must be talking about the Eye of Rubus here. But I was in an island cave. And I thought it's what the fuck he was referencing. So, I, I again, I just did not, I did not connect the dots here. I was like, this fucking game is broke. <laughs> like, this guy is talking about, he's talking about where he is. Like, and, like, I, you know, I just went off on a whole roleplay tangent. Like, fucking, he's delusional. He's in here. He's fucking completely off his rocker. <laughs> like, Lost it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would put it together later, of course, but... So the second soldier is in a little less hairier of an, of an immediate situation, but he's still hanging out right next to a lava moat, which is not, you know, the thing that the brightest bulb on the tree would do. And he says, in ancient times, a volcano rose from the seabed and inside was a deep cavern, which again, I'm thinking he's talking about where we are in that moment, <laughs> which that one is even more, which is part of why probably I like retroactively further infer or ret retroactively inferred the previous one. What he said as being about this place, because this guy really sounds like he's talking about fucking a volcano, which is what we're in. <laughs> you know, uh, thought they were suffering from heat stroke or something. <laughs> the third floor or the part of it you first want to be on to be heading down the right path. Uh, you'll run into some of those big giant golden doors right off the stairwell. And there, this is another, it's, it's one of those crown moments from Final Fantasy. Uh, or the Astosis Castle, maybe it was, was where it was gate kept by the crown. But there's no way to get into this cave without the moon fragment. And there ain't no fucking way you're getting that 
without having your key ring fully stocked, you know? So I think the only way you can interpret this door is as like a signal to a, to the player that like you're on the right path. Like basically yeah. a little fucking, you know, like, Oh, that's the way to go. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Right. Like you know, the, fuck it, the mess that you're in, you're, you're doing it right. <laughs> There's no way that the path I need to go on is not behind this giant, Door. I was. Right. I can't tell you the level of excitement when I saw that door because that's the exact way <laughs> I took it. Go. I was like, "Ah, oh, yes." <sighs> What's next? Right. <laughs> so, right on the other side of it is another trap chest. So, don't get too damn comfortable, dear adventurer. <laughs> and this one, I also opened like a mindless loot crate whore. Yeah. And after my POC, this was after my POC had perished. So, Ooh. yeah. Mm. So now. I'm just stuck being poisoned the rest of the way. <laughs> Wait, let me get this straight. So you don't keep a leaf of the world tree on you at all times. I had already used it, or maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't bring one in this case, which is the extra dumb. Yeah, well, I told you I wasn't. I didn't even plan on going in here. So actually, I probably didn't have one oh, yeah. because yeah, I didn't plan on doing this. I just ran into it, and I'm like, oh, I got to do it. Like, <laughs> and like I had not figured at this point. I had not figured out the navigation thing of like north of the world tree which which is funny uh borderline ironic even that we're talking about not having a world tree leaf and that's the route that i would later learn to bring me here but i don't think yeah i had one so yeah i was just fucked and i certainly didn't have the revive spell yet so i did the rest of the way floors four and five and i guess the rest of three even without with two characters oh man and one poisoned yes holy fuck one poisoned yeah so the hallway here wraps around to the west and then southward for a long ways before bringing you into a room with nine closely packed stairways down, each of which will drop you into a small clearing in a vast lava lake on the floor below. And the stairway you're after on that floor below is the one secluded on the west wall of the lava lake area. So put on your lava galoshes. <laughs> the rest of the stairways are all just run around, some of which they, someone will take you down those. They're like, and this is like a... a uh, RPG of the time thing too, where like you, similar to the Golden Door idea, where like it'll put you into these smaller compartmentalized hallway sequences that delude you into a sense of comfort that you're like getting somewhere that's good. <laughs> you're just being run around, <laughs> right, right. Oh but there's something about like the the constant constriction and then like the shorter, like the hallway getting shorter that I don't. At least me makes me feel like this is the right path. This is yeah. Like, this seems right. <laughs> yeah, like, and I don't know why that is, because it, it really, I don't know. There's nothing about that that should suggest that's the case. In any event, fifth floor is just a small room with lava lining both sides of a path leading to one lone rabbi standing by himself. And when you uh, approach this individual, he says, Such rudeness in a wizard's home is not acceptable. Perhaps I should turn thee into a frog. And that referencing of himself as a wizard seemingly further supported yes. my soldier shit, right? So it's just, they just kept hammering it in. <laughs> like, like, okay, this is what those guys are talking about. So, uh, you know, I, I stand by my belief about that much more so than my poor interpretation of the moon fragments um, <laughs> usage. So he says that, and then another rabbi sprite comes running out of the fog of war behind him and a battle with two evil clowns fires up. And I'm sorry to be juvenile, but the only way to see this situation, in my mind, 
is that the reason the first wizard is so uptight about your arrival is because we've just interrupted a sexual interlude between he and the other juggalo. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And, and I wish, I wish he had just talked to me before escalating things to physical violence because Todd, Talent, and PETA are full-fledged allies of the LGBT community <laughs> and we would not have outed him in his conservative orthodox religious sect that he's part of. So I don't know why he had to take it here, but uh, he did not choose that route. And Todd vapes evil clowns for breakfast. <laughs> What's worse is he's got people He's got people in his employ stationed throughout the rest of his house. They could tell you, like, yo, man, the, the clowns, the juggalos don't want to talk right now. <laughs> no, well, you know, that's a fantastic, that's a fantastic thing that I didn't think. I did not, I do not view, I did not view them as aligned. I do, I do not view those soldiers as in the employ of, of these, of, of, of the overseers of this place. To my, in my mind, they are like knights of the fucking kingdom that just yeah, aren't some gonna, kingdom aren't, aren't going to make it, aren't going to make it. You know, they're, they're here, they're here to do the same thing. And they're just not going to make it. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, it, well, you know, they don't seem to be too, that's, I mean, they don't seem to be co- too concerned with taking care of the people because instead when you talk to them, it's not like they fight you and try to stop you from going further. They just Precisely. spout some like ambiguous bullshit at you. Precisely. Yeah. They're some heat, heat stroke delusions. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they have anything to do with it. So yeah, they probably don't. Even, that's, you know, that's, that's funny that they don't even know these dudes are down here <laughs> and they're talking about wizards and lead, and misleading you. And like, that's, you know, you, I would love for that to be the grand design of the, of, of the, of the story writers for the game to have that plan, like to like partially confuse you with these guys who, or yes, yeah, suffering an episode, <laughs> you know, but have have good intent, but are misleading you anyways. You know, oh, I love gosh. the idea of that, but I doubt it's that layered. <laughs> Probably not. You're you're right. Yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, I did just breeze past their mid-coitus corpses and into their love lair behind them where a chest with the eye of Rubus lies. I presume you guys did not have any trouble with these individuals. These, no, it's, no. Yeah, I wish, uh, same thing too, like, I feel like, I feel like we're missing steps on the ladder of minions, of Hargon's mm-hmm. minions, you know, like the... I th- we do get those. The, are the the two in the in Hargon's castle or something new? Right, they're another one. There's some uh, kind of different. I believe it's three. But yes, what what you're trying to say is yeah. what this game is kind of missing that a game like Final Fantasy actually had is we're missing mini bosses. Well, and you're going to get them present. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. For the moment, we're missing them. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Like they they should use there's one here and there's a couple other ones like even uh, when you get to Osterfair for that matter they let the uh, I guess I could see that just being a regular ass animal. But yes, this game is kind of missing many bosses in yeah, a way. Agreed. Astos, for instance, being a great example. Yes, yes, absolutely. Like something like that is what we need there. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well, yeah, so I, I dropped them, uh, but it was not a moment of celebration until I realized that, or remembered, I should say, that the POM had gotten her duplicate outside spell. Because I finished yeah. this and I was immediately thinking, like, oh God, I yeah. got to get back out of here because I don't have outside. <laughs> I gotta fucking work my way back up all five floors. There's no way I'm gonna do it. <laughs> yeah. That would be tricky, especially poisoned still. Right, exactly. No so yeah, the it, it dawned on me before I got out of this room. I was like, oh yeah, I got the duplicate one. So you know, and I think I might even. There's been a, a there's a couple instances. There's step guard as well, and 
when I've gotten them each time at the in the moment, I thought to myself, like, why? Like, why do I need two of those? <laughs> this is this why. Is why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. With the Eye of Rubus in hand and the CK behind us, there's really nothing left to do but turn our attention to truly unexplored territory, and that is Rhone. And kind of similar, like I knew where that was this time, but I didn't, you know, that it doesn't, we haven't been there. We don't know, I know that cave is going to get us there, but I don't really know, I have no idea how the flow of this is going to go, and my expectation is actually that it's just going to be like a gauntlet run to Hargan. Like, there's not going to be any fucking gas... There's not going to be any gas stations or, or fucking truck stops. <laughs> like, I'm just doing a straight shot across the country here. You know, uh, was what I'm thinking. So I come out of this and I'm like, okay, I got to go back to Baran and get my affairs in order. I got to set up camp. Uh, I gotta like I gotta lay down an Imperial Scrolls of Honor save in case I need to need to pull the ripcord on any fucked up situation and return spell to a safe place. Like I do this whole thing like out of the way and kind of get set before yeah. I set out on it, <laughs> which is funny to me because in hindsight you don't need to do that. <laughs> well, I don't know, maybe it's not a bad idea. Uh, but even even like in doing it, like I'm thinking. I'm going to like be back and forth even that I'm going to go in, I'm going to come out, I'm going to go in, I'm going to come out. Uh, and not even for the reason that you actually have to. Like, I, I had forgotten about the life crest <laughs> going into this. I didn't even know that there would be anything oh, right. other than just go straight to Hargo. Oh, yeah. like, I, was, I was completely out of touch with what to expect here uh, yet again. Oh, man. I... I... For, for such a note-taker, Josh, I'm surprised. Like, I had it laid out. I'm like, okay, I got the Eye of Malroth. Where's the fifth crest? Based on my notes, northwest of Welgarth is like an isolated valley. Like, I gotta go there. I need the Eye of Malroth. I should be good. Like, you know, if that valley is the monolith from brand where I went before, like, but I, I may need to grind. Because the last time I went, I got my ass handed to me. <laughs> that would hold true. Yes, that is absolutely true. Uh, so yeah, so you have to go back to Baran, and yes, you mentioned it, the, behind the House of Healing uh, is that little whirlpool, so I would hop that whirlpool express train, and uh, I, I, I think of this as the G, this, this is going to be meaningless to you, Jab, but Jay, I, I think of this as the G train, and anyone from NYC uh, should know exactly what that means, it is a, sel oh. it is a seldom running train that isn't taking you anywhere you actually fucking want to go. <laughs> Yes. It took me a while to figure out where, like, I was, how to get to that monolith. Because the first time I landed there, I don't know how I roundabout got there. Like, I, I, don't, I didn't remember getting there. And so, like, I started going through all the other monoliths. Like, one of these takes me there. Like, how the fuck do I get there? And then I just said, forget it, and went to Baran. I knew I had to go back to Baran anyway, you know, for those same reasons. So I went there, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, it's this fucking place. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Makes total sense. Yeah, it's... it's I, I love, you know, I don't think, 
is there another time in the game where a whirlpool is essential? I don't think so, right? No. Mm. Like, they're prevalent. They're everywhere. And you can use yeah. them to your convenience. But I don't think it's a requirement anywhere. So I I, I yeah. like that they, like, worked this in, you know, as, like... Well, it's interesting. <laughs> I, I guess I just misunderstood the map. Um, I felt like it was a require, requirement... Um, where was it in Osterfair? Like that place? Yeah, you mentioned you mentioned it. Yeah, to get that. Yeah, you mentioned that. That's yeah. how you got to oh, Osterfair. Oh, right, you yeah. did. Yeah, I, yeah. I actually so when I you thought asked that, that. Yeah, sorry. I thought you had to use that to get there. When it looks like you could kind of get there, you know, like through boating. I, yeah. Oh well. <laughs> no, yeah, I, yeah. When I, when I got the ship, I went right out. That was the first place I went when I got the ship. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys mentioned like, is there anywhere else that it's needed? And I was like, maybe when you get the armor of Gaia. At Osterfair, and I was yeah. like, "No, you can just sail there." Yeah. It looks because it looks like it's shoaled off, like and mountained off, right? Like, right. No, yeah, you have to, yeah, obviously, fully explore it to to see that little crack in it for sure. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, so you, yeah, you, you, you come out of this. Uh, well, to even it's I, like, so to to get to the whirlpool, there's a bunch of little dumb shit to even get <laughs> into the cave of Rhone that already. Do, and again, remember everything I say about this is coming from the perspective that. This is a straight shot that we're yeah. not going to have some pit stop there. So I'm coming out of this as I'm starting this my first time, uh, my fucking uh, road to Rhone grind. And I like it, it made me it bothered the shit out of me that you had to burn eight MP off your POC's cachet just to start the journey to step guard right. and mm-hmm. go. Yeah, you know, like, you know, you're already like they're already attritioning me and I'm not even out of the town yet. <laughs> Like you're nickel and diamond. Like you're like, I'm, I'm paying yeah, off this fuck? one guard to get through. And like, oh, you got to pay the, the tax fee to get to the... Why did you pay yep. the second tax? I just yep. paid you. Why? What's going on? Yeah. I was like, oh, you motherfuckers, man. This is going to be brutal. <laughs> my, my friend, my friend you got to pay me. You want to cross the street? You got to pay me. No, no, no. You got to pay me first. You cross the Trolls, street. dude. Fucking bridge trolls. The the This Divinity Sin game that Amy and I are playing. Every fucking troll, every bridge in the game has a fucking troll on it. And they like charge asinine amounts of money, <laughs> like relative to the economy. Like they are completely delusional about the services they are providing. <laughs> we don't get no tolls. We don't eat no rolls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so okay, so you come up out of that subway stop just east of that suspicious-looking symmetrical swamp that looks like a a welcome mat in front of a door. What's behind me right now? <laughs> it's, it's like perfectly symmetrical, right around where the thing is. So they did. They were not trying to hide this by any length. Um, so yeah, I head to the edge of that and I fire up the Eye of Malroth and the screen starts shaking and flashing white, suggesting lightning, I guess. And the mountains part in probably what I would uh, guesstimate is it maybe a three frame animation, which isn't bad for NES, I suppose. NES overworld RPG map animations anyways. And it reveals a cave entrance right where it should be relative to the welcome mat. And you have to then trudge through swamp tiles. So more unavoidable resource drain on the party. (laughs) (laughs) Except the POM, who I didn't even notice, and we didn't talk about it at the time, but the water flying cloth nerfs both lava and swamp tiles, which you wouldn't expect for uh, armor on the (laughs) mage character. (laughs) That's very helpful. Uh, So inside, I immediately fall into a pit trap. And so, like, again, like... (laughs) This place sucks, man. I like 
just like the chess, man. Like the trap chess. Like, didn't know those were in this game. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if it happens, and I'm like, you know, I don't, like, I don't even believe when I when it first happens. I'm not even sure. Like what happened? Yes, is is that a, is that a pit? Like, did, did I? I don't know. Is it a spell? Like, I just don't. I, there's, I didn't even because so again, quick. it just hasn't been there at any point in the game up to this. So like, just dropping it on the final in the final fucking dungeon is just like I don't know. It's, it's such a left field thing that, and like I also have this built up. Like my syntax is built up for this game is is built up through the entire first game too. So there's some level there's so much carryover that. I feel like I'm even more certain that the vernacular of the game is 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 the is is established that I'm not going to get new things, you know. Like, I have two <laughs> games worth of like this is how this universe works. <laughs> so like yeah, just fucking I don't know. Um in both those cases I was just so like what the fuck, man. So yeah, so you drop down to the floor below and it's just hordes of fucking horkers everywhere. It's the only enemy down room. there. Yeah, and they're everywhere. Room. What'd you say, Jeff? I, I love this room. It just, uh, like, like you said, I mean, just, like, it's dude. full of, you can't take two steps without running into a, a hork, and the fucking, we'll talk about what's down here, but, like, it's just a room full of undead. Yeah. Just corpses, and, like, you know, everywhere you go, you can envision, like, you can't see them on the screen, but, like, the way I roleplayed it and envisioned it, like, for myself and the story, is, like, you fall down there, you can see them everywhere, and they're so numerous that, like, you know, even though they're slow, even though they're, you know, meandering and whatnot, like you're still going to unavoidably run into them pretty often and have to deal with them. It's yeah. an awesome room. I love this room. And there's yeah, nothing and in it, it. That's the coolest thing about the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if you, if you, you know, if you look at it with maybe traditional zombie lore or the way, you know, most fucking zombie story worlds work as far as just their, their biology, they... They'll often, you know, they like they 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 are fueled by living flesh. So if they are devoid of that for a long time, or if they're deprived of that for a long time, they, uh, you know, run out of energy. <laughs> you know, and like lay, you know, they fucking just like we'll just lay down or fall out, however it happens, whatever. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes you will see scenes where once that stimuli is impu- is, is is once they register it, they like reanimate you know and like start seeking that out so like the idea that like some of them if you had yes you have the the floor is just covered with them and some of them are going to be too far gone so so you're not it's not going to be every single one you see expecting to come at you but you're like trudging through and like who the hell you know who knows which one's just going to like spring to life you know so like Mm. yeah if you really think about it that that is it's a really cool uh just image that they have painted down here i i agree yeah, and they and they definitely turned the uh, the encounter frequency up in this room. I mean, it's oh, every yeah. like three steps, if that. Yeah. Honestly, it's sometimes every step. Yep. And yeah, you know, and like I'm coming into this thinking again that I'm I'm just I'm just poking my head in and taking a look here. I'm not I'm not, I'm not trying to get anywhere, but coming like thinking of like in the future when I have to come back through here. And, like, there's pits that are going to drop me down here. And that's how big of an attrition problem is this? <laughs> Just this huge room, no way out, and that you know of. Because you can't, you, you literally, I mean, if you drop down in the right place, you can't see anything. Like, there's just nothing anywhere. Like, all the way to the, the it's just, you can't even see a wall. If you fall in the right place, you know, so just who the hell knows how to get out of here and you got to just wander around, Uh, you know, the the intent here 
for how many times they put you at risk for having to fucking come in here and cast outside and go heal and come back is ridiculous. <laughs> easily easily yeah. the worst part in the entire game. Easily. This cave or this, this floor? Cave. <laughs> okay. This oh, this cave the... is the worst part of the game. Oh, yes, yeah, there's yeah, there's no debating that. The, this is probably not the worst floor, though. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes, so really, it's but here's the thing, though. As fucked as that is, there is also a beautiful part of the storytelling of this because it it's i mean i guess it's possible to get through that ground floor without falling in a pit i think it's highly unlikely and i think what they did here they have to put you through that in order for this to work the way they wanted it to work you know what i mean where you come down here and you wander and you find this treasure chest in the in the southeast corner that it looks like the, I mean, uh, I just walking up to it, I was a thousand percent certain that it was going to be empty. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, either, that or, either that or trapped. Yep. Trapped and empty, maybe. You know, like, there's just no chance that this was a chest that had any benefit to me whatsoever. But I am a loot whore, and I'm going to go get it anyways. And, you know, and, and I'm also doing a fucking podcast, so I got to fucking do everything, you idiot. <laughs> you know? uh, so, yeah, so you subject yourself to this horker horde, trundling your ass over there. And fun fact I learned about my phone while doing this in this very moment and kept writing Horker. My phone auto-corrects Horker to Hitler. Oh. <laughs> which, is, which is, I mean, you're not wrong, iPhone, but interesting. <laughs> huh, is it pronoun Hitler? Is it like capitalized? Yes, yeah, capitalized. I mean, what I else? I don't think I've ever what encountered this be? before. And I'm a history guy, so I actually, believe it or not, I type the word Hitler more than Well, I, I don't, you know, there's only so much. I That's a great debate, and I would love to talk to someone at Apple. How much of it is, how much of their predictive texting and autocorrecting is based on your actual oh. history? And how much of it is just based on some sort of fucking, uh, um, what do you call that? The scientific. The, well, the collectiveness of what's the singular? How much? How much of it is based on the singularity of of uh, you know all iPhone <laughs> typing? You know, I'd love to know that. I just typed uh, out Hitler and it did pronoun it. Uh, I don't think it pronouns Nazi though. Okay. <laughs> How well, here's the thing. It's not even a matter of pronoun. I'm a history fan. It's not even a matter of pronouning it. It's that it autocorrects it. <laughs> Like, it changes yeah, the word right. to Hitler is more important to me. I mean, I don't... If it didn't capitalize oh, yeah. Hitler, I would be shocked because, you know... But this is like the Dragon Lord thing. Like, that's why when that happened, when I was doing the notes for the first game, I was, I, it was so beautiful to me because I think that was, you know, I don't... I don't I'm sure I typed Dragon Lord some, but not some ridiculous amount. I would love for that to be part of the singularity that enough <laughs> dragon lord has been typed into iphones enough that it's like it can recognize like when you meant to type that i love right. that and it's not just me typing dragon lord 80 times because i'm fucking you know again no I it's mean, just us we're, yeah. we're doing most of the work here <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, probably probably anyways but 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 that that looming sense of dread about this about this chest uh turned out to be misguided pessimism uh, as in this chest you find the life crest and i felt like Natalie Portman at the Oscars, guys. I was I was nearly bursting into tears with just unforeseen joy. <laughs> like the, they're just so good. This RPGs, RPGs are so good. I was and and like you know, uh, coming into the end of this this game, I was so excited about. There's we haven't done one yet that I just I don't know what's going to happen, you know. And like uh, there's so much uh, emotional attrition 
Yes, there's, there's attrition of my characters in these games, but there's so much emotional attrition of playing these fucking things for podcasting purposes, as encompassing as I do, that to uh, that I do them without that emotional payoff of these surprises is is even more taxing, I think. So to be in a situation where I could get this, and I get it so many times here at the end of the game, and the end run of this game, and this was the first like big one for me, where I was just like, oh! <laughs> fucking great, 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 So great, you got great. this on your first trip? Yes! I, I had been here like four minutes, dude. I had been here like four minutes. I, I drop immediately down, and I wander to the southeast instinctively, somehow or another. I think, anyways. I'm pretty sure I didn't go any other route. And, yeah, I find this chest, and I'm like, again, there's just so much expectation that it's gonna fuck me and stab me in some way. <laughs> and not. It's like a huge payoff. Uh, it was great. It was just great. Gotcha. I, I ended up getting that not until after coming in here, getting my ass handed to me several times, going out, leveling up, buying the, finally getting the Shield of Strength for the Prince of Kanak, then coming back. So it took me a while. Like, okay. and then I came back and I was like, oh, oh shit. Yeah, I felt the I was, same yeah, way. I was very like, curious. I <laughs> yeah, I want, I, 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 like, it was happening to me and I'm thinking to myself, like, again, thinking about developer intent. Uh-huh. How well did they do this? How unavoidable is this experience that I just had, you know, like is, is it, are they able to railroad you into this? So it happens or do you fucking, you know, is, do you, is it more common to, yes, do a bunch of return trips and shit. I, I was very curious to hear whether you guys had fucking done the exact same thing or had some run around. Nah, so. it, I, I had the same experience as you, like the, the second time I think coming back okay. in here after after coming in here and getting just pieced up like all right forget it I'm gonna grind outside in that area outside the swamp and all that and then all right I'm gonna try to make some upgrades and then come back again and then that second time I came in the same thing happened but I was like oh shit right. look at that I was I mad that I fell in the hole but then I was like oh shit look at that yeah I got all five let's go roller coaster of emotion what the yes. I can't remember where is the stairwell. It's in the southwest, the stairwell, isn't it? The bottom left corner? To get to what? The stairwell in this in this in the Horker room. Uh I thought it was like center west. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Yeah. Did we I I kind of zoned out there for a minute. Were, did we talk at all about the uh the the narrative possibilities of putting the crest of life in what is essentially a giant No, yeah, and like as we were talking about it, yes, that that dawned on me as a nice connection. I like that. Yeah, the, the, the poetry of that as well. <laughs> yeah, and I was I was like in when I found this in my mind, I played. Um, yeah, it looks like yeah. The the there's actually several stairs back up, spaced almost equally on quarters o- along a quadrant. The one I, I dealt with was stairwell C, which is in the okay. yes southwest corner. But yeah, I uh, the so the way that I played with this role playing and narrative wise, I kind of imagined the crest of life as being like not an all entirely good item, like maybe a little, a little evil, a touch of evil, a little nefarious. Like maybe it like you know draws in like all the life energy around it or something. Well, I think you know. I guess we haven't really talked about this, but I th- yeah, I think the. Yeah, I would think these crests represent uh all have like a a yin and yang mm, yeah, yeah. thought to them. Like that they're not they're, that you know, as all of the universe, it's all uh an, an amalgamation of good and bad. There's no 
it's not black and white, you know, the universe mm-hmm. is not black and white. It's, it's every shade of gray you can imagine, you know? So the, yeah, I, I would think these, they're all like these uh, stalwarts of the fiber of our world or, you know, these, these characters world, life, sun, moon, water, you know, these are, these are, they're, they're not, it's not just the elements. These are like fire. Like these are the things that like the, the, the building blocks for, the universe (laughs) true but also but also i think it makes perfect sense like that's where hargon would put it like there's no effing way Mm. they're going to get the life crest because i'm going to put it in a place where you're going to die you know like these aren't i don't this have hard the hargon has nothing to do with these i think has that been stated in there well yeah i think i think much like the 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 uh, wizard rubis like there's like this infrastructure set up for when shit goes really sideways in this world, ah, like, I see, er, er, I see. you know, I mean, there's like Erdrick and you know probably some fucking group of wise men back when when the Dragonlord thing went down, and they like they they talk like Rubus says when we get to him, you know, he says like I think er, me and Erdrick fucking worked out a plan for mm-hmm. in 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 a time of need for me to be able to help mm-hmm. the people who are you know trying to set things right. And I think these crests are part of that system. I, well, yeah, I even that even fits even more perfect than like with heart without Hargon. And then it's like, yeah, like the right warrior. Has oh, to exactly. Yeah. To, only the right you know people I mean? can find these yeah. things. Yeah. Through this, you know, field <laughs> yeah. of dead. Right. And that is absolutely, yeah, that life. is absolutely the intent for all of them. I think, you know, and that, it almost, <laughs> the rest of them, although I don't know, I can see how you can get there because the one, the water one is being guarded by those two fucking gremlins in the prison. Essentially underwater. Right. Uh, well, yeah, that part makes sense, but I'm saying, like, the, the discounting of Hargon being involved, like, how, why are they there? I don't know. I, I guess if those things have been, li- you know, who knows? Like, the, it, there's you can probably argue e- either side of it. Like, you could say that, like, whoever the little fucking intern fuck who had to go around and hide all these, like, I hide <laughs> Easter eggs for my dog. Uh, <laughs> I, started, I started a new system with Miyagi on Easter. We... Got a like a Easter basket and shit, which we do every year for the most part. But uh, we got we came up with the idea of getting the little plastic eggs and putting treats in them and hiding them around the apartment. So this oh little motherfucker, <laughs> he loves it. He like he's totally into it, and he like he like they he immediately was able to like because they have a little hole in them, so you can smell the fucking treats. I'm sure or he can, and he like is able to gently pop them open to get the treat out too without shattering the egg and fucking swallowing That's and killing awesome. himself or anything. So yeah, it's fucking amazing. So. We did that on Easter, and he liked it so much that now we do it every time he goes outside. If Amy takes him outside, I put an, a treat and egg and hide it somewhere in the apartment. And this motherfucker is incredible. Like, I am increasingly more difficult, trying to make it more difficult for him. And this motherfucker <laughs> finds him, man. Every time he finds him, and, like, you hear it. Like, I'll forget about it sometimes. Like, it's he goes off on it, and you'll just hear, like, out of nowhere, you'll just hear, like, a little pop. <laughs> <laughs> it's him cracking the egg open, you know, and, and then a little <laughs> rattle of him getting the treat out. You know, it's fucking great. Uh, but, yeah, same concept. The person doing that, hiding these, these things, like, hmm, where will they be that, you know, only these motherfuckers will find if that are the right people, you know? And, like, yeah. you know, like, okay, we got these two gremlins locked in a thing. Like, yes, they've been there for a long time. I don't know. Does he just throw it in? Does he put it in their food? And, you know, <laughs> you know like, well, I, don't know. I don't know how he delivers it in there, but... Yeah, you could say that even if it seems like they are possessed by, like that king and Oster fair, like the the idea that he has one, like who the, you know, I mean, yes, he's a king, I guess, but I don't know. He seems like the most trivial of all the fucking <laughs> monarchs in, in this in this world. Why would he be the one that gets? Maybe that's why. 
maybe. I guess. Why. Maybe, yeah. Throw you off the scent, you know? Like, don't right. give one to the United States. Give it to, you know, the smallest country that nobody... Uh, give it to somebody in Guyana. Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Kazakhstan. 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 Yeah, that's it. You know what the capital of Kazakhstan is? Is 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 Bekistan. That's another country. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stan. Uh, okay, so let's get back to let's let's focus here. Let's focus. Okay, so you if you, once you get back up to the ground floor and navigate uh, to the stairwell up to the floor above, without falling in a pit, of course, you will find yourself in the first, not the only. Goddamn, motherfucking, cocksucking, prick-ass, fuckface, endless maze in this dungeon. Uh, this one's not too bad. I actually aimlessly wandered my way right through this uh, to where what? I needed to get to and found that. Yeah, I just, like, I don't know. I just went east and, like, I, I am not joking, dudes. I went down, pure luck, wandered into, I, I decided to turn out of the that hallway to the south to find that room just fucking the first time and again much like the first one i was thinking to myself like am i just like a a pawn in these motherfuckers uh you know fucking like manipulative game design where this is happening or am i just the luckiest son of a bitch ever <laughs> i hate you Well, it makes you feel any better. The second one did not go nearly as well. So don't worry. I have my moments, uh, trials and tribulations. It was not all uh, ice creams and rainbows. uh, (laughs) Ice cream cones and rainbows for me in here. But yes, so if you do or do not find the stairs immediately, you will uh, be exposed and have a chance to mingle with all the friendly hosts of this fine establishment. And those are Mega Knights, Oswargs, Dark Eyes, Orc Kings, so on and so forth. And... They, I was thinking to myself at the time, like, phenomenal for grinding, which is what my intent for coming here is. My job, or my intent of coming to this cave here is I'm just going to grind in here, and I expect to have to go back and come back multiple times. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm living this duality of, like, this is great for my actual intent, but if I was trying to get through here and get to the fucking end of the game, this would be really <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what level, like what level did I end last episode? Like freaking fifteen or something? Like I don't know, but it feels like monumentally low compared to the amount of time I've spent in and around this freaking place. <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, I was not. I don't think I didn't. I, I might I do talk about it in my tales of the grind, so I'm not sure what I first went in here as. But yeah, I mean, I was not. Oh my god! I needed to. I needed to grind more before I. Did this. But, you know, but again, again, that was my cause. What I was doing. That's what I was doing. It turns into, I guess, spoiler alert. It turns into not that at one point <laughs> because I feel like I'm so close. Uh, you know, and, and I, it, it's it. I'll get to that too. But like, it was like a. It was not. I thought I was so close, or I expected I was so close to not getting through the cave. But I must be close to Erdrich's armor was my, was my thought. Like I, that was what was well, loot, another loot crate was what was dragging me through here emotionally. It was not yeah. like to get to the fucking road. I was just like, I, I'm, I, there's no way I'm not close to the armor that I want so badly, you know. So I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna fucking go back and and and, and you know, I'm gonna push it to the limit here because I, I got to be close to that. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> and with that in mind. I dead end into a room with a lone treasure chest as I'm, uh, I think I'm on the, so yeah, you go up 
a fl- on, on the next floor, and this is where you will find this is the maze floor. This is the real maze floor. And I think, right? Yes. Whatever the case. I'm on a floor, and I dead-ended this room. There's a lone treasure chest. And uh, again, like, after I had that fucking life crest experience just, you know, 30 minutes prior. So uh, I'm like, ooh, this, this. They would all, a chest like this in here, you're not bumping into chests regularly, too. That's the thing. It's not like there's a bunch of dumb shit in here that you're getting chests for, uh, at least to this point. What? <laughs> well, at this, this point, yeah, I hadn't. Because, okay. again, I didn't have to wander on that second floor. Oh, you know, there's yeah, just yeah. a life press. There's nothing on that on that floor with the with the pits, you know. So I had. it's not like you're getting a bunch of chests. And, again, I, I have an expectation of, like, kind of like uh, the Dragonlord's Castle in the first one. Like, this is, like, this is the main dungeon they're not gonna dick me around here <laughs> you know there's just in, in the dragon lord's castle there's 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 there, i guess he has the treasury but that's like that's almost like a narrative thing it's not even a yeah. it's just like a, a set piece not like you're not gonna bump into that and think a you separate. found something yeah. right so anyways yeah i opened this fucker and 137 pieces of gold <laughs> it's like yeah, snatch it away you're Motherfucker! <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck am I gonna do with 137 gold right now? <laughs> oh like, like, like literally nothing. Literally fucking nothing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I, you know, again, this is my intent is to find these. These, these there's two major things in here. There's the thunder sword and there's Erdrich's armor. And I didn't get either one of these things on my first time through here, and that would significantly flavor the rest of the game for me. So I'm curious if you guys were able to find either of those items before you got to Roan, or if you also had to Oh, yeah. Them. Of course. Are you kidding me? Do you know how long it took me to get through this cave, Josh? <laughs> it feels like I played this... indicator, it was a long time. It, uh, it feels like I played this cave for like two weeks. <laughs> like... It really does. So I found, yeah, I, that was those were my goals as well. Like, let me let me get those two things. Like, I really need those. Yeah, I found them, but like, okay. it took me so long that like, by the time I was so frustrated by the end of it that I was like, I'm looking up a video, and I'm like, but like, I'm watching like the first five ten minutes of the video, and I'm I'm like, I've already know those places. I've been <laughs> all of those. Like, I can go there in my mind. Like, I know this might get more gold. <laughs> More gold and get dropped in a hole and get sputtered. You know, I was so annoyed. It's like, like they basically, they, I basically been through like ninety five percent of the whole damn place by that point. You know, uh, that's fucking great. Oh, so, uh, so I found everything and did not need to come back. Once I was through here, I never came back again. <laughs> never once. See, ya. Uh, Jab, are you able to find these? Uh, you can't find this shit from memory. There's no way this cave is. There's no way to memorize this cave. No, I did not remember. I did not really recall this cave very well. And at this point in the game, I remember when I said the condition of my saves coming was going to change. This is where it changed. Me too. Uh, I, I, I had. I, I also saves come. Yeah. How do you do? How do you? How do you do this part of the game without saves coming? I wait, wait, wait. The only on. way to do it is be like level like forty or something. Yeah. Wait. When you guys say saves coming, how do? What do you mean? Like you? It's the only way to get through that. Were you like saving? Even I was saving once I yeah once I decided that I was in or once I ascertained that I was in a maze I and that's the thing too there's so many legs to the safe scum or to the to the fucking maze that I I even with safe coming I was terrified <laughs> <laughs> see I, I think that's what the thing was I would 
I had, I, I think I went through all the wrong ways first. Like literally all, every wrong way. Me too. Way I feel that first. way too. I feel that way too. Mm-hmm. I feel so like, too. <laughs> but like, because I had failed every single time, I didn't even try. Like there was no saving for me. I was just like, I'm back like a beginning of the cave and we're starting again. Cause I know I can't go that way, that way, that way. That, like there has to be the, the right one way. So like at the end of it, like that's one thing that I feel proud about myself now that I did not save scum at all. I just kind of knew because I died all the other times, you know, okay. went all the other ways, direct yeah. route, and I could, like, get through. That's, yeah, that's great. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, still with running. Thing. Still with running. Not, not of course. Fighting yeah. No, of course. Yeah, I'm running here, too. Yeah, I'm not fighting yeah. anything. And, like, uh, yeah, absolutely. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. The, the, yeah, it's, it, like, I, I don't even know, you know, like, I almost want to say, I'm not trying to qualify uh, uh, having to save scum, but the, like, I don't, again, I don't even know. I guess there is, a, you know, yes, it's helpful because if you if you do save scum at each right thing, you will be. You will I was get terrified it. to do that. Right, exactly. But the, like <laughs> it, it, the way it works, it like it takes you back to like fucked up play. Like like save scumming can make it harder. Mm-hmm. I guess what I'm yes. fucking really it can slowly be tricky, to. right? That's yeah, why I didn't want to do it too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, there are. You do start to recognize the things that it takes you to, but there's enough, you know, that part that like snakes back and forth, like that, this back and forth part, like, and that just goes, man. Like it goes more, like that's the fucked up thing about it. It goes more, it's not just one screen that like you can, you can like go through multiple screens before you realize that you're in a fucking, that you're not getting anywhere. (laughs) I went down that part that snakes, man, for like, I don't even know how many loops of the the, the right and left ways, you know? Yeah, Uh, yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Just absolutely brutal. Well, going back to the items, uh, whenever you get them, if it's returning or you're getting them here, let's go through them because they are the most legit shit in the game. So the Thunder Sword is on a part of the fourth floor that is only reachable by falling. This is so far. I can't believe you found this. This blows my mind. Like, I feel like this is I don't know how I found it. I honestly you don't know. Luck I, is how you found it. Yeah. I didn't I told get this. Went every, I mean, to answer the other question, <laughs> I, I didn't get the sword. I got the armor. I didn't get the sword. Uh, I was on a time crunch at this point, and I was just trying to get through. So I was like, I'll get the armor and fucking just try to go through. Wow. Oh, I've, I've also now, I remember uh, astute listeners will remember <laughs> when I said, I was on a rule play, uh, I'm just going to do Erdrich's uh, gear the whole game. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, that was- <laughs> That that's work. not going to work. I, at, at a certain point, I went back to... Oh, that's why I was at Wellgarth. That's right. I went back to Wellgarth, and I got the light sword, and I role-played it that somebody... I guess you could say, you, when you do the rubris thing, uh, somebody fucking enchanted my sword of Erdrich and made it the light sword. <laughs> okay. Okay. So it just gives me a little extra, and Tells. there it is. He does say, let me put some magic onto you. He says, let me, uh, I got some magic for you. So that's surely what he's talking about. <laughs> exactly so you talking beat about. it with the light sword? Fascinating. Um, yeah, Fascinating. but again, I say it's come to a lot. Um, yeah, and then while I was in uh, Wellgarth, I role-played that uh, me, the Prince of Maidenhall, the future king of an entire kingdom, married my girlfriend there, and she is now my wife, and it's really, really bad for kingdom politics because that's just a terrible idea. Sure. Didn't Shouldn't marry, be marrying commoners. Yeah, marrying a peasant is that's bad. Just bad fucking news. horrible. But <laughs> I'm a bad <laughs> king and you guys are in trouble now. Okay. <laughs> well well if you're yeah, so getting this fucking thing, you have to You have to fall into a pit trap on the sixth floor, and you go into another huge oh, it's another huge open square room on five. That's just like the horker pit. 
on one. And I don't I don't remember what's in there, and I don't think it's the same enemy. Oh, actually, no, it's those attack bots. It's full of the attack bots. In the, the same way the Horkers were? Not quite as uh, frequently, but yes, every okay. fight is one of them. Uh, maybe even they pair them with other stuff. I can't remember, but it's the fucking robots. And mm. not good. Death. Not good. Those yeah. attack robots are impossible right they now. Suck. Oh, they get, uh, they get <laughs> to too. Yeah. Yes, they are ridiculous. So you have to fall into that room, and then you have to fall into another. So the whole room. It's not, it's not like it's full of pits, uh, if I recall correctly. You have to fall into another pit in the southwest corner of it, like way down in the southwest corner, like one diagonal t- uh, cor- uh, tile from the corner of the room. You have to fall just just. Figure that out and just fall into it. How the fuck would you ever do that? Right. Why would you ever go? There's nothing. There's not even anything over there to like attract your attention to it. There's no marker whatsoever. There's no reason for you to be there. Yep. None. 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 And yeah, I mean, you don't even. Yeah, they're not even. You're not even. Again, <laughs> like you're. It's not even a part of the game to expect pits. You know, that's like that's the one time it's happened on that first floor. Like I had deluded myself into thinking like. That's a one-off, you know. That's a one-off. <laughs> I'm not gonna. That's not gonna be a problem. <laughs> that, that that we're constantly doing. And then you fall on one here, like okay, maybe not. But like, I'm not gonna have to do that through two rooms, not to get anywhere helpful. There's no way. <laughs> you know, there's no way. But so yeah, you fall down into this through the second one, and you come to this little room with a chest, and this thing is a massive come up. It adds 80 attack power, so it's a plus 15 over the light sword. That you were rolling with, Jab. Mm-hmm. And just like the Thunderstaff, it can cast Infernos, though I do not know what kind of moron would ever forego the melee damage yeah, <laughs> uh, for that. Um, I guess if you're just fighting dumb shit and you want to kill more than one thing, maybe. But that's not happening against these enemies in here. And then the other big thing is, yes, Erdrich's Threads, and they are just down. Like, so, you know. Perfect example, like, uh, of how things took a turn for the worse on the latter part of this for me. Like, the only branch on that fourth floor that I did not go down was the <laughs> was the one to the southeast. I tried every other one of them and did not do that one. And that is the part of this hellhole where you have to go to get the, the armor. And the this adds 40 defensive power, and it's only fit for your mind hall air, of course. That's only a plus five over the armor of Gaia, which... Mm-hmm. While that is kind of disappointing, it was very nice to just casually chuck the armor of Gaia into the dirt next to the chest to even open this fucking thing. Yeah, like, inventory spots are serious premium at this point in the game. So, like, you're not keeping... I did keep my Erdrich sword the whole time. So, you know, I I did burn one spot on that. So did I. I just couldn't bring myself to throw it away. But uh, the armor of Gaia... Not a verdict line. I just chucked that shit right in the dirt like a fucking baller. <laughs> which which was kind of nice. Um, and then Erdrich's armor nerfs both swamp and barrier tiles for your um, for the Prince of Mind Hall, nice. which is nice. That's very clutch for where uh, Hargon's castle going. yeah takes you. It's a very important change. But it's funny because it, it's not. It doesn't even change the fact that you still need to cast Step Guard. No, not if you want. If you want the rest of them to stay alive, <laughs> POC doesn't get out of it. So, yep. at all, in fact. Well, no, it does not. The waterflying clothes don't work on barrier tiles either. Not barriers. So, yes. Oh yeah, yeah, right, right. So she dies too, or, or gets hurt too. <laughs> 
So down here, I bump into a green dragon wandering around one of those branches on that level that I did not go down the Erdrick's Armor hallway for. And oh, this is another moment, just like the Life Crest dude. My fucking jaw dropped. It is the exact same sprite. It's the exact same sprite. There, that doesn't happen at all. I mean, I guess the slimes kind of, but even those, I don't feel... I feel like there's a little bit of tweak into them, you know? They're not you know, the exact same not sprite. Exact, I mean. Right. But the green dragon is the exact same sprite as yeah, in the first exact. game. And this is mastery level subtle nods of nostalgia from Enix here. Like, there's just eons before anyone knew what that was. <laughs> they were doing it, like, masterfully. And, we, you know, we've... we've a million times over, talked about how they developed this skill and honed it even further as this uh, game lineage works its way down the line. But the uh, the fact that they were doing it in this one, the second installment, is just I, I it just it blows my mind. It's so fucking good and so impressive. Um, really, that is really, fascinating. Yeah. I when I saw the spray, I just had this feeling like, oh, that's a really cool spray. I don't know why. <laughs> I just had this feeling like, hmm. Jay, that's called well, nostalgia. I'm glad. That, I'm glad that you're able. To experience it now that we have led you blind and and whining through the dark on these RPGs, <laughs> they're like, remember these these green dragons? Yep, they're they're still here. Yeah, they're still yep. living. Yep. So really fucking cool. And I would also find a couple of chests just past the dragon, thinking again because I had to come back for that for the other ones. So I'm thinking maybe ooh the dragon's garden fucking Erdrich's armor or something. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Just one trapped and the that so that was cool too with this chap, trap chest. It was not poison this time. It was 46 damage to Tatarino. So it was just like a like I don't know. explosion or something. Like, yeah, yeah, who knows, yeah. Like, it, it did not it did not define the damage type of <laughs> uh, piercing or or um, <laughs> Whatever the other option would be. But, uh, yeah, the, it was a different kind, and that was very cool to me that they differentiated. Uh, so there's another maze up above that floor, and yes, this is the really, 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 really tough one. And it's... I mean, I don't know. Is there anything to even talk more about here? I don't know. We kind of... Not a maze? Of, but... Not really. Yeah. I'm just trying to, you know, it's miserable. I'm like... You get through it. You're happy you got through it. I mean, I, I, so to be clear about my playthrough at this point, like I'm I'm under leveled and I am role playing <laughs> stupid equipment shit. So like I'm in trouble and I got to finish this shit. So I'm looking at maps at this point and I'm the way that I'm justifying my behavior at this point is I'm like, well, you know, this is really just kind of fence testing and finding the lowest level possible that you can finish this game at, uh, <laughs> if if you know where you're going. So okay. I looked up maps because if I didn't, I wouldn't be. I th I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure. I used the the packin map, but I'm trying to remember what the fuck the packin map might show for that maze stuff, because it can't be yeah, how helpful. Would it, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that helpful to me, I'll tell you that, because I also left here feeling underleveled. Like, I think, I know my princess was level 17 coming, like, when I made it through here, and I, okay. I, I think I have, yeah, I think the prince of mine hall was maybe 26 at most. And I was still like running, getting getting smacked up all over the place. Yeah, the enemy. So yeah, the, the enemies advance as you work your way through here too. And this, oh yeah, the gosh. enemies in this maze. We haven't talked about that. That's worth talking about, I guess. The enemies in this maze are you get parties of four of those green dragons. What? Like, the that's, fuck? Insane. <laughs> no that's insane. And you get the, uh, the 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 attack bots. Yeah, and I think they are alone in that 
pit room because out here it was significant to me that they were paired with other shit, which is super fucked, of course. And then, so you get those battles that are like just—they're just impossible. If you don't—if you don't get away, save load. Like there's just yeah. you're not. You're fucked, you know? <laughs> so you have that, like, one end of the spectrum. And then also, and this is just such a good dig out of these motherfuckers, they will give you parties of one or two metal babbles oh my God. with just a whole screen of healers. And you're not going to not, it's just like the slimes in the first one. You're not going to not fight those battles, right. you know? And those fuckers are just going to, they're going to... They're going to cast the flame yeah. thing once and then Fire run. The mother- yeah, they're going to run. The pricks are going to run. So, Pure yeah, attrition. it is. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just, uh, it's that, the Mega Man extra life stuff. Like, they're just, they know they got you in the palm yep. of their hand. <laughs> the, the one thing I will say, so this cave is hard, and the internet tells me that the the game was rushed at the end. So, like, they didn't really test the very end of the game. So I'm assuming that's like talking about this cave and then really? Roan. Um, yeah, that's that's the the rumor is like they just had to get it out and they didn't properly test it. So like some of the shit shouldn't have existed necessarily or been like this, which I I would say we all believe at this point. <laughs> but the one bit of credit that I would give them that I didn't expect going into this cave is you can run from shit pretty consistently. It's the only thing that saves you because if if like I can't remember what game it is. There's some game where, like, some role-playing game that I've spent time with, which is, like, seven of them all together, so I should really know this. But, um, yeah, there's some game where you just kind of can't run from enemies at the, you know, during the final dungeons. And, fuck, if you couldn't do that here, like, I don't know how you'd do it, to be honest. You'd have to grind to, like, level 60 or something. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, for the most part, you can definitely get, I mean... It was way more forgiving than I expected it to be. Like, way, way, way more forgiving. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I definitely had moments where I was like, "God damn it!" Mm. I felt like I, I feel like maybe the attack by there was some like there was there was some type of enemy here where I was like, "God damn, it's just not going well with those." But well, yeah, sure, just R- for sure. sure, just RNG. Yeah, but yes. Yeah, so this is the last thing. Once you work your way through that elaborate habit trail of of a maze, the next stairway you hit takes you outside. And again, it was like. I didn't expect to make it. I just didn't expect to make it. And I saw that stairwell and I was like, what is next, you motherfuckers? Yeah. <laughs> like, what else? What other bullshit are you about to dump on me that is not something I want to see? It was, it was 100% my expectation. And yes, you go up that stairwell and it just, <laughs> I don't know. It's, you know. I don't know, the human brain or whatever. This is like over an analysis of the human brain. But like, I could hear myself scream out loud. This has got to be Roan. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, just like total shock and elation that this was it. And like, I was celebrating with myself. No one else could experience this with me. So I'm going to celebrate with myself. Because like, like, fucking, it was just so, so good to see that crazy ass color palette. And it is too. It is such a distinct... Look, you know, it reminded me of the of the thing in uh, Ambrosia in in Exodus in Ultimate Exodus. It is mm. very much in line with that. That yes, like a lot of white, gray, blue color palette thing going on. Mountains everywhere, white ground, ton of water. Like it's just a uh, and you know, and this is this is in the timeline. This is where we could they could certainly be be biting off Ultima too, and that's. Interesting to me that they would that there's so much of a parallel here uh, to Ultima. 
um, was surprising to me, I guess, you know, and I don't know. They didn't do it in the first one, and that could have also been applicable to the, the first one, but there's been a bunch of cases in this game where they're trying to, like, they're making it bigger, they're making it be- better, they're trying to improve it. They're, the, the, the Dragon Warrior 1 was such a baby nut <laughs> RPG, you know, that they were trying to do bigger, better things with this, and the idea that they would go, oh, let's use this thing from Ultima, that's a super successful series uh, for, for our end game as far as like just the aesthetic of it. And, and we've talked about too, there's only so many things that you can do with yeah. this limited tool set. So, I don't know, who knows if it was just an homage or if it was just like, like literally like, that's a good solution, let's steal it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm curious. I'm very curious about that. But So you, you guys got the, the same vibe that at this point, you know, considering the tiles around you, because uh, there's, there's the standard mountain tiles you know, in a big, big, huge circle. If you look at the map, there's standard mountain tiles, big, huge circle around this area. And then an inner circle inside that is um, a smaller circle, of course, since it's inside the bigger circle, of white mountain tiles. So you guys also got the vibe that you are now, like, mountaintop at this point? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah, even notice sure. that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's that's like coming, coming out of the caves. Yeah. It's like, oh, look at that. You know? And yeah. in fact, the, la- the last stairwell you climb is an upward stairwell tile. So it's implying that you're going upward. So... Right. I'm thinking like you're on mountaintop and then there's fucking like there's lakes dotting this mountaintop all around. It's it's this is fantastic imagery once again from Dragon Warrior 2. Yeah, you know what? I didn't even fucking think of that, but the whole that's the only dungeon where you go up to advance yep. through it. That's super cool. That's really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. That's I may not be are. very good at this game, and I may have lagged behind you guys, and I may have fucked you up a few times, but I've got some creative imagery in my head, so you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I bring to the table. Well, speaking of imagery, one of the really cool things well, coming out of that dungeon, one of the things that drew my eyes to it was that one tile island with just the hill, one of the hill mm, tiles yeah. on it, that you can see in the lake from the cave entrance, and yeah. first thing I did, Todd went up there, posted some shirtless selfies on his TikTok, and Becky... I'll tell you right now, Becky over at Don Mahone Properties LLC has been blowing up his celly ever since about getting the land rights to that shit. <laughs> that is, that is uh, some, some peak real estate there up on the, the Rhone Plateau here. I do love call, that one Todd. time. Give me a call anytime. Give me a call. Give me a call. Give me a call. Come on. Give me a call. 555-222-3311. So come out of here the first battle I get in. And again, it's uh, uh, emotional peaks and valleys here. The first battle I get in, three Cyclops. Mm. Fuck. <laughs> I got two. Like, yeah. Uh, just immediately like, oh shit. And like, I mean, you. it's funny. You said it in the text, in the in the chat, Jay. If I die, like if I had died before I could like plant my flag up here, I'm done. I'm not playing. I'm done. I'm not playing this game. <laughs> Don't this game. I, I'm not going through that cave again. It's not happening. Yeah, it's yeah. because I too ran into like Cyclops and like two Cyclops right outside, and I, I instantly had that thought like I've never seen. Oh my this god, this what might, is this thing? Yeah, this like, might oh my not fucking work out. Oh my god, and they're fucking <laughs> big. They're big uh, sprites huge, too. Like, yeah, huge yeah. sprites. Yep, it's and, genuinely intimidating. Yep. Yeah. They, so yeah, those are out here. Those bat boon fucking things are wandering up out of the cave too. And then you also see right here in the little opening area, blizzards and giants too. Oh and so the fucking blizzards, like, oh mm. my god! It's like <laughs> this was again back to the fucking the group chat. 
Jab, you were like, oh, the Devite spell is lightweight tight. And I was like, I was like, uh, fucking, yeah, it depends who's casting it, motherfucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is not, not tight. Not right, tight. And that's, that's how I knew you hadn't been up to Roan yet, because right. I was like, you would not be talking about Defeat in a positive light if you had no. dealt with these blizzards uh, at this point. And yes, these fucking things will cast Defeat. And I, I, I have never encountered that because I always ran, and the game allows you to run even at this point. So, like, I was always able to successfully get away, to be honest. Oh, man. Uh, I'm sure I ran initially here as much as I, I I'm sure I ran through, through to getting through this part, but either way, those fucking, those, those blizzards are a major problem yeah. when you first are trying to, to, to juggle this part of the game. So you work your way North, worst, hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> and it automatic. It's, it's a pretty, I mean, it's not a long run. It's enough to not see it when you come out of the cave though. And, Put the fear of God in you. <laughs> but it's a rather short run to the north, and it funnels you to a monolith. On some also pretty cool real estate. There's like a series of bridges connecting some cute little islands with coral reefs and shit off their coasts. So it's a, a pretty cool, ornate little area that you automatically get funneled to. And inside this monolith, it appears to be an HOH, and you find the usual rabbi staffing, and then there's also one damsel hanging out by a whirlpool there. The rabbi, however, is not running a traditional HOH operation in, in this instance. He, when you speak to him, he says, May the light shine upon thee, Todd. And the screen flashes. And I didn't think of it until just I said that out loud. That's what the dude in the castle, in Castle Tantagel, says in the beginning of Dragon Warrior 1. Yeah, to restore yeah. your uh, MP yes. down there, bottom right corner. I did not make that connection. That I didn't make it either. So again, call. god damn it, so good. <laughs> <laughs> so good, so good. So the screen flashes after he said that, or says that rather, and then he rolls into his usual, or the usual, I should say, ISOH scribe patter. So you can save your game here too, which is critical. <laughs> yes, and so relieving, of course. So I so, showed up here real quick. I don't know if you guys had this experience, so it might not have occur to you maybe you find it out later but um I, I forgot that this thing existed i had no idea that this happened i showed up and my prince of canuck was already dead he had died probably fucking got waxed by a cyclops or something and i was like well you know we'll see i'm safe scumming whatever and i actually felt a little bit little less bad about safe scumming to this point now because it, it occurs to you that that guy will bring the, your people back to life too yes i didn't yeah i the first thing i did jab the second I noticed that he healed me. I immediately, I saved, of course, mm -hmm. and I immediately went outside and had someone cave fucking one of my one of my characters' heads in, so I could go in and find out if this motherfucker also revived you. <laughs> yeah, for sure, that yeah, was my revives you. So the entire yeah. point of this guy is like, you know, if you've made it this far and you're like not doing great, you can grind here, base camp, correctly. Or yeah. correct, rather, yes, absolutely, and that is is absolutely what I this this uh, operation <laughs> became uh, mm -hmm. moving forward. So his uh, so he's there, and then his apprentice slash whirlpool cleaner says, "This travel door takes one back to the underworld. If that is thy wish, please enter." And I yeah, I had, like I read this, and I was like, "What the hell does that mean? Like, oh, fucking, why would I want to do that? Uh, whatever." Say lovey, okay. So I yeah, I check it out, and it, it takes you back to the whirlpool in the monolith that the Baran HOH whirlpool leads to. So just east of the Cave of Roan entrance, it takes you back to that whirlpool and is, yes, basically just a conduit to get back outside this valley, which 
I didn't know at the time, but I would definitely need. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, again, I did not. That whole item flow chart for the, I just, I, I don't know. I just could not fucking uh, but retain you can't it. But you can't get back, though. Yes, you that can. That same way. Not that same way. That's but what I'm if saying. You, but if you save, if you if you do, if you save on the Imperial Scrolls with this dude, you can just cast Return and come here. Did you not realize that? Ooh, no, hot. I did not. Oh. Ah, yeah, so you, you had to go through the, the cave last twice. Place you saved. No, I just never ever went through the cave again. Once I was through the cave, I never went back. Like it was, I was done. Mm. Absolutely. So, done. so you got the life, the life crest, and then went right back out. Well, the second time. Recall the second right. Time well, in there, yeah, but I, I mean, either way, crest, but like, and then I went, yeah, right. But I then you, was. but you have to go leave and go do something. Yeah, but like the life crest, that was like my second time there. I was there so many times. Two weeks, Josh. Two weeks in this cave. Like, uh-huh. I right. definitely <laughs> right. But I that's definitely. not. But what I'm asking is, I didn't. It did not. I didn't know what to do with the life crests. I didn't know what to do with that either. So, oh yeah, I, like all all of this, I didn't experience any of this until after I had got gotten the life crest, gotten charm Rubus, gotten everything, and like okay, finally made it. Okay, through. yeah, I see. I didn't. Okay. I went through that Cape of Rowan. I came here and I was like, I I have a yeah. So I, you're just here without that right now. I don't know what to do, man. So I I mean I I, I yeah, you okay. kind of stumbled into this, haven't you? Yeah, right. Yeah. So Whoa. you know, let's let's fucking work through it. But yeah, it's I had a, this. Is, this is all. I'm sure this is not. The way it's supposed to go. <laughs> so my 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 oh, way God. is not the way it's supposed to go. So it just occurred uh, to me what happened to you. Yeah. So it's not something you should probably be doing right away. But like, yes, you, I told you the whole thing, Jay. You were you were like you were so despondent. <laughs> you're like I'm never gonna be able to do this, especially when we were gonna record on Saturday. You're like I don't know how this is gonna happen. Yeah. You know, and and I I just kept telling you I'm like all you gotta do, man. You just got to get to Rome. You got to get to Rome because these enemies. Once you can, once you can set up camp in that HOH, the game to me, like, I think a lot of the criticism about imbalance and all that is bullshit, man. Because once you set up shop here, you can just go back in. He fucking, he don't have to do it. Just he brings them back to life. Whatever you can just fight blizzards. Literally, just walk around in a U outside of that monolith and grind at fucking like warp speed because these enemies are worth a fuck ton of experience and i grinding here i blew i was blowing through levels at this point uh to get to where i would ultimately end up god that sounds familiar i think i was doing that in my first playthrough like when, when i the, the one time i beat this game this that sounds so familiar just what just doing the you outside the model gr- no just grinding here because oh, like yeah Honestly, this game we talked about this in a couple episodes. I think there's not actually a lot of great grinding spots in this game. Like the returns for battles is, are a little shitty. Roan is the shit, and they even and this is to to the, I think you know you talk about just balancing and like whatever. Like the things here, and we'll get into the, the you know the, there's there's things here that are ultra fucked. Those bullwongs, man. Like you cannot when you first get here. When I first got here, they just vape your party they just fucking wipe you immediately and like you don't actually start hitting those until you go over that like little that second little island just west of the monolith island so if you just hang by the monolith you're only fighting the blizzard cyclops those things that we talked about that are right outside the cave and those while not easy are manageable and yes, you might lose a character you might get hurt but it doesn't cost you anything to just walk back in there 
and fucking talk to that guy and let yeah. the light shine upon thee. <laughs> you know, if you, if you just, save, even if you die, like you don't need gold at this point. Right. Yep. Doesn't matter. So yeah, it's fucking it to me. I think it's a little misguided. The the criticism. Well, I don't know because if I if I had mm. to guess, here here would be my guess. They found that to be a little fucked up, and this seems a little like very quickly placed. This is a one tile uh, monolith thing. You go in, it's this little tiny room, and it's this dude that just does the exact thing that you need to dispel all of the criticism that you just said. Like, okay, fine, fuck it. We fucked up this part of the game. We fucked up the cave to Roan. Uh, whatever. Just put in a guy who just heals them and brings them back to life, and they can save Overly their... Overly compensatory. Are you, are you suggesting it should have been, that there, that there shouldn't have been? In this the, guy? In, in the optimal game design of... If you... Say if you don't say like you change everything like give mm-hmm. if if all, all thing all other things being equal are you saying that an optimal design choice would have been to make it more balanced and easier and possible even I guess to go from <laughs> Baran all the way to the end of the game and not have this that dude this this flying J truck stop on the way yeah I suppose so I mean like it would just be like a more gentle slope up instead of such a steep climb it's like the steep climb you get up there and then it kind of like levels off and you can just take your you can take care of things but like yeah th- this this part is i don't know it it, it it does scream to me a little bit of a poor design i i like i mean i'm it glad had... it's there i mean because like you know the game to your point it's, it's probably not beatable without this it's definitely not beatable without this so, but there you go i i like that it like because to me, I mean, I, this is what I mean. I, I liked that I, I used the verbiage victory lap. I liked that the cave to Rhone was this really, and I, and, I, and honestly, we'll get to it. But I think this is deliberate, as I, as again, I kind of talk through this with you guys because the way that the way Hargon's castle is, man, is not like yeah, you got the many bosses. They're not. It's easy. not hard. But yes, there's there's no you know there's no random encounters in there. There's no it's very I don't know it's it, a victory lap. I don't know a better way to say it. Like it it is like it's a celebration of the end of the game. You've already done the hard part. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you've you've busted your ass. You you went through that meat grinder. You know Hargon's ass is grass. Well. <laughs> if, if you're if you're sufficiently high enough level, because like again, when I got even though I spent so much time trying to grind to get to what I thought was like a good enough level to get through the cave and still was running, even there, getting through, you know, like I said, I think at like level twenty six, and just getting my ass handed to me by the giants and stuff up there and blizzard all the time, I was like, oh my gosh, how much more do I have to grind? You know, I'm like, well, that's even, but, but 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 that's still, the thing though. But that's what I mean. Like I, if I couldn't make it. Like, at one point, I just made it to Hargon's castle just to see, like, can I run there and just to see, you know, if I can make it. But the fact that I was still being whacked and, like, two-shotted by people, I'm like, I can't I can't be high enough level yet to get there. And, like, because I don't know, to your point, like, I don't know what Hargon's castle is going to be like. Like, I don't know if there's going to be, if it's going to be crazy with all right. kind of crazy new enemies or if it's going to be just him, you know. So, I'm still, like, if I can't defeat these freaking Autobots and whatever these random things and giants and blizzards, like, easily like if it's always like uh, i'm not sure then i'm clearly not ready yet so like it was no man that's 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 how these games we talked about the march k this is the march k point jab this is the thing Mm. you like you and this is why i play this way 
all these games this way because I know that's the best way to, that's the safest way to do it. And I am conservative on this front. And I like the idea that you work harder than you feel the need to work harder than you actually have to work ultimately, you know? And like, yes, you get through that. Like, it's really hard to get through that cave, but once you're up here, like you're, you're, you don't know how it's going to be. You don't know if you need to work harder. You don't know if you need to grind further. You, you will, if you want to take the safe approach, but you have the option to just be like, fuck it and barrel into it, you know? And you, you can, you can, what? I, 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 I like that that, I like that that's here. I like that that, again, it's, it's, you can it, you can definitely it makes it, it, if you, especially if you work harder and you grind up here like I did before you go into the castle that castle is just I mean it's I, I still saves come through those mini bosses I'll say that now but like I like that I went in there thinking I wasn't ready and ended up just beating the game. Like, I, I I liked that. The same thing happened with Roan, too, even, to be honest with you. You know, I mean, granted, that was safe scum enabled, but, you know, like, you know, I didn't, I had no expectation of getting through there at all, regardless of what I did. <laughs> and I and I did, you know. Uh, and I understand, again, that's, safe, that's purely safe scum driven. I'm not at all trying to suggest that that isn't harder than where you're at in the game. Uh, I can't wait to talk about what their suggested levels are in the fucking unveiled secrets for those things. Oh man, it's not what I did. I know that, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, uh, but yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I think I think it plays together. I think it's by design the way this is. I don't think that's a cheap design choice. That monolith being there, I think it's essential. I think it's calculated, and I loved it. And I, it felt to me organic and entirely that this guy would be. He again, it's the last bastion of that infrastructure we spoke about the crests the Rub- wizard of Rub- rubus wizard whatever like that whole system that they put in this is the last bastion of of that you know the last little thing that they they set up to help whoever has to deal with the shit when it goes down you know mm-hmm. um and i, I like that in any event, uh, yes. So we get here. You'll do some grinding, uh, or I did some grinding. Get those those free recovery services. But uh, once you start adventuring through here, you will eventually head northwest and find a thickly forested path that circles all the way counterclockwise around a lake that leads to a sandy approach to a castle. There's also a little. You can go like halfway, maybe like eleven o'clock, and then there's like a little road you can go to approach the castle from the east too, but into that circle. But I didn't even notice that the first time I went all the way around the entire clock, basically, to, mm-hmm. to get here. Uh, and to me, it feels more epic to do that. So I like yeah, that approach anyway. <laughs> yeah. So you walk up to this thing, and inside the castle, when you enter it, oh, is man. it is the least expected thing I have ever encountered in an RPG. And I've just said that a bunch of times about a bunch of other shit. But I walked into this castle, and I was like, what the fuck is this? This is incredible. This is incredible. It is an exact mirroring of Maidenhall Castle. The guard at the entrance says, "Welcome to Maidenhall." Oh. All the stores seemingly function. All the people say the same shit. The king is still there at the bottom of the steps to the throne room. He's telling you to go fulfill your destiny, so on and so forth. The chest next to him is still there and empty. The treasure chest, the treasury chests are empty. And like, I would love to know, Jab, you didn't, you didn't pillage. Did you fence test this? You didn't pillage the treasury um, originally. Is are those chests empty for you? Uh well, I didn't take them originally and I did not check them this time either. Right, I didn't expect that you did, but that's what I want to know. Is, yeah, I can certainly run that. Yeah, I'm very curious to know 
they probably are. They're probably empty. But it would be They're... so fucking amazing if they weren't. Well, the if one, were... anyways, yes, yes, you you will talk about this. But yes, one that I did check was empty. Yeah. Well, the one next to the king, yes. But that yeah. one should be empty. It's going to be empty for everyone. You have to, No one's going to leave that shit there at the end of the game. So, <laughs> Uh, you know, that one's definitely gonna be empty. But yeah, knowing whether the treasury ones, like I said, I, 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 if they are not empty because you didn't pillage that fucking treasury, that would be incredible. I will, I might have to masturbate right here. That'll be the first live ma- oh, yes. masturbating on the podcast. <laughs> Probably not the first. <laughs> Our podcast, I mean, not yeah, I'm sure oh, okay, ours. Yeah. Well, actually, wait a minute. That's not the first. <laughs> you guys just didn't know. Cam's off. Uh, the, 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 <laughs> Okay, so yes, so the only wonky things I found here that are at all different from what they should be if I were to go to Mine Hall in my game normally is you can't use the stairs or the whirlpool. So you can walk on them, but nothing happens. It's just like walking on another brick tile. So yeah. that was the one one difference. So that what that means is no throne room access and no dungeon prison access because the first thing I was thinking, and we'll get to oh. that this later, but before... Checking this, I was wondering if I could clown farm here, and that would have been also fucking incredible to me. That that if if you could do that here, and that's a that's a storied pastime of Torland uh, inhabitants uh, that we'll get to in the Tales of the Grind. If you don't know what it is, clown farming. I mean, wait a minute, but you're also missing another difference. You can also not use the resurrection, like the House of Healing, also doesn't work. He that doesn't says, work. That doesn't. That's not a functioning now. H O H in in Mindhall Castle. Oh, it's not. No, yeah, it's just like we talked about. It. I, I, yeah, I. I guess I never use it. So right, yeah, it's it's just like a. Uh, it's, it's like an information God. booth. We talked. Yeah, we. I think we called it's like, like return to the house of healing when you. <laughs> yeah, he's like, like, like go. He, he tells you. Him? Yeah, he tells you to go find them in other places that they can like. Uh, that they yeah. can heal you then. if you find them throughout the world. Yeah, so it's just an information booth. So yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> it's not supposed to work. Uh, and then you know, it's we'll fucking talk about it after, but like. I don't know. I I I can't wait to see if you guys clock this or not with those stores because the stores they look like they work. They don't actually work. They mm-hmm. they they they. It's just such an elaborate for again with the tools that they have to build this game with. They this is such a deception. It's so good. It's so fucking good of a fucking creative thing to to build into this story world and Wait this a minute. game structure. What are you talking about? I didn't try to buy anything at those stores. I, I never either, even actually. I, I didn't uh, I, I, well, I can't wait to get into it, but baby steps, guys. Baby steps. Oh my God. So, uh, wandering around here and marveling at the peaceful serenity uh, of this ruse of his home. Uh, it's got the Todd, music and everything, by the way. Everything. Everything. It's a fucking identical. Todd realized that he did not possess the charm of Rubus and had no real fucking clue where or how to get it. So I had to get out my pod notes and start fine-tooling the word Rubus to see what I could dig up and what to do now. So I'm going through my shit. Way back in episode three, I had a dialogue dialogue note from someone that said we should visit the wizard Rubus living in the depths of the sea after we had all five crests. And that was how I light-bulbed to what to do here. So... Mm. When we did the sea cave, I didn't have the life crest yet. And again, that's what I think those guys are talking about. That's what I think yeah. the wizard is. That's what I think I have to go to to get the fucking charm. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to have to go back and fucking talk to those 
fucking clown lovers or something again. Like, <laughs> you know, like that's the only thing. Okay, so I do that. I spent an entire Sunday morning on it mm-hmm. because I decided to also do some guitar. I didn't. I didn't map the sea cave when I first went through it. So I'm like, okay, if I'm gonna have to go back and I can, I'm, I'm a little more leveled now. I can kind of oh just God, fucking. Dude. So I made maps of the whole sea cave. I go all the way down there, get the same sassy wizard shit, different dungeon day. <laughs> and I'm talking this time. So I've, I, I, again, I, I'm just talking to the fucking soldiers because fuck it, I'm here. And like, I, then I like made that, like talking to them again after that fucking rubric, what's, what's it called? The uh, Rube Goldberg machine of fucking things. I fucking, I talked to this guy a second time, one of these soldiers and it fucking hits me and I'm like, oh fuck, it's a different, he's not talking about here. He's talking about a different <laughs> wizard in a different cave. Oh. Fuck. Princess <laughs> is in another castle. Sorry. Right. Precisely. Precisely. So yes. So, and there's a, mo- so like I get out my map. And I'm like looking at the world map, and like I, you know, the fucking one we have is the pack end is useless. It's too fuzzy. So I have to go to Mike's RPG map, and I'm like, I'm like parsing the fuck out of it, like looking everywhere, like what the fuck, and boom, there it is. Yes, a monolith. What you're looking for is one fucking tile. Yep, a single oh. tile island, a number of clicks to the north of this sea cave. So fucking victory. Yeah, I like, I, <laughs> it's just, it was so fulfilling. You know, like brutal. And all the bullshit I did, but that's what these RPGs are intending to do to you. They're they're trying to put you through hell. And uh, at least comparative to modern day stuff. Back then, it was just the way games were. <laughs> you know, and, and we enjoyed it. We loved it. <laughs> or some of us did. Not everyone, I guess. But uh, we absolutely loved that. So, yeah, it was fucking... That, that is how I hit old Rubus up. And it was absolutely beautiful to me that it had that flowchart. So, Jay, you already mentioned... You remembered. Jab, did you... Was that something that you fucking had to fucking bump into shit to get to? Or was that a flowchart you remembered? So I vaguely remembered that island having this the function that we, I think, will explain presently. But so I had a, I had a similar thing. Uh, or I had, I had something happen to me on this little... A funny thing happened on the way to the Charm of Rubris. So I go, I get the life crest, and I know, okay, I'm like, okay, I have to make the Charm of Rubris, blah, blah, blah. So I go to the thing, and I go down there, and nothing happens. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? So I Google something. I'm like, you know, like Charm of Rubris. And it's like, oh, when you have all the five crests. And I was like, okay, I definitely got all five. I went and checked my status. Four. It's like I, a safe state. You had, you thought you had done something that you didn't do. <laughs> probably. Yeah, right. If yeah. I had to guess, what it turned out was I didn't have the fucking water crest. That's, that's an easy one to fix. At least. Did you well, easy, did you know what, where it was? Offhand? I knew exactly where it was. Okay, but like okay. you said, I must have like I must have like gotten it, and then like something happened, and I saved state, and I just like continued right. on with the thing I was doing after that, and you know, fucking duh. Um, but yeah, so I didn't have them all, so I had to go run and get that. It's like you know, you're fucking walking in there. I guess I wasn't that leveled up, but like you know, you walk up to these gremlins and the fucking you're peering at them through the gate. You know, through those fucking jail doors, and they're just like they know what's coming. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah they're they're hissing. They they hit. They like they they say something. They, I I think it's like an yeah. I thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I fucking open the door. I'm like, sword. yeah, yeah. That's a beautiful one. Like you know, especially if you role play it like in a you know you had whatever been there. Maybe they're new ones. I don't know. Like how you ever want to do that? But like, yeah, you're way further along in the game than you're supposed to be, and like you see them through the bars, and you're like, they know, you know. Yeah, it's like. This is Sorry, guys. Down. Yeah, this is, I. you know, 
I got him. <laughs> like, I know it's not really fair, but I, I you got some shit I need. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> no other way to resolve this. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm fucking here to save the world. We got to take care of this real quick. So I took care of it real quick, ran over, got the thing, and then, yeah, I was good to go. When you do head into the island monolith, wow, is it a whole to-do. <laughs> you have to pass through seven floors of tiny rooms surrounded by ocean. As you proceed to an empty altar on the bottom floor, which is surrounded by sand, in my mind, meaning this room is in the bedrock of the ocean. And that's really fucking cool. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going through those stairwells, man. And I'm like, again, I don't, I haven't been here. I don't know this exists. I've never been to this in the game. And I'm like, <laughs> am, like am I in a broken loop? Or like, is this an actual because they're the same size it's not mm-hmm. there's no difference it's just the same shit over and over it's like when what's exactly what's happening and like i don't even know you know i have, there's no way for me to know that this is exactly right i don't know that this is the actual place i need to be <laughs> you know just who knows so yeah they again just they're doing such a good job of building in doubt about whether or not this is right uh mm-hmm. so many places here in the late game so you get to the altar room, and you step into the white tile in the middle of the four stars of David. Flames appear on all four of those stars. A dialogue box pops up, and you hear a ditty called the Spirit of Rubus. I hear a mortal voice calling me. Ah, three descendants of Erdrich. Yes, I shall help thee. I am Rubus, an enchanter, and long ago I promised Erdrich to help when the time came. Now is the time. Receive now my charm and my spell of protection, and let me turn your Erdrich sword into the light sword so you don't feel like a bitch. The four flames <laughs> extinguish one by one, and you now have the charm. <laughs> gentle man, or gentle ma, and jab. This felt so good. So, so, so good yeah. to me. Figuring out, with some research, taking my notes, then trial and error, then revisiting the conversation, then consulting the map, then hitting pay dirt. It is just gorgeous unfolding of game progression. Back to Hargon's castle, not generated by AI, generated by human beings in 1990. The So I sold a spare sort of... So we're, we're talking about the things... We, we got into it before the break about the, the things that this castle presents to you as deceptions, as ruses. And this is a beautiful one, man. So I sold... When I, I get in here and I'm like fence testing shit and I sell a sword of destruction a sword of D to the tool shed there I hit the inn for one last carefree hurrah uh, hotel party before getting into the muck and then I use the charm of Rubus right and the the copy it does it says with one hand Todd held aloft the charm of Rubus and I really like that they tossed in the with one hand it's good storytelling like specificity (laughs) I noticed that too Uh, yes And then Todd could hear a force drawing near. It said, Todd, be not deceived by false visions. And then, boom, all the bullshit falls away. The periphery of the castle becomes swamp. There's only animated, the only animated sprites you see are flames, a la Castle Moonbrook. And there's a couple of gremlins by an empty throne just ahead of the entrance there. 
There, you can see like barrier tiles here and there, but unlike Charlock, it seems like Hargon, I would say Hargon's gardening budget management is, is doing just fine. There's there's actually some ornate courtyards with crystal clear blue ponds. Like it's it's much, much more well kept than, than the <laughs> Dragon Lord's digs. Uh, and it made for a gorgeous graph paper map that you can find a link to in the show notes. It will of course be on the socials with the rest of my mapping cachet. As we roll this episode out, I think Lord said, well, Al is right. I think I need to do something with this map cache. He keeps suggesting that I need to do, like, publish a book with these things, these maps. Like, I have, how many side quests have we done now? Five? I have, like, all these fucking, like, six, seven, eight of them each. Like, I think if I publish them with some sort of art, you know, original artwork, I think there's something there. I, th- I think there's a, a commercial venture there. Or at least a really nice marketing tool, one or the other. But, uh... Have some AI generate some artwork for you, and then right. just slap that shit together and sell it and give the money to Able Gamers Foundation. That is a fucking good idea. I'm pretty smart. <laughs> <laughs> so I also noticed after the shit fell away, yes, this is where the fucking shoe drops, man. I noticed that the instay and the selling of the sword had reverted to not having happened. Oh, nice. My HP and my MP were as they were when I had entered prior to the instay, and I still had the sword in my inventory. That's dope. Oh, it's fucking so really? good. Yeah, it's so good. I didn't good. even try to fuck with the shops, honestly. I, I knew it would be bullshit in some way. So I, <laughs> yeah, I expected it would, but when it worked, I was like, fuck, that's wild. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I did not. I was not able to clock whether the... I didn't think to anyways, and I wasn't going to load for it, but the... I didn't know, I couldn't, I'm not sure whether the 12 gold I spent for the instay had been refunded, but I really, really hoped it had not. <laughs> like, not, not only pockets your money. Right, yeah, that's fucking, it'll be so good. Can you imagine the, this fucking, this scene playing out, like, in a movie or something? Like, this is just so well done. This, it's this so is, good, man. This is it's awesome. It's so good. It's so fucking good. So the other big thing about this, and I could not believe it was the case is we kind of touched on it for the tower, but there's no random encounters here either. And that, again, just completely unexpected. And I think throughout all this, it just builds so much suspense. It's yes. such a good, deliberate tool, I think, for what the end of this game, I in hindsight, I wanted it to feel like. And it's really, really good. Uh, but yes, we mentioned those flames. So let's break down what will be our final round of Eternal Sad Boy Flame Chatter. And there are three fire sad boys roaming the throne room here. One says, Thou hast come to Maidenhall. Another says, Greetings. I am the keeper of this inn. And then the last says, Welcome to Bragall's Tools. May I help thee? And I think it is so goddamn interesting that these people are delusional about what's happening here, just like in Moonbrook. They just can't come to grips with the reality of it or whatever it would be. They're, I don't know if you're, you can play the, excuse me, two ways. One, that they do know and they can't like accept it. Or two, that they are incapable of perceiving it. Either way, it's interesting. And also, they're like, it's not, it's different now. It's the same, but different. It's like, they tweaked this. So it's like the same dialogue, but different. And then also, also, who the fuck is Braggall? That's what, that's, I wrote that down in my yeah. notes. I was like, why I Google, I tried to Google it. And, and like, there's, it's not a, it, I expected that it was going to be like either an Easter egg or a reference to some sort of, of maybe the Japanese version. I don't know, like something. But that, that word, B-R-A-G-O-L, nothing, nothing. On, on the interwebs, nothing. So huh. what is that? <laughs> what is that? Ah, oh, crazy. Both the East and West Courtyard Flames are just, they just give you five dot ellipses 
ellipsis. Uh, so just dot, 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 dot. Uh, they don't say anything. And then the gremlins spout off some very well-crafted shit-talking when you approach these dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these guys say, The fool's paradise suited thee better. Thou shall regret meddling in Hargon's affairs. And that's great. That's just really, really good copywriting there. And these guys turn into gold bat boons, which just is definitely not some bullshit. So, you know, again, we've kind of oscillated on, like, our complaints about these mini-boss deals. Like, this is a, a, a I think I, I, I talk to these guys, and I'm like, these better not be evil clowns, and they are not evil clowns. <laughs> gold bat boons are uh, some real shit, for sure. Uh, you can piss some MP up a wall, step guarding through hallways that branch off from the entrance to the east and west. But they didn't seem to lead anywhere when I first explored them, so I kind of just thought they were runaround. Um, so you do those, and you're kind of like, okay, what the fuck? Where do I go? What ha- What do you got to do next? Uh, I channel some of my DW1 experience and tried searching around behind the throne room was my next step. And I was really like, I did that again. I've had all these little drops here and I'm like, Ooh, Ooh, what are they? Oh, they're going to give me another one here. They're going to give me another one. The step that I'm going to search behind the fucking throne. There's going to be a stairway there and I'm going to have to masturbate again. (laughs) And, uh, unfortunately not the case, but they kind of do it. They kind of, kind of do it. Uh, but to find that, uh, it took me, I had to go back to, so I go back, I'm like, I, it doesn't work, so I'm like, fuck, what now? So I go back to those tiny rooms, and when you go in them, you get that view change oh. of where, yeah, where you can see the inside of the rooms oh, on okay. the map, right? Just like when you walk in a, a, a room in a building in one of the towns or something, and doing that in the left one, in the west one, shows you the jailer key door behind the throne room on the wall there. Okay. So. I didn't find that. I had to look that up and I found it to be a little bullshitty, but now I re- I <laughs> I uh I revoke my complaint. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely let you do it. They they breadcrumb you there if you you really are thorough. So, yeah, I, it, I mean like I said, that kind of hit the nostalgia vein there, so I give them I'll, I'll give them the points. You have to word some points there, I think. Uh I also got some fun copy here going back to the door. You know, I saw it there, but I didn't really entrench the memory of wh- which tile it was on. So I go back there and I use the jailer key, jailer key door key on the wrong place on the wall. Nope. And the copy it gives you when you use the jailer key in an incorrect place says, there is no prison here. <laughs> which, which I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of metaphorical stuff you could do with that. Like, uh, what about this prison we call life? <laughs> And heading through that door takes you into a gauntlet of step guard MP sucking barrier tile sections. It's the 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 hard one too, like the I kind of like when I look at that tile pattern. Like you have the the white and blue diagonal ones are kind of the baseline ones. The the more intense ones that take the thirty MP or thirty HP from you, those kind of look like uh, a electronic schematic. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's that's I'm, what I I'm think of. I'm in electrical engineering and like yeah. that is exactly, I see like schematics, wiring diagram. Yep. Yes. Which I see these, are, execution. these, these are for these, these at, at this time, game programmers, there's a lot of overlap between those two things. A lot of them are coming from semi semiconductor, semiconductor work and stuff like David Crane worked in semiconductors before he started programming games. That's like, a, that's a big overlap at this time period. So I have to think that's some schooling stuff coming, shining through in the creative design teams shit you know yeah absolutely uh, which, like i said I, I do like engineering electrical engineering light and circuit design and semiconductors is essentially my major so yep 
Way to go. <laughs> Pretty fun. There are empty chests in both the rooms in the northwest and northeast corners of this, the fucking savages, but that's it for obvious POIs up here. So again, I get stuck. And I'm just like, I'm literally, I'm wandering around this room, dudes. I am just holding every single thing in these fuckers' inventories aloft. I'm tooting on flutes, so on and so forth, but with nothing popping. And I just decided I have to now search every one of these fucking tiles oh, no. on barracks. So, yes, Jesus I search Christ, every dude. tile in this room and nothing, you no payoff. You must not have used every what? item. Well, like, you have to use the item on a certain tile. You can't just use it anywhere. Yeah, that, that tile's a little the, implicit. I yeah, like, I agree. In hindsight, <laughs> it does attract your attention there, but I didn't make the connection. I didn't do it. And like I said, and it's one thing. I think I might even have tried. I might I might have used the charm Arubis there. Yeah, but that's not the one. You have to go back to the Eye of Malroth here, right? And that is interesting. I did not expect to have to use that again. That was very unexpected to me. So, golf clap, again, for that, for making you work for it. So, good job, guys. So, you do that, and a I think it just teleports you there. I don't think there's any stairway bullshit. It just takes you to this tower, uh, or to this space, and the tower music is playing, the tower theme music is playing, and you could see blue sky outside the wall. So, you're definitely, it's, it's I believe, you're going up, up here. I think there's actually yeah. a text drop where they say, like, it, 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 like, transports you to the top of the castle or something. Okay. That's cool. I didn't I didn't jot the note down. And again, that's one of the downsides of playing on the handheld emulator. We'll get into it later, but like to I can I can like freeze the game. But in if I'm playing on a on my emulator, it's I, all I have to do is click off the window and it freezes freezes the screen. But like mm-hmm. if I'm playing I have to like hit the, these two buttons on my handheld emulator to freeze the screen and, like, write ah. copy down sometimes, and I miss shit sometimes. That's the one downside. So I don't know for sure. Um, please forgive me, Loric Disciples. I missed the one thing, if that's the case. Mm. So there's some runaround up here, but it's surprisingly linear and straightforward, I would say. Like, I, uh, much like the No Random Encounters thing, I was kind of shocked there wasn't more bullshit. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's like you... You do have to, like, walk around things. It kind of has, like, some of those towers earlier in the game have this mechanic where you it, it will, you know, force you to walk. It, like, attracts you with those in-cutting things on the rooms, on the, on, the, on the building ceilings to attract you somewhere. Maybe you don't need to go and you really need to walk into a side of it that doesn't have one of those inlets, whatever. But this one's pretty straightforward. You can see the places you need to go and you might have to walk to get there, but there's no random encounter, so who cares, you know? So it is just, I think another moment of intentionally building suspense of making you spend time here waiting for the shoe to drop and it not dropping is storytelling. So that's really good. Uh, so much. It was so boring that I didn't even map. Like I had no inclination to map this, mm. which the end of Shocking. the game. Like, yes. I map every one of the end of these games. So I, yeah, I just, it was to me, it was too boring. So I did not do so right before the steps up to the fourth floor. You do get your first battle in here. It is an auto battle with an atlas. And this Ugh. is... <laughs> that's, a, that's the perfect uh, onomatopoeia. <laughs> it's a new orange and blue palette swap. An advancement of the Cyclops giant enemy tree that we just first encountered when we got to Rome. And by the numbers, these things have 250 HP, no MP, 195 attack power, 200 defensive power... 63 AG, 
1100 XP and 250 gold. They have no abilities, but they have max resistance to everything but surround and defense. And this dude, he, he seemingly keys on, in my case, he, he was seemingly keen on one character and just punishes the shit out of them. <laughs> okay. Also uh, in my case. Yeah, he was just fucking hammering on uh, my POC. It was, oh, yeah. it, was, it was brutal. I feel like in all of these, it was just my POC. Yeah, I feel like he gets just the get keyed on. I was like, God, Lee, just stay off him, dude. Yeah, stay, he gets. The, I back. feel like he gets the shit too. Yeah, for uh, I, I concur. I wonder what. I wonder what the if that's just because he's also the weakest one by comparison as far as armor and stuff goes. You know, so is it just us perceiving that in a favoritism way, or is there actually math underlying math? But that, it's also odd because at this point, like he has the shield of strength, right? Like you're. Your princess doesn't have a shield of strength. But she's got like, the waterfine no clothes. Shield. The waterfine clothes are better than anything the POC has. Unless you got in the mm. mink coat like I did. Which we'll oh, get yeah, to later. So. <laughs> Even then, it's still it's still better, I think. But not by as much as what I definitely had the save scum until he attacked my Prince of Maidenhall. And then I would just like hope for... I mean, I was fucking save scumming like each round. Like if he attacked <laughs> Prince of Maidenhall, I saved. I, I am very uh, interested uh, to to hear what level you guys came in here as because I had zero problem with these dudes. Dude, they I'll tell you right they now, keep man. they keep <laughs> on my they keep on my Prince of Kanek. And so like I ended up getting the Hargon with my Prince of Kanek dying. The so I was pissed off and had to like come back. But like other than them just keying on him, I just like swiped these dudes down. Oops. Well especially this one. I you know I, I I they were all difficult for me. I mean I needed some fortuitous RNG as well to get through here. Oh. But I was, you know, you don't, I didn't realize it here, of course. Uh, but once I realized that I am now in a boss rush, which was, couldn't have been less expected uh, any more mm-hmm. so than all the other end game shit that I've loved. So that was, you know, not, I didn't think I'd be doing, but like bosses usually have some sort of, you know, chink in their armor. They have like some, there's like a weak point that you need to exploit. And that's how they seem hard or impossible, but there's always like some little thing that you can do to not fuck up your overall plan here, overall fucking journey. And yeah, so I'm thinking they have some sort of fucking thing. So I am trying to find these on all these things. I'm trying to find whatever. And in hindsight, like the, he, I mean, I was trying those spells on all these guys. I go through and I'm trying those spells that like, I don't ever use stop I spell defeat defense for sure would do it. Okay. What? Yeah. Um, yeah. He's max resistance to defeat. So yeah, not the case. So he, he does have, as I mentioned with the, the stats, he has low surround and defense. So I tried the defense spell and it was, Todd was still only doing 40, 50 damage. So it, mm-hmm. that was not any sort of like big boon, even if it did work. And that's one I don't think, I don't know if it says ineffective or not, but Either way, you don't get, like, a, it's not a binary thing either way. So, like, even if it doesn't say that, like, even if it doesn't, even if it does when it doesn't work or they have max resistance, say that this, you know, did nothing or whatever. Even if it doesn't have that and it works, you don't know by how much. So, you know, there's no, I wasn't sure whether it was beneficial or not either and way. And I also don't know if it stacks. So, like, I was doing, I was right. doing increase for, to increase my defense and then defense to reduce his defense. And... I could get both of them to work. I mean, increase obviously worked on me, and then on occasion I got um, defense to work on him. Though he was, he did resist it sometimes. I might have gone from like thirty-two damage to like forty-one. 
So I think it, I think it worked a little bit, but like okay. it, you know, not. I get what else would I do? Because that's that's one of the bad things about this mini boss is he's immune to everything except for melee attacks, and you only have one good melee character. Yep. Well, that I would say that. I don't know. I guess that'll be interesting to hear. The fact you say that suggests otherwise. But suggest you're amateurs. That's what that suggests. <laughs> that was how you did it then, Jay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Very. To me, that's how all these characters like they were all like the rest. Of the whole end of this game. I mean, we said we said that about this whole game, really. That you really you don't have these characters. The support characters are nerfed. At you know, there are, you get like a little. We, we bitched about how early game they're useless. Then like here, yeah, you get them the fucking falcon sword, and it becomes a little bit useful for a while. But here in the end game, you're they're they're they are nothing but like they are trying to. They are like like I visualize the the visual the the the, the, the visual analogy of like they're just like standing behind them like eh, fucking trying to keep them from falling down <laughs> like right. fucking holding them up wow. yeah like that's all they're doing is just like propping all the right. fucking the guy up so you had a very different playthrough than me let me let me let me drop some knowledge on you let me tell you how it should have gone for you how it could have gone for you look at this motherfucker's so, level this motherfucker's 33 yeah <laughs> so i didn't get to 33 <laughs> <laughs> exactly um so i would attack with gentlemen who would eat with gentle ma who would easily do like 80 damage or something whatnot and then so first i would attack with him and then follow with increase in defense spells like mm-hmm. automatically and then on the next turn like i'm gonna attack with gentle ma again but then i'm gonna attack also with the prince of because Ke- he's he's still doing like he can, he can do up to 50 right now depending on you know how it swings 30 to 50 depending on how it lands and then explode it on the princess and like these dudes are nothing. Like I had no problems except for the one who ends up. Well, I don't think ex- explode it won't work on him. Not he Atlas. has max. Yeah, he I know. Has max- I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I dropped that like just as part of it. But like on this guy, like yeah, I, I hit that, but didn't even need it because like I'm attacking with those attacks and then he's done. That's that brings something up with the spell stuff. We'll talk about that later when we get to the spell section, Tales of the Grind. But there's something I just thought of with spells that is a real problem with this game. Mm. Um. Okay. So yeah. I need an RNG, however you beat him. You beat this guy, you will go through and you get to the next floor. And then it's same thing. No enemies, no random encounters up here. You got to walk through. The, this floor is kind of, it's got some offshoots too that it kind of lures you into. And there might even be some chests in there. I can't remember. But whatever the case, right before the stairway going up to the fifth floor, you get a furthering, you get another mini boss, an auto battle. And it's a furthering of the Bat Boon enemy lineage with a dope ass purple palette look to it that is called Bazuzu. And that is when I realized I was in a boss rush. I was yeah. like, oh, shit. Okay, I'm going to, every floor, I'm going to have to do some serious shit here on every one of these. So this character, by the numbers, also has 250 HP, has infinite MP, 127 attack power, 160 defensive power, 75 agility, 1530 experience, 240 gold. Who cares about that? So completely immune to stop spelling defeat and fairly resistant to everything, right? So spell magic is not like not gonna work out for you yeah his spell book is fucking packed he's got defeat explode it fire main heal all sacrifice and sleep like brutal a brutal repertoire of fucking (laughs) arcane capability you know and i started trying this is when i was just like i'm just getting vaped and i am (laughs) 
trying every spell in my spellbook, dude. Like, buffs included for the first time. And it, this thing is just absolutely fucking wrecking me, man. Like, none of the attack spells, so I could, again, explode it, fuck off. Like, nothing. Like, none of the attack spells are doing anything. Defense wasn't working. But I get to sleep actually works on this motherfucker. Really? Like, I died to him a few times, and when I finally got to sleep off on him, my first time making that happen, and it works, and it, it keeps him, it kept him asleep the whole fucking time. Wow. Blew my absolutely blew my mind. Like, could yeah, I just again totally unexpected, and yeah, I was able to just chip away at his ass with him doing nothing to me, and that's how I got through him. So okay. again, I, I feel like that is just like the most <laughs> random lucky RNG ever. Like, there's no way that that's how you're supposed to be beating this guy. I don't know. <laughs> wow, the fact that you died to him, Josh. I'm I'm just oh, I just. I feel so much better about myself just hearing you guys yeah, talk about level 33, man. Jesus it sounds like you definitely played the game the best. <laughs> I mean, this guy wasn't even a thought. Like, the minute he throws a spell, I'm like, oh, stop spell for you, and okay. now you die. Well, you think, you're, you think you're so expert, Jay. How about this? On death, this guy drops, uh, has a loot drop, and it's the mysterious hat. Oh, I didn't get that, so that's not automatic, it turns out. I oh, it's definitely not automatic. No, oh, that's okay, what I'm okay. saying. I definitely didn't get a hat. Right. So <laughs> I see this and I am like, what the fuck is that? Uh, so the POM can't equip it. So I'm like, dope. She can't have a helmet. So that's great to see. It adds four defensive power, I noticed. Didn't show any signs of cursing, which we'll get into that later. But that's a whole thing. So I expected to be cursed. It didn't seem to do that. But And it could be unequipped without any trouble. So again, affirmed that belief. It seemingly did nothing in battle. And... It's not in Mike's RPG Center at all. <laughs> so how am I to know what it is if even Mike doesn't know, you know? <laughs> so, fucking, yeah, I'm like, whatever. So uh, I turned to the Lord Disciples with this in this little situation, and they came through with flying fucking colors. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, albeit uh, the information was no longer a benefit to me by the time it happened. But this is a very, very rare loot drop. And yeah, I mean, they were like, some of the, the, the hardcore fucking DW2 players were like stoked that this is happening. They were fucking thrilled that this is happening to me. I guess this is a very, very rare thing. And according to the wiki, it's one in 128 uh, occurrences or whatever, yeah, huh. uh, of this happening. And they're, they're, it's not the only one that can drop it. There was one or two other things, but this is the one that you're, you know, um, everyone encounters. So it's even within that absolute certainty you're still only only 128 plays are get, getting this you know so pretty cool and yeah it is the only helmet in the game that the pom can wear and the best one that the poc can don so whoever you give it to it's going to be an improvement oh, over wow. what they're what they're rolling with and more defensive power always uh is always a helpful thing but the real benefit is it reduces the mp cost of spells oh. by 25 percent. yes which what? is and honestly man that's game changer right there. Yes, I don't think I beat the game without it. I flat wow. out, I don't. The way I, the way wow. my end game goes, I don't think it happens without this having been picked up. So yeah, I mean that makes uh, <laughs> heal all go from eight to six. I mean that's unbelievable. Yes. Yep. Huh. Yep. 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 The so that's the Bazuzu, and then the next floor's mini boss is a Zarlox, and this is a tapioca colored bullwong, and those fucking things, bullwongs are they are such bullshit. 
<laughs> in in Roan. Like I was when I saw this thing popped on my screen, I was like, what kind of shenanigans is this fucking prick gonna pull on me, you know? And the plenty, actually. The by the numbers, it is also 250 HP. That's like the stock number for this fucking end of the game. That's like the maximum out. And then also has infinite MP. It has 200 attack power. It has 220 defense power. 120 AG. 2200 experience, 255 gold, which are just insane numbers to put in front of you right before the final boss. Right. Like, what the fuck is he going to be? Right. right, Yeah. There's absolute savages in the lab over there, Enix, to do this to you. Uh, Absolutely brutal. And the the first time I battle him, he just, and like, again, you you get into these things, and like, yes, the RNG and shit can change, but like, the first time I'm battling him, like, this is what I'm thinking I'm perceiving as the way he's going to go or what his deal is. And this motherfucker just cast it, exploded. On auto fucking pilot. <laughs> the first time up against them, he absolutely wiped me with nothing but exploded. The fucker just cast it over and over and over and over and over again. I'm like, how the fuck are you gonna beat a guy that Can't does nothing those. but cast exploded? <laughs> Cannot manage that. Right. Be high, be high enough level that you can heal through it and oh, yeah. hit it back oh, to him. He brutal, did not man. kill me. But he did kill my Prince of Canic, and I was very pissed about that. Because I, uh, I wanted to just make it through the end in one rush without coming back. But with the Prince of Canic dying, I was like, well, I can't even res now. It's like, son of a Did you I'm think so to be off. carrying a world tree leaf? I used it, like, earlier. On. I used it, and since I was like, I'm Same not here. going back through the cave to Rones, because I couldn't take it. Like, yeah, I was like, leaf, right. yeah, you didn't know the thing. Yeah, see, that's, that's uh, yeah, that, that's the that's I, the I thought about it, trust me, because I was like, man, if I had that, then, like, we're done. I, I moved through here, but instead I had to like come back pissed off. <laughs> but yeah, I absolutely yeah. kept one uh, because I am the, the first thing I thought when I got the revive spell was like, that's the motherfucker that dies the most. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, well, I absolutely need to find, have some sort of fucking safety net for that. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, okay. So we cast exploded on fucking, uh, Automatically, uh, and then he also casts heal all. So I'm thinking like, he's using these spells, oh, yeah. and I'm like, okay, this motherfucker's chinking the armors. He gets, it's got to be stop spell. Like this guy's fucking all spells. It's got to be stop spell that you use. I'm like, okay, fair, fair, fair. Nope, incorrect. <laughs> Does not work. <laughs> Absolutely brutal. Absolutely brutal. So yeah, you just gotta. I mean, I just got lucky as fucking the RNG, and he blew. He has a weak fire attack too that he does. Yeah, that's like uh, flames. Yeah, which is a uh, way better. Uh, which it's amazing that just like being set on fire is like your fucking. That's your win state. <laughs> oh, good. I'm only on fire. Right. Yeah. The whole party is is ablaze. Man, I'm lucky. <laughs> yeah. So that's how I, I just got lucky and got that is the only way I beat this guy. Uh, if, if he'd have been if he'd have been on that shit that he was on when I first encountered him, I, there's, I couldn't have beat him. I would I guess I would have had to go back and grind. But um, that's how that went. So you finish him off, and then you come up and you are in Hargon's throne room, and it looks cool, but it's nowhere near as fire as the Dragon Lord's digs. Just as like the the look of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's smaller, of course, for one. There's not you don't have that like you don't like. Dragonlord has that garden, albeit shitty, that you got a like, uh, swamp tile laden garden that you got to go through to get into his little room. You know, there's just more. It looks better, I think, than I found Hargon's one. digs wanting. Yeah, absolutely. And so yeah, and, you know, I, this is the part that's worse too. He has the whole periphery of it are lined with merchant tables. You know, it's such a it's, it's a dog shit design decision. It's the <laughs> yeah, fucking like interior it. interior decorator it's not very needs. Feng shui. Yeah, his gardener's great. His interior designer sucks. 
there are barrier tiles that are set up kind of like a moat all around the circle-shaped room that he's in. And then when you get up here, I noticed all HP is restored automatically. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did. Uh, not your oh, MP. Really? Which is important. But your your HP does. So that's, I don't know, kind of cool, kind of interesting concession. And I guess maybe you have to role-play that as Rubus slipping through with yeah. uh, some sort of little come-up for you right before you get to him. So I get in here. So, yeah, I need MP. So I'm like, ooh. I finally can use this Wizzy ring that I've been holding on to for dear life the whole fucking game that I got from the lottery thing, right? So I use it to bump second time ever. I used it when I first got it to try it out. I have not used it since. I use it here, and it ran out of juice. <laughs> it says, and the, and the copy for that, just since it's the only time we're going to talk about it, uh, reads, PETA slipped on the wizard's ring and spoke a word of magic. The ring crumbled like clay into dust, losing all its power. So that's what happens there when that good runs imagery, out. Of, actually, yep. And then I approached, and you walk up to Hargon, and he says, "Who comes hither to disturb the great Hargon? Dost thou know who I am?" He's got a little bit of King Ostrafer vibes here. Mm-hmm. And then if you you can answer this, and he said, "If you say no, he re, he says, then I shall teach thee the proper respect." And for yes, he says, "Such audacity is unforgivable." And then you head into battle either way. So it's a, it's a, um, a diamond-shaped uh, flow Decision chart. tree. <laughs> Decision tree, yeah, logic chart. Uh, his, his sprite is... His, his sprite? His sprite is... <laughs> yeah, his sprite is pretty gremlin I would say he's got blue skin. He's got big purple ears. He has a robe on with the same Batman logo as the evil clowns. <laughs> it's like a little... Oh yeah, another juggalo, like the apex juggalo with oh the fucking juggalo at heart. Yeah, with <laughs> the Batman shirt. And then he has a staff that's taller than he is in his right hand to even make him kind of more pathetic I think it looks cool. I shouldn't say pathetic. He looks cool and looks imposing, but there is like a little bit of uh, juvenile juvenility to him. So by the numbers, and this is interesting to me, he's the only one of these bosses that has 230 HP mm. uh, instead of 250, right? He's got unlimited MP, of course. That makes total sense. The other numbers drop to 180 attack power, 187 defense power, 150 AG, zero XP, zero gold. He's impervious to all spells except the fire spells, and I was surprised to find, when consulting the wiki after the fact, stop spell, which I did not use on him, just assuming that it would not work. Uh, So I was bummed to read that after the fact. He can cast Heal All, Explode It, and Sleep. And then he has a Sweet Breath attack that can also put you to sleep, so he's got two avenues for that. So, how did it go, guys? (laughs) Pretty freaking quick and easy, like I said. Attack... Attack, then increase defense, then attack and explode it, and like save Bochar for you. Moving okay. on, yeah, okay. it was such a joke. Jab, how many times did you save scum through this one too? Man, as many. Honestly, you know, not as many as I did for Atlas. Atlas honestly was the hardest one for me. Um, and the what? real bitch of it is, he uh, one of the one of the times I got him, but he had already killed. Uh, I think POC. He uh, he dropped uh, the Sword of Destruction, which is a, a rare drop too. Uh, but I think it's not terribly, not nearly. It's it's. I got a bunch of them throughout the game. Okay, there you go. Maybe yeah. not one twenty eight then. Yeah. Um, definitely, but yeah, uh, definitely not as much as Atlas, but uh, plenty. Because I was at to answer your question, uh, Jerry. I was at uh, level twenty five 
What? Right. Yeah, oh main gosh. character 25. Yeah, I, I just didn't have time to play with the end of the semester and everything, so I did not grind like I should have. Okay. Well, I roll into my first go with this dude, and the first round he does nothing. Like, it's, it's said, said he does not like Targon does nothing or whatever, whatever the really just passes the turn. Yeah, oh. I was like, what the fuck is I that? that? I was happened. like, which I get to me role playing that it's like, oh, this motherfucker is just yeah. he's just Mom, looking at his watch. He's, he's, yeah, he's like, Muhammad oh. Ali in my ass right now. This right. motherfucker he's is like, just oh, like, was that yeah. was that supposed to hurt? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, this is before I even done. have a chance to attack. It's him going first. So like, literally, the battle starts and he does nothing. And he's just like. Feel, feeling it out. Yeah, feeling it out. What do you got? Lean into the ropes. <laughs> so the second round, he casts sleep, and it worked on no one. And I thought for sure he's fucking with me here. Like, you know, he's like, yeah, he does you're nothing. good so far. Yeah, then he casts sleep, it does nothing. He's just batting the bunny around before he drops the hammer, you know. So again, suspense, suspense, suspense. I'm getting that vibe throughout all this. Mm. He does cast heal all the third round, which of course recovers what I've done to him. And then he casts sleep for a few more rounds, never working once on anyone, before I got the Hargon was defeated message. And I am just like... Again, just no fucking way. No way that's the end of the game. There's no way. There's yeah, no I mean, way. Dra- Dragon Warrior 1 did this to you. Yeah. Yep. And, it, and that's amazing, too. That it, it got me this time, too. I didn't... I didn't... I mean, I... I knew... I, I had heard that word before. The word I'm about to say. Mm. So I should have... It's Something should have been there, but it wasn't. I, I was able to... I don't know. It's just the, the elation and the immersion of being in it. I don't know what it was, but, like, I didn't... I did not expect, uh, I, I thought, I was like, I was not sure, at least I didn't know, maybe, like, sure, maybe I have to go somewhere else and have another battle, but I didn't think I was going to get, like, oh, he's going, it's, right, it's going to happen right now. And then, I mean, honestly, to boot, though, it doesn't, Yeah, you know, you it, it still fucks with you a little bit. So, yes, he dies, and then you get the copy, thou hast proven a mighty warrior, mightier than Hargon the Great, but there is one even greater than I a sorcerer of the shadow time, a being of pure malice that none shall overcome. I send thee now to meet Malroth. So, okay, like now I know something's going to happen. We're cooking with gas, but nothing happens. And then, this is just specific to me, and this hand clunky little, this is a little bit of clunky thing with the handheld emulator. It just shuts down. <laughs> it just, like, yeah. just shut the game down. I, I shit you not. The game just, and I hadn't saved. It just—I mean, I had saved when I came in this room, but yeah. the game just shuts down. So I'm like, "What the fuck?" And like, this game has fucked with me enough to this point where I'm not sure if it's still fucking with me. I'm not sure if this is my emulator doing this or if this is in the game code and something that's doing something to me here. <laughs> you know, like like the like the, like the Dragonborn in the first one has that thing. If you say yes, the game just it breaks the fourth wall and like the game breaks. You know, so like I didn't know if that's what was happening to me here. And I would have to restart the game. So I, like, go through the menus. You know, <laughs> like, I'm, like, fucking, like, I restart the thing and I go through the menus and, like, see if it's fucking, I'm going to restart the thing. Like, if it's saved in, you know what I mean? If it's, like, saved the game and I have to restart the game. So I just wasn't sure what the fuck to do with this information. But in in conjecture, in hindsight conjecture, I think, so when I, there's, like, a close program option in the menu right next to take screenshot and i think i might have just been excitedly trying to take a screenshot of something mm. and fucking <laughs> turned it off you know uh but whatever that's obviously just specific to me and just uh the mode in which i was playing it but so uh, it was, it was a, like how did they how did your thing shut off like that yeah no, it, it, and, <laughs> yeah it was amazing to me and at the time how like uh, i just didn't know what to do with the information it was great 
But if you don't have your emulator fail on you, as mine did, or do a, a dumb thing yourself, uh, it leaves you in the empty room after that copy with no direction, right? So you actually have to physically turn around and take a few steps towards the exit before some flames appear all around you. And then some of the, they, in addition to the flames, some of those butthole tiles also appear <laughs> on the fucking, on the, on the brick path areas. And then the fucking ground, the shit shakes, and then your Malroth boss battle ensues. And this dude's numbers are just absolute beast. He has 250 HP, again, the max. They'd, they'd have done more, but there must be like a code reason it can't be more. Yeah. <laughs> you know code I mean? capping. Right, yeah. And then he has infinite MP also, of course. And then his, his attack power is 255. His defense power is 255. His agility is 110. And, of course, you don't get anything uh, number-wise for beating him. So defense and surround supposedly work on him, according to the wiki. But, yeah, fucking right. Like, I, you're not. I had defense. Like, I told you, 100%. That's okay. the third spell that gets cast, or the second spell that gets cast immediately. I was too busy healing. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have time for dumb shit. Uh, but, yeah, it's max resistance to all else. So whether those work or not, the other shit doesn't for sure. And the only spiel, only spell he has is heal all, and then he also has a blazing fire attack that hits the full party. So pretty limited option set for what you can get from this character, and you feel that too. I feel like you feel it in the battle. It, 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 like this dude for me was just nonstop heal all in motherfucker. Like you know, it was just an RNG war of attrition. I didn't feel. Huh. I know. I, I spent the whole time feeling like I wasn't making progress. The whole time. Uh, it took me, I don't know, two or three tries to, to, to make this happen, I think. I mentioned how... So I saved when I came in the room. I used the wizard ring after that. So mm. thank God that's how my save scumming went. Yeah. Otherwise... You'd have been in some trouble there. Yeah. Yeah, would not that's have worked you. Yep. So that's the thing about the ring. It's... It's not like a set number of uses. It's just a random, does it break when you use it this time thing. Mm -hmm. So the second time I go in, I use the ring and it worked a whole bunch more times. So I was able to get her back up to pretty close to full MP, if not full. So, and then I saved. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that was really the only way it worked out for me. If I'd have been stuck, I had like 68 or some shit like that the first time. And I just, there's no way I could have survived because it took me so many turns. I mean, I like, I'm not exaggerating dudes, 20 to 25 turns of just him healing and me keeping going. And then me healing myself. The POC is long fucking dead. It's just me healing, uh, myself. And then, or sorry, PETA and then the Prince of Maidenhall back and forth and then the, the Prince of Maidenhall just mindlessly clubbing on him. Chopping you know? away, right? This yep. is this is when I was able to actually get the most out of the Prince of Canic. Like he was actually when he was doing like He was doing damage. Oh my damage. god. One, 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 one. That one, that's what I'm one, saying. Like he Jesus. was doing one on the previous one, but for him, obviously this one took a little longer because of the Well that doesn't ball, make sense because this definitely like, has the highest defensive the- power. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I don't know. Like this one took you, a your little longer because of work. the heal. Yeah, yeah. And you also like, your defense spell also must have worked. If you, if you if you kept him alive and that's what you're doing using that repeatedly, I guess maybe that's possible that you can get his defense down to a point where the Prince of Canoc 
plus your level of 30 for that motherfucker. <laughs> I guess maybe yeah. the work out to a positive where he's actually doing damage. Yeah, no. The Prince of Canic never did a fucking thing for me offensively in this entire castle. <laughs> he was definitely limited. Definitely limited. He had his uses here and there. I, I would say between defeat, like I, I used defeat. Well, not, I guess not really in here, but like outside and stuff. He proved his usefulness, I would say for sure. Uh, Jab, talk to us about your Malroth. I have the fucking same exact experience that I had with starting an Atlas. It was just fucking... I cheated. But how many, though? Like, I mean, did you... Like, oh, it's, it's hard to even... I can't even remember. I guess, if, yeah, if your safe's coming every turn, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was every turn, so it's like, I'm not... It's not even like, you're not really tracking anything. You're just kind of like... <laughs> Mindlessly. So what was the thing? Over. So what, you, you, you would... A, a fire breath? Really, which, which was optimal? A fire breath or his melee attack? The fire breath wasn't so bad. It wasn't as yeah. bad. Right. You know, the, the melee, like, if that can get one character dead, that becomes a problem. But the fire breath in this game, like you said, even from, uh, was it Zarlox, maybe? Uh, really not all that bad. Yeah. Compared. So, yeah, I mean, I probably should have just watched the end of the fucking game on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, probably, yeah, more pleasurable experience at, at minimum. Yeah, probably a lot faster, too. But yep. here we are. Well, eventually, maybe, hopefully, please, please, game gods, after all I've given you, please, grant me the ones and zeros to see the copy of Destiny alone in that text box. Thou hast defeated Malroth. <laughs> and <laughs> you get that? And then, thou hast delivered the world from Malroth's evil. Great is the victory, and great are the rewards. I, Rubus, have watched thy struggles, and I am proud of thee. Go now. Ah, that's that's good. That's good copywriting. Mm-hmm. Good copywriting. The screen flashes, and you are back on the overworld map, on the desert patch where Hargon's castle once stood, but no longer does. So it's crumbled to dust, apparently, uh, around you. And you're not in a cinematic. You are just back to playing. Dragon Warrior 2. All your HP and MP are restored, but that doesn't matter because there are no random encounters to deal with while hobbling back to the Rhone Monolith, which is what your first destination is going to be, of course. Hallelujah. And again, I just like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, how am I not just back at a cat? What's, what is this? What, what the fuck yeah. is happening here? So yes, you have to walk your ass back and, and you, no one's going to not stop at that monolith. So you go in there. And then, yes, the rabbi is still there at the, at the Black Market HOH. He says, the people will be free again, for the evil magic has dissipated like smoke in the wind. Fuck, you're just reading poetry to you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and the Whirlpool Cleaner Girl says, oh, it is like a dream to think that someone had the power to destroy Hargon. So they provide no direction either. They don't tell you anything. They don't, you don't, you're not just whisked away anywhere. You're just still playing Dragon Warrior 2. So I'm like... Okay, like there's no random counters. They're not giving me any direction. I guess I am just fucking popping bottles with models at fucking the club now. Like I'm what am I doing? Like where do I go? I'm I'm gonna go on a fucking I'm gonna go on a fucking hang out with the homies world tour. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna fucking sail around the world and talk to all my homies and see what people have to say about this fucking feat I just accomplished. And like, you have agency over all that. You get to decide what happens now. And that is fucking incredible, man. That is unbelievable. I just, I cannot fucking believe that this game did that. I just, it's so fucking good, man. And so different. Like, 
None of these games have done this, and holy shit, are any of them ever going to do it again? I don't know. I expect not. I can't think beyond open world MMO, MMO fucking uh, MMOs of in, in in modern day that give you like where you just go back to it, like Skyrim. And okay, we're just playing more Skyrim after you kill the fucking dragon. All doing right. you know? like twenty years, we have to wait before we get that kind of game. You know that I know of. So holy fuck. <laughs> Holy fuck. Holy fuck. How did you guys celebrate? What did you guys do? <laughs> That's an interesting way to look at it. I was, I was, first of all, coming in, I was very much like, fuck these guys. I'm going to lay the hammer down. So when I did, I was like, yeah. And I was like, obviously stopped at the bottom like you did. But I, then I was kind of like, where's my celebration, man? Like, <laughs> it, you're talking about this. Is a they're, good not, thing. I'm like, they're not congratulating me enough. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Exactly. I'm like, I want a procession. I want a speech. What are we doing here? So I, I just went, you know, in the uh, the portal there and went back to Baran. And then I talked to somebody. I don't even remember who it was. Somebody made a comment of like, oh, you need to hurry and get like, you know, some kind of dialogue that made me think like, oh, I should go to Mind Hall or I should go back home kind of thing. But other than that, I was kind of just like, I need some direction, man. I'm not just like, what are we doing? I, like, I want to be like celebrated. Shut this game down. Like, what what's happening? Okay, so is that what you did? You just went back to Mine Hall? Yeah, I went straight back to Mine Hall. Okay. Jab, what... What... I, I want to know what you did the first time you played this. Oh, I want to wow. know what... I want to know what you did now. What... What did you make of this? Like, I this... The first time I played, I have no idea. I mean, that was like, fuck. This doesn't stand out of you? I don't stand out to you as like a fuck... Oh my god, this would have happened to me... I would remember this as a kid, man. I, I would. I oh, think no, no, I, was, I wasn't even a kid. I, I, I know, like, I know, I know, I know. I know yours was more recent than that, but I'm simply saying, like, even that long ago, I feel like this would. I would remember this. So the fact that it wasn't as a kid and it, it was an adult, even if it was a decade ago, I'm, I can't believe this doesn't stand out to you, and you don't have some sort of something that you did to talk about. No, I, I don't. I, I didn't. I don't remember what I did. That was like 2011 or so. Uh, I can't remember, and even this time, no joke, I finished this in bed at like, it's 3.13 right now when we're recording, <laughs> I finished this at like 11.40, and then I went to help my buddy move that shit after the party, and then I, I came here, so I, I just basically beat Malroth, and then I fucking closed the computer, went and helped Alex, and then boom, came back. Oh my god, unreal. Yeah. Okay, well... There's plenty to talk about, guys. You can do a lot. That I world pe- I world pulled back to Baran. Also, I had to use step guard just like the BHF, BHF days <laughs> and everything, which BHF means before Hargon was fragged. If you didn't know, <laughs> and each sprite type in the game has the same dialogue worldwide now. So each type of of character, the the girl and the rabbi, they all say the same shit everywhere else as they did in the monolith. The soldiers all say, thou art great warriors. The merchants and wise men say the same thing. They say, thanks to thee, peace has returned. And the barbarians, whether they're incarcerated or not, say, thou hast done exceedingly well. And I love that theirs is the like the most refined sounding. Mm. <laughs> you know? uh, that's very contrary. Contrarian. The Dippy Vest enthusiast with the blue hair say, Hargon doesn't exist anymore, does he? And that's all of them. So yeah, I don't know who you talk to, Jay. I, Especially in Baran. I'm, I'm, I know I talked to everyone in Baran. I don't know. Maybe, was it a, was it a flame? Like, I don't know. I feel like... Hmm. Okay. When you 
after you beat it. Oh, I think you don't you talk right. to the flames you, in Hargon's castle right before. I'm like, because maybe I talked to a flame or something. I feel like nah, it was like, well, no, yours teleported out. But if you went back to Moonbrook, maybe. Uh, okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, Either way. Uh, so then I had to go outside and hop on my ship and set sail for wherever outside of Baran, right? So I'm like, yeah, of course. I got to go see my drunk-ass dad in Mine Hall eventually. But first, I'm going to stop and catch up with the homies. So first, I go to Don Mahone, the prick. So I sail my ass up that river all the way to fucking uh, Toon. And he said the same stock, wise man patter, which I very disappointing. But yeah. only from his celebrity mouth did I actually believe it. <laughs> Todd doesn't believe anyone with less than a seven-figure TikTok following. And Don Mahone... His words had gravitas to me. So that one was a little bit of a bummer, but the rest of them get good, dudes. You're going to fucking love this. So King Lorik's bitch, uh, his bitch-ass grandkid in Alephgard was next on my list. So I go to him, and he go in, you go in and talk to him. He says, I apologize for deceiving thee. I am the king of this castle. Ha, ha, ha. So he's still held up in his slum hubble. And really, that might actually be the same, too. But it, as, as he originally says, but at least it's not... Like, each king doesn't say the same thing like mm. all the other sprites i guess is what i'm getting at here yeah. you know so that's kind of fun but it did occur to me talking to him and having him say that same shit do we have to change the name of this podcast and the theming of all of it now that we know king lorg's bloodline is such a bitch that I, <laughs> like this whole podcast is like in revere of the lorg bloodline and he's a pussy this guy's a bitch. Like, I don't think we can celebrate them anymore. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, well, that's the thing is, uh, have you played Dragon Warrior 3? No, so I'm excited to see where it goes. They well, that's, might, that's The line might redeem itself. Okay, that's beautiful uh, to hear because that's uh, funny. The next person I go to see is I jump over the channel and go talk to DL the Thirds uh, into his pad and talk to him. And he says, this is fucking great. Thou hast done well, Todd. Let bygones be bygones, and we shall be friends. How fucking good is that? Wait, that which is, one was this? This is the Dragon Lord. This is what the Dragon Lord says. Oh, fucking yes! <laughs> he says, "Let bygones be bygones, and shall we?" And yes, like I have to assume at some point you, you're, you know, you suggest that maybe it's Dragon Warrior Three. That's great if that's huh. the case. But there's no doubt in my mind that someone at the way this franchise i know to work at some point the dragon lord fucking family is coming back up in my sequesting you know so this has extra weight to it you know that you're you're declaring yourself as friends here but it's gonna go sour at some point for sure because there's no way this doesn't have some significance you know what i mean mm -hmm. uh so yeah just oh i read that i was like oh god so good so fucking <laughs> <laughs> that, that's fucking awesome yes yeah. So then I have to stop in at Moonbrook and pour a little liquor out for Pete's dead homies. And the extra noited flames have calmed down considerably. They're no longer freaking out. The one says, see a light. That is the pure light of Rubus rising from the sea. We thank thee for all thou hast done. And they all say that, even the king. And that actually kind of bummed me out a little bit, that the king didn't have some sort of profound Peter thing. And that also, I can't remember who it was. Someone on the Facebook page was saying that he remembered the king saying some like really sad shit. And I thought this is where I was going to get that because, you know, I had that like anticipation of that person saying that fucking however many episodes ago, you know, so I was kind of bummed out that he didn't have some unique pattern to that. But what are you going to do? Hmm. So then I'm back to Canuck 
And although we didn't talk to her a lot, if you recall, Talents or the POC's sister is hanging out there up in her little chambers on the northeast corner of the, of the castle. And she was talking shit the whole time, saying that he's, like, fucking slow and he, like, takes his fucking sweet time doing everything and yada, yada, yada. She talks shit to him about it the whole fucking, the whole game, basically. So you go talk to her now and she's got something new to say. She says, brother, thou hast done well. I, I shall never doubt thee again. So she's mm. fucking finally being supportive. Save the world. And she's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess you're cool. <laughs> The king here is also full of family pride and bluster. He says, once again, the line of Erdrich has proven true. Talent, my heir, thou hast gained a great victory, and I am proud of thee. Then he says, to thy new duties must thou go, Todd. And then the only thing left that I could think of was Mindhall. So we go back there. It's empty when you walk in. Tool shed and treasury, all vacant posts. There are eight soldiers lined in the hallway to the throne room. Your crunk-ass dad awaits, swaying from the banister at the bottom of the stairs. And the POC and POM break off to the side as you approach. And then the king addresses you. He says, Todd, thou art of the line of Erdrich and have proven thy heritage by thy deeds. Now is the time for thee to take the throne. Will it be so? And you can answer this. They kind of quasi give you agency, but if you say no, he says, be careful, Todd. Do not be selfish. And he'll just repeat that in a fucking broken loop. I'm pretty, pretty <laughs> eh about that. I'm kind of bummed that you can't fucking, you know, it should give really it like, a choice. Yeah, it should be like Dragon Lord. It should be like, okay, fine, bitch. <laughs> Game over. Go do it again, then, asshole. <laughs> you want to be a snide prick, then pay the penalty. But they don't. They make you, they just broken loop you. If you say yes, he says, hail all to the new monarch of Maidenhall. Then he says, now, talent. Prince of Canuck, come forth. And, like, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, what is this drunk-ass motherfucker about to say to this kid? <laughs> like, I thought he was going to, who knows what this fucking guy's about to say. Uh, but he does. He just fucking also has the, the princess come forth, too. And they both join your side there. And then he says, this charge I lay on the heroes that forevermore they guard against evil. Three cheers for the new monarch of Maidenhall. Hip, hip, hooray. And then, yeah, I mean, it kind of, like, again, I had low expectations for what his fucking drunk ass was going to do in this situation. And it was actually pretty eloquent for someone who's three sheets of the wind at all times. So I think, you know, <laughs> it's like the, the drunk ad, the, the drunk uncle at the fucking wedding. Like, oh, God, what's this guy fucking toe about to toast to? And then he actually drops a good one. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, okay. good job. Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> then it says, then peace returned in a dialogue box and the credit tunes fire up. Credits roll in yellow and purple font, very movie style, and we eventually get to an end card that is gorgeous pixel art. It's got Erdrich's sword, so good thing we didn't sell that for two gold, and the shield, and then the helmet sitting on the ground under a spotlight in a black void, and the little glint animation on the swords and helmet shield jewels will repeat in silence after the song ends, if you'd like it to. Uh, but there's no armor, and I kind of thought, what's up with that? Why isn't the armor there? Why did they exclude that? Just, I don't know. Um, 
Like you said, the jab. They got to rule the fucking game out, I guess. They didn't have time to do the armor. Keep right. moving here. Yeah. Just like us. Now turn our attention to our final bestiary annals, and I was the early bird getting the worm on this leg of the quest, so I'm going to go here first before you savages take my baby away from me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm okay with doing a snake draft, just to demonstrate how fair my monarchy is, but uh, I'm going to go first, and I'm going to start with the green dragon, so we don't uh. get that taken from me here. And yes, I cannot believe that they use the exact, exact same spray from DW1. And you'll not convince me under any circumstances that it wasn't deliberate nostalgic nod, a just a deliberate nostalgic nod, and not just lazy '90s game developer bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> which you're is what I'm to me. Yeah, which is, I'm sure someone has tried to suggest at some point uh, in all the criticism of these old games, particularly this one. You said like people, a lot of people talk shit about this one and say it's the worst. So I'm sure someone, at some point, has been like, and they even use the same fucking green dragon spray. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> no reason for that? Yes. Uh, yeah, and they're even, yeah, it's the same model pose, like, showing us his profile, you know, it's, it's just great. So by the numbers, these things have 95 HP, 0 MP, 130 attack power, 56 defensive power, 69 agility, 237 experience points, 147 gold. And they have a scorching flames attack, as dragons are wont to do. They have max sleep resistance, solid everywhere else as well. And you know what might, that might also be a nod, I think? And Jab, remind me if I'm incorrect here, but I believe putting the green dragon to sleep is kind of like an earlier than you're supposed to rescue Gwalen tactic. Like you can get yeah. that to work sometimes and kind of kind of eke your way into beating that green dragon a little earlier than you're supposed to. So I think, at least I want to think, that that's its own little nostalgic tip on top of the fact that it's there in the first place you know so yeah yeah you can definitely get him to sleep early and yeah you can kind of cheese your way earlier than you should yeah you're right right that's a fucking amazing absolutely amazing and you know what and i didn't think of it until now but this is the only there are no other dragons in this game yeah it's only one so fucking a man just great really great and that's the thing too like that's another i think uh an argument for it being a deliberate thing is that it's not like they saturated this and just like lazily put them all in here which they could have if they wanted to take the lazy approach with this particular enemy family or whatever. They would have put more of them and populated even more with these fucking things. So, it's, yeah, I just I think it's just all so deliberate, in my opinion. It's fucking great. Yup, definitely. So these things can also, again, we were talking earlier about this, they can drop the Sword of Destruction, too. They are one of the multiple enemies. Like, all those giant... The Cyclops and Giants, I believe, all can. These can. I think there's some other shit, too. So, yeah, it's not nearly as rare to to come across as that mysterious okay. hat shit. So yeah, we first sees in first sees we first see these in the Cave to Rhone and then again in Hargon's digs as far as their natural habitats go. Jay. Best Jerry, what do you got? I'm gonna have to start out with the one and only the blizzards. I mean Fucker. That's my next one too. <laughs> the, that's why I, I like mean of course I mean of course I'm going to choose these things. They were the bane of my existence for so long up on the hills of Rhone. 
Um, so it was only when, and I said this in the chat, it was only when I knew I could start one-shotting him with Gentleman that I was like, hell yeah, bring it. Uh, but numbers-wise, they have 90 HP, infinite MP, 111 attack power, 33 defense, 85 agility. You get 253 XP and 113 gold for defeating them. Um, clearly their biggest threat is that they cast defeat all the damn time. So you never know RNG-wise. I could be like re- wrecking shit on the way to Hargon's castle and get like a random defeat spell. Mm-hmm. Prince of Canada goes down and I got to trundle my ass back to the road monolithic yeah. again. I, the thing it's cool too about their spells, they... They only they have two. They have defense and defeat, which are practically pol- <laughs> they're polar opposites in the flow of battle yeah. as far as their effect on you yep. know the shit. So it's just great, uh, really, really, really fucking great. I think. And here's the cool thing too. I noticed these with the defeat spell is really it's a really really interesting thing. When they cast it, it tips its hand as to whether it works or not. I don't know if you guys oh. noticed this or not, but the screen turns red with that death as soon as they cast it. It doesn't oh. go through the text. Because it goes through each character and says whether it worked or not. And yeah. it doesn't, you don't see that before mm. the screen turns red. So if it stays white, you know it doesn't work on any of them and you can breathe easy, you know. So I noticed, uh, I noticed that. And that was a cool little, I'm sure it wasn't an intentional thing, but it was a funny little thing that they. Uh, I, I was just on waiting, waiting on bated breath each time, like, oh, okay, I'm good. Yeah. Okay, I'm good. Huh. <laughs> Pretty cool. They, I, the, I, the fun thing, too, I, I felt like another just kind of RNG thing with these dudes, they. Once you you would encounter those four count or four count parties of them, you know, and like on like first glance, that's terrifying because yes, these things can all cast a feat. I don't think a single time that I found that I encountered the four party ones that they that they would cast that that they would they would all I felt every time that they would cast defense, all of them, all four of them would cast defense. So I don't know if that was like you talk about just like hastily balancing the end of this game. To me, that's like these things can't cast defense. You have four of them. There's no way. Like, or, or they can't cast defeat. Rather, they can't have four of them casting defeat. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, because yeah. you will so, fucking die. Yeah. So if you get four of them, let's just nerf that. You know. So mm, maybe, uh, so. maybe I'll buy that uh, aspect of of harried and 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 um, poorly balanced in game stuff because uh, I felt like that was a case for sure. The sprite too. The sprite DJ. The sprite. They look like they're throwing a fucking tantrum. Oh my gosh. I, yeah, they look like they're throwing a fucking tantrum. They're like children throwing a tantrum. It's fucking great. Uh, I, great I just take it like they're just like big electricity like beings. So yeah, I I, I found them kind of cool. I don't. They remind me of something that I drew as a kid. You know, just like easy easy to draw, jagged edges, electricity men kind of a thing. Sure. So they I really they, like they they have vibes of the the Chuck E. Cheese game where you fire the gun and knock the things down. The, they have the fuzzy edges. Oh my god, I forgot about those things. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so they like, kind of look like. Those. Yeah, things. I can see that. Yeah, jab. <sighs> First one I have is uh, I want to make sure I get this name right. Actually, uh, the Mace Master. Hmm. I want to make sure I got one last uh, Juggalo in here. I can't remember where. Oh yeah, it says here locations: uh, Hall of Hargon, third floor only. Um, yep. So they have the same wizard sprite with the uh, the Juggalo coloring and Batman uh, logo. They're holding two maces in the Hall air. Hall of Hargon. So in the castle, I because I, I think I, I I went through this whole yeah. thing where I was like, are they a mini boss? I got into a fight. Yeah, there is a fight with one of those. Mm-hmm. But they were the latest in a long line of little bitches. So yeah, yeah, but no, no. I'm <laughs> saying like I I because I I originally put them. 
in the bestiary analyst that I sent you guys in the notes, right? And then I also, I went through and I was like, okay, we're not going to use the, the mini bosses. We're going to take those out. So I physically took those out. So I spent this whole thing where I was like Googling around and trying to figure out, I couldn't remember whether I had, like it was an auto battle thing or whether I had just randomly encountered them somewhere, you know, and put them in the list. Mm-hmm. So if they're in the Harga Hall to Hargon, that's the tower. And we said there's no random encounters. I that's know, the man. thing. I don't that's know what thing. to make of that. I, when I was going through there, I don't know that I didn't feel like there weren't any, but I felt like they were few and they far between. Sell them. Okay. Yeah. Cause like maybe we run into case. them. So I was always kind of feeling like, okay, maybe the, like, you know, maybe the other shoe will drop. Maybe there'll be more. But then when I didn't, it was like, yeah. okay. You know. Sorry, Jeff. I, that, yeah, that threw me for a there because I, I fucking, I had a whole thing. I spent a whole fucking internet runaround thing on that. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. Um, I mean, in Mike's RPG Center, they're listed amongst the regular enemies. Right. That, well, that was, the, that was the deciding factor of me not putting them as a boss. <laughs> oh, okay. Was that they weren't that, listed. Sorry, yeah, because they have that. That's the cool thing. And they have that table. Yeah. Mike has that table that's specifically the mini bosses. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Mike's great. <laughs> he really is. I don't know what I'd do without him. Uh, let's see here. Uh, they can cast Defeat, Defense, Explode at, Increase, and Revive. Revive is an interesting one. I definitely didn't see that in like the one or two times I encountered them. Right. Let's Man, get some lit. info on them. Uh, 158 HP, Unlimited MP, 92 Attack, 38 Defense, 100 Agility, 317 Experience, and 100 Gold for your Trouble. Uh, they can drop the uh, lightning staff, which I'm assuming is the yeah. What's well, the second? That's the second one. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So that's my first one. Where? Yeah. It, you know those. That's perfect. Like when I when I encountered those, I was like retroactively upset they weren't the gremlins at the throne. You know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would make it a perfect, little more sense in a way. Yeah. It would make yeah. perfect sense for those to be there. Yeah, he really likes gremlins guarding things. What are you gonna do? Well, I don't. I don't mean that. I just mean because each time those gremlins have been someone from that family, they've been the evil clowns yeah. or the, or at least the the either the gremlin sprite or the clown sprite. You know, one or the other. Mm. Either way, Hargon's minions. You know. So my, you already took Blizzard, so I'll just jump to my third one. The I have the Bullwongs because fuck these fucking guys. <laughs> suck, man. Yeah, when you first get to Rome, these are utterly, absolutely impossible. Even when you get them just one standalone, they are absolutely impossible. Ugh. And then they also start pairing them with other things, which is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous. The sprite is basically chaos from Final Fantasy. Speaking of. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, without the marmot dick, of course. The the <laughs> uh, They have a huge demon, kind of purple skin, red gargoyle wing devil pointy tail, real mean muggy face, et cetera, et cetera, thing going on. And then they also, <laughs> this is great, uh, like the antithesis of that, they have these like elf boots and mittens. <laughs> like this, like the, they're wearing like the, I don't know, the softest, fuzziest fucking clothing accessories uh, to counteract, I don't know, their vibe, I guess. Probably I just think of them as boxers. Yeah. yeah, I think, I mean, they, I, 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 I thought they had boxing gloves on, like they're ready to like, <laughs> okay. you know? <laughs> Either way. Fun either way. Uh, so they have 210 HP, which is awfully close to in-game boss tier HP, in my opinion, for just things on the plateau, you know. And they have unlimited MP, 140 AP for fuck's sake, and then 80 defense power. And then 150 AG, so running from them, very difficult. And then 712 XP, which is not enough, 
for how hard they are. <laughs> and then 110 goal. And they get two actions per turn with that bullshit attack power, which is fucked up. So really, you're talking 280. Sucks. They have both Explodette and a Flame Breath attack, both of which hit all three party members. And their resistances are not as high as I expected them to be, but I didn't feel like magic shit ever worked on them, you know? Yeah. So again, these numbers on the fucking wiki tell me one thing, and in practicality, me thinking you're full of shit. <laughs> I, explode at would definitely work on them, because I would do a one-two. For, for a large part of my grinding time, it was like Gentle Ma with the heavy attack and the princess with Explode at, like, taking those dudes out, like the combination okay. of them. When it would land. Sometimes it wouldn't. I probably didn't use, just like with the first one, again, that might be, that might be too much Dragon Warrior in my life informing the way I approach this game (laughs) and shouldn't, and that I'm not, like, Hurt More, we talked about Hurt More's, it's useless. It doesn't, you don't use Hurt More in the first one, really, and this is, Explode It is Dragon Warrior 2's Hurt More equivalent, in my opinion. And I yeah I didn't really use it all Explode that. Explode was a game changer for me. Like it literally changed the game for me. Feeling like I'm just getting worked, and the princess is useless. To like all of a sudden, well, power balance. We already talked about you having a more enjoyable in-game experience than all of us. <laughs> we, know, we know that. Yeah, we're aware. You were freaking out in the group chat, but you were putting in the time that made it so that you had the best experience. So way to go. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> These things can the bullwongs can also drop whizzy rings. Supposedly, I never got one, but that would have been nice. Um, for a reason I got into the uh, Tales of the Grind, uh, I have a little note on this. Um, I was I was seeking another Wizzy Ring at one point. So I, in hindsight, when I read these to to do the the notes here with the bestiary shit, I was like, oh fuck, not a fucking not ran from as many of those as I did. <laughs> it's so fascinating to me that you're concerned about these Wizzy Rings. I didn't even know they existed. This was uh, never a concern of mine. Like I, it wasn't the idea of getting MP about. back was so when I was like thinking about what I wanted. That's crazy. I wanted to have in my fucking toolbox for the end of the game, being able to replenish MP for both my car- both my spellcasters was like, oh, I need, I'm, that's a good idea. I want to do that. <laughs> so as far as Habitat goes, they are thankfully only on, as I mentioned earlier, the northern half of the Rhone Plateau, which is smart because if you walked out of the Rhone Cave and, and bumped one into of one of these things and you couldn't run from it because their agility is so fucking high and it just vaped your ass, motherfuckers would be chucking their Nintendo into the fucking wall in 1990. <laughs> so smart game design in that, re- in that uh, regard to counter, 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 counter argue all the ideas we've talked about in weird balancing issues with the late game stuff. So another testament to them actually doing it right. People would have written in letters that got to Nintendo in six to eight weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mad, talking mad shit. Uh, Jay, what was your second installment on the bestiary front? My second one uh, is going to be the Bat Boon, the Silver Bat Boon. Um, they have 89 HP, unlimited MP, 92 attack, 35 defense, 90 agility. You get 211 XP and 96 gold for defeating them. They can cast um, defeat, don't they? Uh, these, uh, they can cast heal all and firebane. Oh, they don't have defeat, so the next one, the, the gold ones. Yeah, the defeat. gold ones cast defeat in their pain. But these yeah. ones, I mean, they would show up in groups up on the hill. You often see like three of them in a giant or three of them in something. And yeah, it, it, it's a pain. It's that. Especially the gold ones too, <laughs> but yeah. For sure. Multiple firebanes going out at times can be a pain. Especially especially when I was like lower level, you know, just kind of getting up there and trying to get my bearing straight. Ugh, freaking nuts. Yeah, I like that. I mentioned like the way I worded it was they're they're crawling up. Those in the what was it? 
one other thing crawling up out of the the cave to Roan. Like just a hand, a couple things to like I don't know, <laughs> you know, like something that you're comfortable with and familiar with. You know, just to like maybe soften yeah. the blow of what you're, you're <laughs> bumping into as soon as you come out of Roan. Uh, try to give you something you're familiar with. You're like, okay, I, I like have an idea of what to do with these guys. <laughs> Jab number two. Number two, we talked about it being huge and intimidating, the Cyclops, a Roan thing as soon as you come out of the cave. I don't know if that's like a design thing. I mean, it sounds like Josh got three and me and Jay got two, so I'd probably not a an auto battle, but uh, definitely the experience of all three of us coming out of the cave and then boom, the first thing first you thing, see is yep, fucking yep. a group first of, lot of Cyclops. Yep. Um, so yeah, uh, 115 HP, uh, 0 MP, 121 attack. 32 defense, 90 agility. I don't believe this. I, I swear this is wrong. I'm on the wiki here, and I'm not buying this. <laughs> don't, don't, um, fuck that wiki. Fuck that wiki. It's yeah, it's fucking... <laughs> it's got some problems. Uh, 188 experience for the trouble. 99 gold. Sound right. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. Grinding in the southern part of the plateau is not helpful. Grinding okay. right there on the fringe of the northern is where I did all my grinding. Okay. On the, on the plateau. Because, yeah, those cyclops are worthless comparatively oh maybe i mean yeah maybe not like i said i did a lot of running <laughs> at that point <laughs> what's nice about it is like i didn't have to like save scum the evasion of battles like i i did i did get the places i was going but once i hit those mini bosses and shit then i was in a lot of trouble so um yeah cyclops really cool um uh, sprite big blue yeah. critter really clean it's like a really clean i don't know something about it is very clean it is it's, like, it's, it's somehow like very detailed and like yeah. you know obvious everything about it is obvious so yeah uh, and it's wearing like a caveman sash thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's uh, fun. That's a meaningless memory, but it reminds me of this one Bugs Bunny cartoon. That 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 Leot that Leot that thing is this one. Uh, you guys have probably seen it, but it's a. I think it's I know a, the one you're talking about. Yeah, the dinosaur one. It's like a. It's like a prehistoric. It's got this really dumb dude with a club, and I forget what he's trying to get Bugs Bunny to do, but it's a a big cartoon from my childhood. But yes, seeing those and that. Uniform made me think of that one mm. Bugs Bunny cartoon. Nice. I don't have a third one because fucking Jay took it. So what do you? What's your third, Jay? Mine is also the same line. Uh, the Giants. I mean, clearly, like always, just everywhere up in Rome. Just pretty much what I feasted on, grinding up, which would give me the help. Help give me the level thirty-three. Uh, these why? Why do the Final Fantasy and why do the, I should say why did the Square and the it's the same one. They become the same Square company. They become the same, yeah. But I was going to yep. say, why are the giants green? That's not in any part of any other lore I know of, you know? Mm-hmm. But that, that's funny that they become. I didn't even think of that. That's probably what made them realize they should combine the company. Right. They were like, we, we have the same vision on green. Or, Shit. sorry, giants. We we belong in the same building. <laughs> we're ready to rock. Yeah, we're ready to rock. Unified vision. Here we go. Oh, man. Uh, so these have 155 HP. Zero magic, so they're just clearly, as you would expect, walking with a big club, just all all brute strength. So they do 145 attack, only 41 defense, 100 agility, and you get 278 XP and 95 gold. So walking up on two or three of these, got to have some defense, but you get some nice XP out of them when you're done. Jab, who's Mr. Irrelevant in this draft? Mr. Irrelevant <laughs> is not that one. Close that window. It is the attack bot. Ah, oh, the aforementioned robots. attack bots. The robots, yeah. yeah. Um, so out of place. 
so out of place. Um, <laughs> almost like uh, I don't want to say it's like it's it's not a problem, but um, I almost kind of appreciate how out of a place it is. Um, we're it's, it, like, it, it it has less of a like in Final Fantasy, you can get there. There's a, there's enough supporting evidence to make it story world possible. Here though, yeah, it's like that's your that's the cheese stands alone. <laughs> yeah, in Final yeah. Fantasy, there was like you know like civilizations that had crumbled long ago right. that were technologically advanced. So yeah, like, there's none of that here. At least that we know sense. yet. Like we said, we're going yeah, places with the series. So yeah, you might find some shit out in three. I don't know. Yeah. I I leveled up in three. Uh, there, there's like a class change system that you can do. Uh, so I was like, ooh, I definitely want to level up and waste my entire life instead of learning things. So uh, I did that, and I got some like really good characters in two classes. So, uh, you know, three characters. It's actually four characters. Blah, blah, blah. I don't fucking know anything about the story. Yeah, the sprite is cool. It's like a uh, it's like a robot kind of looking thing. It's got a big scimitar looking sword in its right hand. It looks like it has arrows slung over its back. Uh, and lots of pastel-y purples and blues and oranges going on with their color scheme. So really cool looking sprite. Uh, I appreciate it. You know, I fought them on occasion. I didn't have as much trouble with them as you guys did, which is weird because I was underleveled. I didn't find them to be the pain that they, that they you guys found them to be. They were the same. It was the same thing. Like, but the fucking POC was useless to them. It was just, yeah, they had, they have high defense, right? What's that? What's their defense? <laughs> they do indeed have high defense. <laughs> 120 HP, uh, zero MP, 115 attack, drum roll, 230 defense. Yeah, I told you. Yeah, I couldn't. I could just fucking couldn't do. Anything. They were impervious to me. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't do anything with them. Uh, that's weird. I don't. Maybe, maybe I was attacking something else, but I wasn't. It, either way, agility 90, experience 532, and 120 gold for your trouble. Uh, and as you guys mentioned previously, they do attack twice per turn. Sucks. Yeah. Oh, and and, and as you say, the Prince of Canock. Yeah, uh, fire. I'm looking on the thing now, the uh, wiki, so these terms won't translate directly. Fire, dazzle, snooze, thwack, fizzle resistance, all 7 out of 7. Oh, except he, actually, dazzle is 2 out of 7. Excuse me. Dazzle is, I think that's defense or sleep. You can you can click on it, and it tells you. I have to oh, click every right. time. Dazzle. Uh, dazzle. Or stop spell, maybe? I think it might be stop spell. I can't remember. Reduce accuracy. I think that's the uh, surround spell. Yep, yep. That's yeah. it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, the one I did not say. <laughs> <laughs> the literally the only one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they're cool looking ninja robots. Uh, kind of hard to not like that. Word. Okay. Well, let's get our uh, get into our wind down on our tales of the grind. Um. Jay, and I guess you know it's worth noting to not just tales of the grind. Like this is our last opportunity to speak of any random happenings, which I have quite a few of. So by all means, if you have some sort of just random shit that we haven't got to, let's discuss that as well. Yeah. So where we finished off last episode, you know, I was still I was feeling pretty good level wise, but then this whole experience on the the cave, the path to Rome was incredibly humble, humbling. So <laughs> trying to make it through that cave, I grinded quite a bit like around that uh the monolith of iran right there you know right where you come out just as much as i could right there and then i die and kind of go back um and then finally once i made it through you know it was just right outside of the freaking <laughs> roan monolith because i thought roan first of all i was confused like we're talking about going to roan i'm looking for a town called roan where's right. the town with the end to roan and all that <laughs> so I get there and i'm just like where the fuck like even even when I get to the monolith, I'm like, okay, that's great. This is here, but like, 
where's Rhone? Like, am I? They mentioned you know, I very confused. They refer to it as the Rhone Plateau. Uh, at some point in copy, so I was always I was always on the Rhone Valley. Like they use these terms that are like kind of bigger geographical regions that that had me, you know, understanding that it was one of the few things I guess that I understood about the end game was that it was like a it was that area on the map that we hadn't got to in the mountains, you know. Yeah, I mean, but honestly, getting up there, like I said, I'm like, there's no town to speak of, you know, and I felt so good, so damn good getting past getting through that cave. But I was getting mauled, man. Like at first by these freaking giants. Like, like, and forget it when you come across a, a freaking blizzard and get defeated. Like that's a whole other thing. But like I was just getting, <laughs> like I could go two feet and like I was dying every single. You don't, you don't need to go two time. feet. You only need to go one. That's what I'm saying. Like it at first, you know, because I'm so used to like, all right, let me try to make it to the castle. Let me see how far I can get. But I was just like, why do I even need to go anywhere? Like somebody's <laughs> gonna die. At first, it was like somebody's going to die in this battle, and I'm going to need to go back anyway. So, yeah. what's what's the point of even going anywhere else? Instead right. of calling it a grind, call it your just crawl, my <laughs> tales of my crawl, of my oh, t- tales of my hokey pokey. Put one oh, foot man. in, and- <laughs> <laughs> it really, you know, it really, it really was like that. Like I, and the Prince of Canic died so much that I was kind of like, okay, yeah, I, I saw like since you had obviously beat the game first i saw that you got like the mink coat and i was like now nah, i see why he was like eked out maybe went back just to get the freaking like extra five extra points or whatever of defense you get well it was not coat. hard to do when i learned what i how the, learned the tactic that i did oh, to yeah. do it but like i i died so much like i just said forget it like i'm going to lose i'm i, I keep losing all my gold at this point like i'm going to die it's the chances of me getting utterly destroyed by taking getting a, a, a multiple blizzard encounter are very high at this point. So I was like, forget it. It's it's clearly in-game grind time. So it went from like very miserable, like I'm just getting my ass kicked over and over, small baby steps. All of a sudden it's like, I got exploded. And I was like, holy shit, she can actually do some damage now. Like, okay, what's happening? But then it was like, I got to level 30 and I was able to start swinging a lot harder. It felt like with Gentle Ma. And so I was like, okay, I, th- I think I might go to the castle now. And I was going that direction. I was like smashing, just smashing stuff th- th- on the way there. I was like, all right, I'm good. Because I, I, you know, and thinking about the strategy guide, they're always like, you got to be level 600 to go to like this easy thing. Where we're <laughs> you know? So I'm like, whatever. I'm not even like looking at what they're talking about. Uh, but then, of course, on the way, I end up with like bad RNG and then like Prince of Kanek dies, you know, again. And I'm just like, fucking hey, man, like I can't have this dude die. Like clearly it's just not good enough. So I went back and was just like, I'm just going to keep on grinding, keep on grinding. And that's when I was like, I need to at least know, like, what am I shooting for here? Like, do I need to go level 35? And like, I remembered that the last page of the uh, strategy guide I was in, it was talking about level 30. The last level I saw in that was like level 30. And I was like, I don't know how to feel about this, but I, I'm at level 33. I'm just going to, I'm just going to see what happens now. And then I was able to just like mob all the way through there. And I, funny enough, I got to the, so I got to Hargan's castle, you know, I'm smashing shit. And I'm like, all right, maybe I'll just grind around here for a little bit. The last level I, in the fucking strategy guy is 35. Well, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm on a level 33 and I'm like, I'm just maybe, I was like, you know what? I get here and I realize you can, you know, stay the night at that, at the end. And I'm like, clearly this is a mine hall, but I can stay the night. It's like, can I just grind here? It's like, so, like, clearly this is all wrong. Oh, I didn't think it's bad. Does it work if you don't use the thing? Does it stick? So this was my experience. So I was like, okay, I'll just fucking, I, was, I saved it. I was like, I'll just grind here, you know? And, you know, I'm, I'm right outside there. I'm whacking stuff, you know? 
and 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 I die. And it's of course the Prince of Canuck, you know, and, and I can't really do anything else. And so the, I'm like, all right, uh, you know, what do I do? Let me just let me go in there and and kill myself. So I go in, and I go to the freaking House of Healing. But since I can't heal myself, remember, I'm just like, oh, this still doesn't work. Like I thought I could come here <laughs> I thought I, and I like had revive stay <laughs> the night. I was like, so this doesn't really help me. So yeah, so that, I was defeated. Went back and ended up coming back and, and marching all the way through. Okay. Um, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I would love to know. I didn't think to. I didn't think to try that. I would love to know if when you exit without using the charm of Rubus, if the healing that you did at the oh. end sticks. Oh, I mean, I definitely like went out. Healed, went back out, grinded some more healed. Like I never gained a then. level though. Yeah, I never gained a level, so that was the problem. Like I eventually, no, I understand. Yeah, my whatever. Dude died, that's, and that's I didn't a, really get irrelevant. to like fence test it. You know. Yeah, I would. I would expect what I would have assumed was the case is if when you when you walked back outside, the whatever your the healing you had done at the end would have disappeared um, because oh. it's not a real end. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, if you didn't, I, I feel like there's no way, I understand you wouldn't take note of that if it was working, you know what I mean? But if it wasn't working, I feel like it would be impossible to not take note. So if you were doing that, it must work. It, it must. Yeah, it, it definitely worked because I, yeah. I noticed the work. I thought, that's why I assumed everything else would have worked and I was kind of thrown off that the House of Healing didn't because I was able to heal and when I realized I couldn't like res, I ended up just marching my butt all the way back to the Roman monolith with the same, obviously like managing the same resources that I had, right. you know, to, to stay alive when I got there, you know, and I was able to make it alive without noticing some drop, like, Oh, all my MP went away. Cause I, you know, at, at this point I, I had exploded. So the princess was definitely doing, doing magic and keeping, keeping the gentleman alive. So I would have noticed it. Word, word, word. What was the final ratio? 33, 30, what was Pete at? 33, 30, and 24. I looked, I'll get to it, but I wouldn't have <laughs> looked at the experience charts at Mike's. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jab, uh, how did you eke out the safes coming through the end, end of the game? Mine's very quick. I don't know that it's actually even terribly different than what I did for whatever the last episode was. Um, I was outside well, of... Well, you definitely uh, weren't in Rome. No, no, what I mean is, like, I might have leveled up in the same place. I was, I did mine at, uh, Toon, right outside of town, just walking back and forth, back and forth, killing fucking uh, hunters, and what else was over there? Compar- comparatively, that is such I know, a... dude. <laughs> what? I'm like, what? I was, like, squeezing time in between finals and studying and fucking doing other shit. It was, it was awful. Yeah, but so I was outside Toon, just fucking going at it, and, uh... Yeah, honestly, nothing really super special to report. Like I said, the only thing I have to add uh, as far as the grind thing goes is when you guys started talking about grinding outside in Roan, I was like, man, I swear, once I got there, the first time I did it, I think I spent like a good amount of time just back and forth in that northern part just, just going. So that all resonated with me. That sounds very familiar. The only other thing I have to add about the game to your RE uh, random things that happen in the game I was playing, like, I play on a sped-up timer, so it's just like, you know, my game's like four times faster just to facilitate the process to keep keep it moving. And I tried to trade something to myself, and so you you trade, jab, jab, items, trade, sword of Erdrich, trade to whom, jab. And it says, jab started to give it 
Wait, Jab started to give it, but held on to it instead. Oh, that's fucking awesome. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, that never that didn't occur to me. That's cool. Instead of just like looping you back to like whatever and just being like, no, try again. It actually gives you a thing. That's so like you're like a little dope. apprehensive about giving something away. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> that's the, that's awesome. I love these guys. I love these guys. I want to buy these guys a shout out to Keeler or something. <laughs> uh, okay, so my grind, uh, I had a some really, so I had a whole, you know, because I went through the end of the game goofy, I had a lot of things become significant that I don't think most players have become significant. So the first thing, even before I got into like this stretch of the game, when I we came we came out of that shit, if you recall at the end of the last episode, I didn't get the Thunderstaff from I had done that fight, mm-hmm. but I didn't get the Thunderstaff. So like the first thing I'm gonna do is go back and figure that the fuck out. So it wasn't narratively, narratively significant, so I didn't bring it up earlier. But that's the first thing I did. I go back to fucking Mine Hall Prison. I go down there. I you defeat do. that fucker. And I do get the staff. And I'm like, what okay. the fuck, man? I don't know how it's possible. I just don't know. I know I killed it. I don't know. The only thing I think of is the same thing as you is the water crest jab. That somehow I saved something. Whatever. Something happened. Well, I didn't, didn't we determine that maybe you had like a, a an entirely full inventory? inventory? Maybe. Maybe that's pot. Whatever. Because I, I had to go back and episode. get it too. Yeah. Okay. At the same time. Whatever the case, I went and did that. So that's a huge come up for the POM. We didn't talk about the numbers for it. It offers 15 AP over the Wizzy Wand and uh, 15 over the Wizzy Wand's 8. And then it casts Infernos on a group of enemies when he uses an item which blows the single enemy fireball spell the Wizzy Wand conjures out of the water, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would quickly thought to reshuffle her inventory to get up to the top so it's most efficient for my life. Uh, and I was pretty thrilled about that. So I come Rolling out of that, and I posted a screenshot of this, getting the staff, and I was merely intending to cite convo about it, like, our last episode. Like, just cite convo that I had fucking, you know, fixed the thing that I didn't do right for that episode, right? And then the fucking levy just breaks <laughs> on the Lord Disciples making quips about clown farming and how it's the only way to truly make dough in this game, right? So, they're citing... The dough stacking cheese you can do with this staff, which is, we never did it as kids, Jab, at least that I recall, so it was a new experience for me in this case, but, I mean, it's been cropping up the second we started playing this game. This was what I, this is the thing, this is the topic I would say gets spoken about, has been spoken about most by the fucking, the disciples on the Facebook page since we started what? playing this game. So I've been hearing about Explain. this nonstop and I'm kind of like, you know, like I, when I, I don't want to do, I want to play the game uh, naturally, whatever. I don't want to do yeah. shit like that in most cases. So I've kind of just blown it off and I didn't really look up exactly what the flowchart was, whatever. But I've been hearing about it and they're talking about it. So I go and sell this thing just to see and it's, you sell it for 19 and a half K. Which is, yeah, that is Whoa. big money, right? That's a fucking so, shield of strength right there. Right. You're 2K it is. Off from that. Wow. It is. It is. And it is also three ish away from just getting you a mink coat. And I right. was like, okay, I'll I'll go down this road. <laughs> I'll check this out just to fuck up for the first time in my life. If this is going to be the last time I play this game before I die, I'm going to get the mink coat before I get out of here. Yeah. And so, yeah, I do it, right? So you do have to go through the whole rigmarole of sa- you have to save with the king and then reset, go through the fucking menu, restart the game in the natural flow of, of starting a game if you run OG hardware. And you have to do all that for the clown rabbi to respawn back in the dungeon. But 
It's back there. You beat his ass in a fucking heartbeat again. You get another staff. You have to have sold it, of course, but you get another staff if that's the case. And then you can fucking go sell it right at the item store, right in fucking Maidenhall. You don't have to go anywhere even. And just rinse, repeat. You can save right there with the king, of course. So it's not a big loop that you have to do. So yeah, three of these babies. And I got 60 grand. And I'm off to fucking tune to get my, or Welgar, wherever the hell it's at, uh, to get my mink coat. And, um, you know, I had to wreck my beautiful reorganization of the menu system getting the staff over and over again that i had done but other than that there was no downside whatsoever to fucking yeah that's to not a downside it. for what you get for it that's crazy. right yeah for sure wow. even though again we've talked about the mink code is not really a big come up but it, it felt good nonetheless right um yeah that's so, probably a mink code in real life interesting. Interesting. <laughs> yeah 60 grand sure yeah you can get a mink code in real life yeah uh if you want to do a one-to-one on the economy there uh, so yeah, so then I would scoot off down to Wellgarth, stopping off to Squirrel World Tree Leaf, of course, on the way, and uh, get my POC up on the cutting edge of Torlin fashion. Um, pimp so hard a battle mage drag his mink on the floor. Hmm. And this is the kind of publicity move that elevates a prince from a guy trying to develop his resume to a TikTok star rivaling the likes of Roach Fastfinger and Don Mahomes of the kingdom. Uh, making that kind of fashion come up, uh, even though it's only a five defensive power bump over the magic armor drip that he was rolling with. So that felt good and was a little random thing. But then that got me uh, rolling into actually playing the game here, and I would get my Maidenhall air up to the quarter century mark right after getting into my Road of Roan grind. Road of Roan. Road of Roan grind. And this made, doing that made me think about, because I'm going into the home stretch of the game, how his level progression kind of contrasted against the home stretch of Dragon Warrior 1. And that would be a, a kind of a fun data comparison and definitely infographic. Uh, so I went back and dug out our numbers from the first side quest or the first game side quest so we could compare them. So Todd finished the first at level 23, had 149 HP, 94 AG, 139 AP, 97 defensive power. And that contrasts to my in numbers being 29, 116 strength, 86 agility, and 170 HP. So just to give you a little bit of the comparison there. 29. Um, Interesting. Yeah. And then your guys' numbers. So Gent was at 21. Uh, also had 149 HP, which seems like bullshit that you were two levels lower than me and have the same HP. <laughs> Looking back to that, pissed me off a little bit. Uh, 84 agility, 128 attack power, 92 defense power. So what was the, how does that compare? So you were at 33. 33 what was your HP? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I have no idea. I, I didn't save that at all. Well, you're going to need it for the fucking status update. I know. I can, maybe I can load back to my, where did I load? Stayed in the game. Music <laughs> <laughs> just rips it. That was great. <laughs> Audio mute Tygo. Okay, yeah. Oh, I guess I saved it like right out of coming out of there, like after defeating Ma. That's fine. Like, oh, what do I do? Gentle Ma, 131 strength, 91 agility, maximum HP 188, attack power 211, Almost defense twice power 125, XP 334,000. 
Uh, I didn't compare XP, but okay. That's interesting. <laughs> uh, Lord Jab was a level 30. Good God. So it's funny that you completely flipped your script. I, yeah, I, I had a lot less going yeah. on. <laughs> HP was 210. Agility was 120. Attack power 180. And 82 defense power because buck naked, if you recall. What? <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. What, what were your final uh, numbers? Oh, let me pull them up here. 99 strength. Uh, I was level 25, 99 strength, 70 agility, 134 maximum hit points, attack power 164, defense power 115. Wow, I'm impressed you even beat the game. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I really, really cheated. <laughs> well, yeah, that was fun. I knew that would be fun. So uh, with what your boys' data to crunch in hand, I'll be sure to dial up a sweet-ass infographic of those comparisons. I got a lottery ticket. So this is the thing I was saying about the fucking wizard ring stuff. So I got a lottery ticket at some random point from an orc king that I encountered. And I, thought, <laughs> I thought it pretty fitting that a monarch would have a gambling problem. But I got this lottery <laughs> ticket, and I'm like, I, I hadn't even thought about these in fucking forever. Yeah, <laughs> the lottery yeah. tickets, fall you know? off after the early game. Yeah, you don't get them from things. So it was just interesting that I got one. But I got it, and it incentivized me. I was like, oh, yes, I can get another Wizzy ring with that. So I was like going to safe scum my ass to Wizzy ring. And even safe scumming, not a fun, not a fun activity. <laughs> uh, I guess I could have. I wonder... I could have played around. I think you did play around with this maybe and actually solved this answer, but I didn't remember what it was, of how close you can get to the actual spinning of the wheel with safe scumming before it won't recede. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I thought about doing it's that. like you're done. <laughs> right. But fuck it. Yeah, whatever. I did it a few times and I was like, fuck this shit. Yeah. Uh, so I just went Take your prize and go. Would have, would have been nice to have, but it did not happen. So PETA would hit 19 literally as I was trying to offer her to the science gods. Remember when, remember when I fucking, I was like, okay, I'm going to go outside and see what happens yeah. with that monolith when someone kills, if he can revive people. So I literally go outside just to like make it more difficult than it has to be. Like I raise her level and I'm like, I'm not going to, you know, like, fuck. <laughs> I'm not going to safe scum that. So I hope this works. <laughs> or I don't want to safe scum that I should say. But yeah, I go out to do that. She levels up and then dies. So, uh, pretty fun little fucking happenstance. And I also had, so doing in this grind, I had a, and this had not happened to me at any point in the game. One of the giants pulled off a heroic attack. Did you? Guys oh yeah, see one yeah. got me. Uh, an attack bot got the uh, my POC. Actually, that's why I went to the Roan monolith with a dead POC because an attack mm -hmm. bot caught him yeah. with a heroic attack. A crits, yeah. And we, I mean, I don't remember those happening earlier in the game. Do you guys? Yeah, that was a new. Was I, it, did it feel significant to you? Uh, yeah. I mean, I got I got some, and I've seen them happen here. Yeah, but definitely didn't remember them earlier in the game. Yeah, I think so I might have seen this one. Is the time the for, this is the time for heroic shit to happen. Yeah, that's wild. Again, just yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I guess really the significance of it is to me is like all those other things, how just like you you think this game is what it is, and then here at the end they do so many things that are just like uh unique to your experience and that's yeah. interesting choices. Yeah, fuck it. I had one of those giants did a thing and absolutely murked PETA for 139 HP, and that was like far more than I expected her to ever have. <laughs> let, let alone where she was at, at the time, you know. Uh, so the following squad right after that I get into a party uh, I get into a, a fight with a party of giants and they dropped a chest with my first sort of destruction in it and this is a whole fucking thing guys so my first thought sort of destruction I'm like okay that must be some lame cursed bullshit but after a quick consult of Mad Mike's neighborhood RPG center I was like this is I, you know clearly defines it as the best weapon in the game and Holy goddamn Moses, it's a 28 bump over the light sword. Ooh. So, wow. like, I'm out here trying to grind against these enemies that are hard. So I'm like, 
I should take this into consideration. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I was fucking 93 uh, added AP was my total on top of my strength with, with having this thing equipped. So I'm like, okay, you know, that's 13 over uh, what I was in, uh, in line uh, above it on the Mike's chart, the Thunder Sword with a plus 80. So it's the best in the game, period. Mm-hmm. Not just if you don't have the Thunder Sword. So I'm like, okay, like, you know, I don't know how I missed that, but I don't have it yet. I'm going to have to go back. I can at least roll with this maybe until I do that. Uh, so I do so. I fucking, I take this thing out. I start using it. Uh, only the Hall air can equip it, of course. You equip it, and it it tells you you're cursed. It says Todd 2 was cursed. So it's like they throw in that dagger with the 2. I thought it was fun. But you, you know you're cursed, so it's like there's no question to it. But I'm looking at those numbers. I'm weighing the pros and cons. I know I can go back, or I think I can go back and get it off at some point. I think I'm going to get the Thunder Sword later. Yada, yada, yada. And then Todd hits 26 not long after that. And I land my first tremendous blow with this thing equipped. And it does 213 damage on a Cyclops. Like, yeah, woe is fucking right. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm like, show me the part of that math that's tainted by your world is round. (laughs) Curses are real propaganda. Fuck off. Show me the curse. Show me the fucking curse with doing 213 damage. I'm not going to, I don't see it. So, yeah, I start fucking just playing with this shit. And, like, I'm playing and, like, I notice, like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm grinding with this. I'm not... Mm -hmm paying close attention so shit's flying by and like i said i can't stop really easily to catch a fast going message on this fucking emulator but i keep like seeing some shit maybe happening while i'm just blowing through stuff but i can't read going way too quick to read it i finally am able to freeze the screen and it says todd attacked no movement was possible for the curse had frozen todd's body and i'm like Mm. oh okay so that's the fucking deal so sometimes like i'm noticing I'm not doing damage, but I didn't realize what was causing it. And like, I just didn't register as like a serious problem. So, you know, then the frequency that that's happening was not enough, even knowing now that it's definitely the curse to get me off this shit. So I'm like, it's like, it's not really happening that fucking frequently. So I'm like, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. I keep rolling. I keep rolling, keep rolling. And until I I decided like, until I get in and get that thunder sword, I'm just going to hang on to this fucker (laughs) and and go with it. And then I go back to Baran to test out. It's like, okay, if I'm going to stick with it, I at least want to fence test. I don't want to go further with the grind. I want to fence test to see what the flow chart is for getting it off. So I go back to Baran. I go to the HOH and you go in there and it cost me at the time 26 uh, 100 gold, which is not, I mean, at this point in the game, gold means nothing anyway, so that's not a lot, even if it wasn't. So I go in there, the guy says, the curse is like a virus, of course, the medicine should remove it, the medicine should remove it, it works, the sword's gone from your inventory, but that's it, there's no long-term downside, so I'm like, okay, fine, fuck it, roll it, load, go back to the home base in Monolith, and just start rolling with this shit. And then I go, so like, we haven't talked about it, I don't know the specifics of it, I go to Mike's GeoCity site, to look at the footnote, like see what the, exactly this is, and it says there that you lose HP when you attack. Yeah, but I was—I never noticed that happening. So I think that's maybe the first time that Mike's RPG Center has ever been wrong about anything. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't noticing. Like I said, it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, it's suggesting that you're literally losing HP off your character. If it is, it's nominal again. So again, there's just no fucking reason to not do this. There's no how, reason. How often did it? Not often enough, man. Not often enough. One out of... So, okay. Yes. I get into it. I'm like, there's no... It doesn't tell you in the fucking... uh, On Mike's RPG Center. Uh, I'm trying to pay attention. Face shit discourse with the Lord Disciples suggests it's somewhere between 25 and 50%. That would be... I don't... 
I it I yes, it sounds like a lot. In practice, did not feel like it was that much. Huh. Uh yeah, I mean the 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 shit be calling me, man. The shit be calling me. I fucking did not at all think the downside was worth it. And these Ron, these Ron enemies give you insane XP. So yeah. I'm just I'm just with this thing, I am just plowing through grinding here. I get to a 26 24 20 ratio th- deal and that's that's around when I started thinking. I was like, this it's not this game. It's not as bad as people are suggest like it's not going poorly and like all the more reason jay that's what i was saying like you just got to get to roan man once you can start doing this especially if you can implement this fucking little hack it's fucking cake to raise levels here well the the funny thing is i actually got the sort of destruction and never used it because i noticed that yeah I look up mics and i was like uh, i don't want to lose hp when i attack like it looks way better mm-hmm. but when i you know got, the, the downside's got to be too great right yeah, yeah by, I mean, by the time that i got it and i was like slicing people down i'm like yeah so and you, I'm, see, I'm that's the thing looking at it in my you got the thunder sword if i had got yeah. the thunder sword i never would have done this either yeah, yeah. but it, it, it was not it was that gap that led me to taking the chance right so that's fair i'm out here grinding doing that shit with the sword of destruction and then i get a random drop of the gremlin armor in Rome. and obviously cursed it's gremlin of course but I drop it drops that and I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm already cursed. Is getting is rocking with cursed shit my new thing? Like, am I <laughs> like is this is this my new hobby? Does <laughs> like, yeah, like, game have the ability to process multiple curses? Like right. what's your curse? Does it just count you with Exactly? Curse? So yeah. I start fence testing. Sure enough, it's the best armor in the game. It's give you it gives you 50 defensive power, which is 15 over the armor of Gaia, and plus 10 over over Erdrick's drip. So again, even if I go back and get that shit, this is still better. It's only worth 4,800 gold when sold, so might as well try to use it. <laughs> uh, the Sword of Destruction contrasted is actually worth some dough. You can sell those for uh, 11,250, so not Still a bad. nothing like clown farming, though. Right, definitely not. Uh, but so, yeah, I tried equipping it, and I noticed no new detriments. The freeze thing was still happening, of course, but not any more frequently than with just the sword so yeah i went googling like do i want to keep this shit too and maybe even go find another gremlin tail and put that motherfucker on (laughs) uh for i guess that's is that the it's the shield or the helmet i'm not even sure but either way it's it's probably given the pattern here better and more helpful so i find i i'm digging around pretty thoroughly to find some like definitive information on this and i found a random game faq forum post so you know you can take that for what you will. It may not be the most reliable source, but it was really well written. And, you know, like it, it was it seemed believable enough as not some QAnon shit by like the wording and the, and the syntax the person was using that they had done some serious research before saying any of this shit. But the flow chart they gave was any cursed item, any one of these things does give you a 50 percent chance of freezing in battle. So any one of them you put it on, that's it's, it's a one. It's a one out of two situation. Again, I don't feel that way, but that's what the numbers say. And they did not suggest that it stacks. So if it's linear stacking and the number's 50%, I never would have hit anything. So it can't linearly stack, if at all. So it's definitely not totally game-breaking to roll with this and have this huge bump. And yeah, I just decided to fucking go with it, man. <laughs> like, like, just I'm, I'm like, my plan is I'm gonna like, like the worst thing I have to do is go back. Like, this thing also tells you when you go back and get uncursed, it doesn't even stack the uncursing. If you do one uncursed thing, it takes it all off. So even if gold mattered, it wouldn't. Whatever. Right. So yeah, there's just I mean, seemingly no fucking downside for it. I mean, uh-huh. once I would go back and get the shit, and I saw the things a handful of times, the 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 fail state. 
like I eventually would go back, but I think it's totally feasible to fucking play this game with all broken shit. And, Sounds and, like and, it. Yeah, or with with cursed shit, and that is just wild. <laughs> that there's you are you were like That's genuinely incentivized to do this because the cursed shit in the first one is like, pretty the, punitive. Yeah, it kills you. the The belt kills you. It like the belt and the necklace will kill you. Yeah, they they like strangle you to death. <laughs> so very different curse mechanics. Yeah, I thought that just so fucking interesting. Yeah. Uh, and there's actually, so there's actually a break, too. And it's, I don't know if you guys looked at the fucking, they tell you about it half-assedly, but they do tell you about it in the strategy guide. They tell you about this whole thing. So there's there's a glitch with this shit where you can go back, get uncursed, and it doesn't re-jigger the numbers Unless you go look at your status screen or level up. So if you keep this shit when you're ready to go the end game, or go through the end game rather, and don't, as long as you don't look at your menu and pull the status screen up, and you can use the other menus, you can fucking use items and open shit, whatever. You can do with other things. You just can't go to the status screen. So as long as you don't do that or get a level up, which I guess maybe if you really want to lean on this, you would have to kind of look at your numbers and make sure you're not going to get a level up as you're going through the end game. Which but, would be pretty easy because, again, you can run from things. It's really not that crazy. Right, right. Or you know, just get yourself leveled up right again, just after a level up, rather. Then you go. Yep. Right. Uh, in late game, there's enough experience where you could do that for all three of your characters probably and be okay. Um, so if you really wanted to lean on it. But yeah, so and you can just do that. Uh, and you know you don't need to, you don't even need to equip anything. That's all, You don't even need to have the other shit. You don't even need to go get the thunder sword or anything. It'll just leave those numbers on you unless you do one of those things for the rest of the game, which is fucking incredible. You know, Mm. interesting. Um, Really, really crazy little game breaking deal there. Uh, So that was it for me for random shit. It was a a, a long, wild thing, but that was the the it uh, uh, last thing before I would fucking get to my final numbers, which were yeah, 29, 27, 22, when I put my foot my foot in Malroth's ass and went on my retirement curl or, or tour rather. So the last thing we have is the spells run here. Defeat was one I got. My POC hit 100k XP to get to 23 and get this, and this is about as good I think as you can get with a. RPG spell name. <laughs> like Defeat is a, is a very good like name. It. And this works on all enemies. The description is, in some ancient books, the spell is described as the spell of death. When the spell is chanted, the enemy's blood solidifies. That's great visualization, I think. Yeah, I was using it outside of Tune, and that it was useful there. I feel like the enemies that I was leveling with at the time uh, were susceptible to it enough that I could yeah. barely rely on it. That's the, that's the thwack resistance on the wiki. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which there is you go. yeah, good, good parallel there, a good connection. The POM, POM rather gets the exploded shit at nineteen, and that's described as again an all enemy thing. When the spell is used, the energy in the air around your enemies explodes. This is a devastatingly powerful spell, and yeah, it's a rim wrecker for sure. Uh, there's really not anything else to say about it. The POC gets revived for his silver quest and anniversary at twenty five. The description for that is it's a one ally deal. During a long journey, one of your allies may, i.e. will, be defeated. By kneeling over the body and using the spell, a ray of light will be cast over this character and his, her spirit will return. And making dead people not dead is a very useful RPG uh, mechanic. And it's a total, total game changer, basically. I think this this is probably my favorite spell. I think it's fucking... It just changed the way you have to approach everything in the game, really, to be honest with you. Um, as long as it's not the fucking POC dying, of course. 
The POM gets her own step guard of 21, which, again, I mentioned earlier, was fucking like, I laughed out loud, I think. I was like, what the fuck point of that? But it's actually pretty useful in Hargon's Castle and being able to decide whose MP is going to get drained by yeah. doing that. Yep. And then there are three spells in the manual I never got to. Jay, you probably got these with your ridiculous leveling, but Open, Sacrifice, and Chance. Uh, yep. You got all three got, of them? Yep, I got Open, and I you know didn't use it until, I think I may have used it once, like at the very end, just because I was like... Yeah, I was like, oh, let me just use that one time. Uh, sacrifice I used um, angrily after like, <laughs> no, knowing a battle was going to like end. And I, I just needed to go like resurrect anyway because one person was already dead. And I was like, F you two, sacrifice and kill the whole group and move on, you know, and go res everybody. Well, hopefully. Uh, so, <laughs> so, I mean, that one was not... I didn't really use that one. It was, you know, it was kind of there just, I guess, a just in case kind of a measure, but right. I didn't really use it. And then I did not get chance since chance no. you had to get level 25 and I was 24. Okay. So I did not get that one. Yeah. They're, you know, open. It's, it's like, I don't know. This is a, it's weird to me. It's there. Like, there's no way you get to this level without having all three keys. And why would you want to drain MP instead of using, I mean, I, I guess the only thing, a logic. Inventory maybe. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You can pitch your keys, I guess. But I mean. I know I mentioned inventories at a premium, but it's not that much of a fucking premium. <laughs> I don't know though, but at this point, I you know I had like 158 max H like magic I think for for Peta. So like if I used if I needed a throwaway magic, I just use the Prince of Canic at this point really because like he's he could hit hard enough, and I didn't really need to use him for magic. Otherwise, he was more of like a support magic. So I could I could see that, but you're right at the at the point where you get it now, it's kind of like, I don't even really need these keys, do I? Right, yeah. The, yeah the, you have the gold key in the Cave Narone and then the Jailer key deal in yeah. the castle, and that's it for fucking And I'm not shit. going back and forth, so, right, at this yeah. point. <laughs> and I'm not taking the chance either. Like, that's my big thing, is like... Yeah, I'm not what, pitching what keys out. Yeah, those fucking spots? <laughs> yeah. Like, I did think about getting people, um, if I had money and time, I did think about getting uh, Shield of Strength for characters so they could use right. it in battle. Although heal more is not any fucking actual help in the end game. By the either. time, yeah, by the time you get end game, it's really not. Yes, that it big is. Of a deal. Are you kidding me? Not, not no heal. You're thinking of heal all, Jay. You're not thinking of heal. No, no, no. I'm talking about heal more. So I would heal, at least maybe just because my. I was doing it. Enough. I would do that. I, yeah, I would use it. I guess in the battle too, yeah. because the. He's not doing anything else anyways. But you said yours could do damage, so you're not using it. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like, I would use Heal More on the Prince of Canic because it, it healed, like, freaking 80-some health or something at that point. And I could save the magic sure, for sure. Heal All and Explode It for the Prince. So, like, if he's swinging and maybe just doing an increase or defense, I can't remember which one he had, I really don't need much magic. It's not worthless, him. but again, that that's, that's pretty, like, you're ne you're never going to... Or you're not never gonna, I guess, situational. But like, you're it would be very hard, I think, to make the choice to ever forego the the melee damage that the prince is gonna do that you would have to forego to use the shield of strength as an item. And yeah, I guess it would help be maybe useful for the POM. But again, because it only works on that individual character and that you can't like cast it onto someone else. It's it's yeah. Well, then she's not casting heal all on herself, which is helpful, I guess. Right. I it's, get yeah one. It's, it's minutia it's, at that point. Yeah, I would exactly. Say. Yeah, very, very fine line. So sacrifice is described as according to myth, this spell was used to give humans a good heart. The character who chants this spell will defeat all enemies, but will pay so with his or her life. The spell is also known as a self-sacrifice spell. Yeah, the POC gets this at level twenty-eight, and it has no resistance tag in the game code, meaning it works without fail against any and all enemies except bosses. 
And the the one downside to that, or other than dying, of course, but the one downside is you you don't get XP or gold from the enemies when you kill them this way. So uh-huh. that's an interesting choice. And then chance, and the, this is it just says uncertain and and fuck it uh, for in a parenthetical, and then describes it as this spell is not listed in any of the ancient books. Even its existence is questionable. Some say that this is a devastating spell, while others say that this that even the person who uses it does not know what will happen. No one has actually seen this spell being used. And this is the POM's last spell at level 25. It costs 15 MP, the highest along with Revive, to use. And I googled what the fuck it does, and it does one of eight possible things. It can do a party-wide heal of 20 to 44 HP, meaningless. It can do a party-wide and allies... Party-wide heal... Fully restore heal and dead allies revive. So that's pretty lit, of course. And it can increase, or rather cast increase on the full party, raising their defensive power. It can do sleep on all enemies, ignoring immunities. It can do defense on all enemies, ignoring immunities. It can do defeat on all enemies, not ignoring immunities. (laughs) So so convoluted. Uh, It can do confuse on all enemies, which is a spell that is not otherwise present in the game. So that's super interesting. And then it can it says summon something scary, enemies flee, and that is exact verbiage. Uh, so it doesn't really explain, but basically they flee. So no, yeah, no waiting is mentioned in the wiki. So I believe it's a twelve point five percent chance of any one of them happening. And the last three do not work on bosses, also according to the wiki. But I heard accounts otherwise from Lord Disciples in Facebook page banter. So theoretically, you could summon something scary and have. Malroth flee, if that's the case, <laughs> which is be a good uh, safe scum thing to test. Yes, they're very very fun. Uh, so yeah, this spell is. I mean, you mentioned sacrifice being a last ditch effort. I think chance is a last ditch effort. That's literally shit. You're just in a party wipe situation, and fuck it. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Let's just see what fucking happens. But either way, it is a way more fun final spell than the hurt more that Dragon Warrior One offered. <laughs> Last few pages of Unveiled Secrets of Dragon Warrior 2. We kick off the home stretch of the guide on page 25 with Route 40, the Sea Cave. They recommend a pretty huge jump from the last level reco, level 23, for Welgarth before heading here, so they expect you to do five levels to get to the Sea Cave. I beat the game at 29, jab at 25. <laughs> you don't need to be 28 to go through the Sea Cave. <laughs> it's a pain, yeah. but not that much of a pain. Right, yeah, very overly cautious. They use the language to cross the island shoal to describe the moon fragment use, and that's the wording that triggered me getting this. Mm-hmm. To cross it, you know, as opposed oh, okay. to it, it disappearing. Yeah. yeah. Still there, just under you. Right. Proceed into the cave, but watch out for two ferocious monsters, and left of which they have a screenshot of the battle with the two evil clown lovers. Uh, and I mean, at level 28, these dudes would just piss down their legs and melt <laughs> as soon as you walk down the stairs. Like, I bait them without batting an eye at 24, so it is uh, pretty funny. Jay, hit us with the tips here, please. If you are not careful while in the cave, Evil Eye and Puppet Man may reduce your MPs. Safeguard your MPs, for you will need your attack and restore spells. Wandering into the Magma Zone will 
cause a loss of HPs. Magmazone, that's pretty fun. <laughs> Page 26 covers routes 41, 2, and 3, which span the dipping of your toe into the cave to Roan, copying the life crest, and then heading back out to Monolith Island, which is not at all how succinctly I navigated this flowchart, but I guess I didn't. I could have used the fuck. I could have streamlined my life by using the strategy guide. Which is ostensibly the entire point of this podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not entirely. It's to contrast the strategy guide usage versus not, in my opinion. But the use of the Eye of Malroth of the small pond south of Rhone, and there they go again, calls, calling poisonous bogs ponds, which I think is very errant verbiage. But Jab hit us with the tips for Route 42 about the life crest. Searching the left corner of the first floor of the cave may offer a reward. Beware of the horks. So that's not fucking right. They're yeah. talking about the first floor. <laughs> you go into the cave. And first of all, what is the left corner? That's not a thing. There's not a such thing as a left corner. You either have... You gotta have two corner. You know, it's a square. There are two left corners. Right. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, but both the pit you want and the chest are in the southeast corner, which would be yeah, the, the right, right bottom right corner. Right corner. Yeah, so just fucking wrong. Just fucking wrong. wrong. I guess I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I didn't need this. Right, exactly. That's exactly that's why I'm a not a bad place to get that tip too, because if you go all the way to the left and there's nothing over there, you're getting in a fight every three so horks. That's a very so uh, attrition-minded fucking uh, error there for sure. And you can even see in the fucking thing, like if if you can ascertain from the positioning of the the stairs and the chest, it's not in the left. Well, they don't show you the corners, which is they really don't the show part. you the corners, but like I mean, you can. I, it's only the bottom, I guess. You can at least get it's the bottom, but you don't know that it's definitely the left or right side. Right. Maybe I'm inferring because I already know. Yeah. No, yeah, they don't show the side walls, so. I mean, at least, I guess, well, you know, if these motherfuckers, if you were, if you were like, if you were like cornering these son of a bitches in the office, and they've already noticed this is an error. They know this is an error at this point, you hope anyways, but you corner them, they would say, well, you know. Well, it's still wrong though, because it's the right. So no, never mind. Yeah, never I was saying, I was saying, at least if they said it was left and it was the bottom left, you could at least combine the words and the picture and get there. <laughs> but it's right. not; it's the wrong side entirely. It's just so, pure wrong. Yeah, it's just there's no defending it. Come to think of it, a fabulous present from the Holy Spirits, the charm of Rubus. And the tips read: If you can keep possession of all the crests, a trip to the monolith of Rubus could lead to obtaining the charm of Rubus. And I wasn't aware crests could be lost. Hmm. Hmm. Page 27 is Roots 44 and 5, the Cave to Roan and Roan on the whole, and they recommend level 30 for this. And maybe accurate? I don't know. I don't want to talk shit about that one. Yeah, that could be whatever. Uh, I love the copy for this cave. Reads, such a terrible labyrinth. Once you lose your way, you may never find it again. Hold on as you go through the ultimate loop of me. Loop maze. And they also mention you must obtain the Thunder Sword and call it a most powerful weapon. And they have screenshots of both it and the armor of Erdrich's location, and you can, uh, they instruct you to cross-reference those with the Labyrinth map, which I'm guessing means the Packin map, unless this book also came with a better one we don't know about. So I tried Googling around trying to find that, hoping there was, couldn't find one, so I don't know if they, they are referencing that or not, but not sure. What in the actual fuck is going on with your boy Don Mahone here? His hands are, <laughs> they're up and spread out, his eyes are wide, his tongue is full out, like this dude, uh, Kind of looks like he's on Molly to me. Looks like he's having a little Molly. 
little Molly moment here. <laughs> he, he's clearly ecstatic because, like, you can save HPs here. Look, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, super wired. Super wired. Uh, the one screenshot is of the monolith, and the headlines above uh, that read, Look, the cave! And they just did such a bad job with this book. There's yeah. just so much shit that's wrong. <laughs> it's really not that good. Yep. Uh, I wonder if it is the best, too. Like, yeah, this is the one I found, but I wonder if there's some other alternative that we could have been using that was better, or more importantly, the players of the time could have been using. Route 46 on page 28 reads, Mindenhall, question mark, question mark, question mark. Careful not to be deceived. That's the titling. And they recommend level 35 here. And, yeah, I mean, I read that and thought to myself, like, my God. <laughs> and I went straight to my... Yeah, I went straight to Mike's RPG tables, or uh, his experience tables, rather, on his Geocity site. And, yeah, so level 35 on the tank is 380 XP. And I saw that, and I was like, fucking kill me now, man. There's no way. There's, oh, that's not even... 380K. Yes. Oh, that's not even that much farther than where I was. I'm like, huh, not too far there. <laughs> we know. You played the game right. <laughs> right, yeah. And so the tables, they, they go up to... One million. Ex- it's interesting how they did this. I guess they how they max this out. So all characters max out at one million experience points, and the levels for that are different on each one. You can go to level fifty for the tank, and that's one million experience. Whoa. You can go to level forty five for your mm. POC, which kill me. Uh, that's <laughs> and that's also one million experience. And then PETA, the POM can get to thirty five at one million experience points. So I just thought that interesting how that broke down. Uh, and what is this Mindenhall castle? It, it does appear to be the castle, but Hargon's magic has created this illusion. Take heed. And the Mahone is pictured here too, and he's mean mugging with a finger wag of warning. So Don Mahone is going through this experiencing dramatic mood swings, just like someone on a Molly binge would do. <laughs> and pages 29 are devoted to our final route, 47, at last, Hargon's castle. And they are still at level 35 for this reco. And then they have the uh, first full floors map and tell you to use the Eye of Malroth in what I'm fairly certain is a spot that would not work three steps south of the center square and the barrier tower room. Motherfuckers. (sighs) Quickly to Hargon Sorcerer's Chamber. You will have to battle three strong monsters before reaching Hargon's chambers. Then you must do battle with Hargon. They have the three mini-bosses and the Hargon sprites pictured, though Bazuzu has a red color palette instead of a purple. But uh, I guess that's not uh, nearly as criminal a error as many of the others here. The last page is headlined, Finally, Malroth has appeared. And there's a screenshot of his sprite, but it's partially obscured by a large question mark over top of it. And then Don Mahone is next to it in a fighting stance with his staff held out. Yet another significant mood swing. And then a shit ton of copy I never would have guessed in a zillion years would be here in the strategy guide. So let us read it. So here, they they take the time to tell us about this thing that I described, about the fucking uh, cursed bullshit, but they fuck it up. <laughs> it says, Malroth is the latest of the evil enemies between you and the faithful completion of your mission. In doing battle with Malroth, you have a difficult decision to make. You can do battle with you can battle Malroth with the weapon and armor you now use or elect to use a little more risky method. If you have chosen the more risky method, then I must share some protected secrets with you. As you know, the cursed weapons and the armor you found possess great strength. However, to equip them has meant risking damage to yourself. Wait, you are now in Hargon's cursed castle. If you have possession of the Sword of Destruction and Gremlin's armor, you can equip yourself with them and receive no damage to yourself. 
I must what? caution you, though. Raising your experience level or using the equip command could interfere with mm. the success of your mission. So they tell you about it, but completely fuck it up. Like, or... They don't tell you about it. They tell you a complete... Like they, I guess they tell you to use the shit. So I guess that is there. So you'll get the benefits uh, doing it. But they don't explain it at all. Uh, exactly what's happening. Yeah. You, you know? Yeah, like um, you're not... You're... Oh my, never mind. I thought they were talking about like being resistant to damage, but... Right. It's, 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 it's how... It's, it's why... This is why, you know, like... Again, like even going out and talking to these... Or, even talking to the Lord Disciples and shit on the Facebook page about this as I was going through it. Like, you're getting, like, fragments of wrong information and, like, misinformation. And, like, people have kind of the story but not all of it. And it's because there's all there's these fucking, these things were poorly done at the time. And just, they planted these seeds in kids' heads and they're still there from fucking 30 years ago. You know, these wrong things. Uh, it's fucking rough. So, at the bottom of this last page, they offer us the opportunity to sign up for their snail mailing list for Dragon Warrior 3 info. Yes, please. I can't ever have enough of shit arriving in my mailbox at age nine, so I'd have fucking been all over that. And this is a fucking great RPG, guys. I am so damn pleased. Mm-hmm. I tackled this in-game, finally, and did, did it at least kind of the right way. It was just beyond satisfying with, with creativity and shit. Um, I don't know, Jay, this, I mean, how, compared to the first one, like... I don't know. Good, bad, fucking experience. Talk, tell me things. <laughs> the first one was unexpectedly good. I did not expect to have a good time with the first one. Um, this one, because I was excited to play it, I was expecting still more. And it was still good. You know, I definitely, especially earlier on in our first couple of episodes, I wanted to keep playing right then. You know, but time, you know, based on the time that it was, you know. I was excited to get I back, could, especially these last few. I was super yeah. excited to get back to play it each time, yeah, it, which was. It's a type of game that I feel like if if it wasn't, it, obviously if it wasn't for this podcast, I wouldn't have played it, but like if it wasn't for the confines of like, all right, let's stop here so we can record type of thing, I probably would have beat this a while ago. You know what I mean? So it's, I, the grind at the end definitely was disappointing. I'm like, oh, the Cave of Rome was such a freaking struggle for you sure. You were so elated, like, though, in the group chat. You were so elated. Oh, <laughs> like, I was like, give me some maps. Like, I need, like, YouTube videos. And when I realized I was going down all the wrong directions, like, I'm already, I don't feel bad now because I've already gone through all these places already and just haven't found the right one yet. And it's, yeah, yeah it was a lot. It was a lot of emotional roller coaster, but definitely gets the blessing. Still, still yeah. a solid game. I do. It still makes me, like I said, want to now go play. 11 since i started playing that was like oh the descendants of hargon and i'm like who, who was hargon at the time now we know so for me it's three bring on the next the next one three i want to go through them in fucking order and i want to see i want to see where that dragon lord shit goes yeah i want to i want to see the again it is a little i'm glad that i fucked around with 11 and i have like some idea yeah. <laughs> of what it gets to and where it's at but i didn't finish it so i didn't you know yeah i didn't I don't know everything about where the story's at. I think that was – I didn't know I was making that choice at the time, but it was the perfect choice to stop playing that and 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 do this. Because, yes, I think it will be such a great payoff if I can find some way to get through all these games and then play <laughs> 11 with all that done in, in you know chronological order. I think it will be fucking incredible. So, yeah, it absolutely gets the blessing from me as well. Uh, Jab. How how what what would you, you kind of were bitching there and then you safe scum through it I know that was part of the life but do you have a negative overall opinion of it No I, I have a very positive opinion of it 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 expanded on the world of the first one um, you know not only physically but like they built more uh, 
more story for like the kingdoms around and and the different towns and whatnot there's like a fishing village and there's a fucking you know a, a pirate ship crash and whatnot so um i just appreciate i with almost any story that i like um i always appreciate any universe expansion that i can get a lot of people aren't like you know like star wars is a good example like you know, people won't like anything that's not just the movies. And I'm like, well, you know, good or bad or whatever, like it just offers me more interesting things to read about, uh, more interesting stories to to develop with my own imagination and creativity. And this is, I mean, I, I talked about it countless times. In fact, I in this pod, in this episode, I said it was pretty much the only thing I brought to the table, which is just like creativity and analyzing uh, different you know, little things in this game, um, you know, recognizing, I'm, I'm looking at it right now, recognizing those pond, those, those four tile water ponds in Hargon's castle is like little courtyards, like, and then you just kind of imagine what that might look like. And, you know, it, I don't know. I, I appreciated this game. It, it actually painted a really nice picture. It told a really good story, uh, with the limited tools that it had and, uh, it, it made use of them very creatively. So yeah, I, I, I like this game a lot. Yeah, that last part to me, I think is it's it, again. I agree. The story is fucking great. Uh, the game to me, I don't you know, I, like I said, I had all sorts of justifications for what people call our fucked up aspects of it. So all that's fine to me. The the most shining thing is all those little things they did with this tool set that I didn't think they were they would be able to do, or I didn't even know that I would have quite you know. That I wouldn't I, have expected them to do it. Yeah, just the, the, like the setting, uh, and I'm yeah, I'm so curious. That's maybe the thing I'm most curious about. The third installment is is like, did they realize they they were doing it, and do they recognize that it made this game better? That players didn't expect it. That it was cool. That they were like okay, and then they developed that in three further. Or does it take them longer to understand that? Some of the things they did here were, you know, the the green dragon thing, like whatever. Like to them, that like I said, that it didn't ex- nostalgic nods didn't exist then. So like they did it there. That was a fun little thing they did. But do they realize that that is part of the this story world's like fiber yet? And do they bring it? Is it does it does it become a norm here, or do they have to find their way a little bit more, a little further mm-hmm. down the line to realize that that was a cool thing that they should have had? in all of them. You know what I mean? The little yeah. stuff like that. I, I, I'm just really excited to see them as a company and this fucking whatever to see that develop uh, almost as much as I am to see the actual story world develop. And that's, that's a really cool thing that that um, you could enjoy both, you know, because usually if you, if you are thinking about things that are breaking the fourth wall in so many cases, it's taking away from the story or your enjoyment of it or your immersion of it. But in this case, it was so good on both sides of it that I, I want to see both. And that's uh, to me, that's just a really good game, game development accomplishment, I think. Yeah, they, they did a hell of a job. I liked it a lot. Word. Uh, okay, man. So they, uh, that's fucking Dragon Warrior 2 as far as the Imperial Sword of Honor podcast sees it. So... You know, we are certainly going to play three. I think that's kind of a, a, a given based on what we all uh, said here. But there is an interim period between now and then, gentlemen. And can we fucking play Fancy Star two now or what? <laughs> well, you no you, you talk to us. my talk to my representative. <laughs> yeah, for me, you have to talk to the union. Um, you give us like a list of choices, essentially. Like, a, what was it last time? 
Yes. Nice. So yeah, actually, we do have that. I can pull that document up, I suppose. And again, we don't. We're not, we're not looking to. Because obviously, the game has yeah, to be out. Uh, I want to yes. play the uh, Final Fantasy Legend games for uh, Game Boy because I've played them and I like them and I know them. I only want to do things that I am comfortable with. Yeah, that's uh, definitely not what we're going to do next. The <laughs> so on the NES we have Legend of Zelda, which I'd love to talk no about. Chance. The yeah, I'd love to talk about the no fucking chance v- you say VR no iteration chance. of that. Why? It's a good game. That's crazy too because they have. I, I remember they have the Tips and Tactics, the Legend of Zelda Tips and Tactics book, and I went through those books recently. That and the Mario one, the How to Fucking Tricks Mario, whatever it is, and they're both really good strategy guides. So. They would be fun accompanying literature. So we also have Willow. There's a Nintendo Power feature, but not a strategy guide that I could find. Crystallis, same thing, a Nintendo Power feature, but not a strategy guide. Swords and Serpents was an interesting thing we talked about on the main podcast. I don't know if this has ever come up, Jab, but that's the that's a four-player, dropped in 1990 from Interplay and Acclaim, and it's a four-player, kind of like, it's very, honestly, very... Uh, Fucking Swords of the... What's it called? Swords of the, the Genesis one. So, Warriors of the Eternal Sun. It's very like that yep. in like this this windowed kind of real-time cave crawling deal. Okay. But you can play four players with the NES satellite or fucking four score. And that means four players are doing that real-time. Yeah. I mean, like a modern MMO kind of to some degree or another. And that just had to be fucking mind blowing. And like, it's actually very well revered. Like even though it's fucking acclaim, uh, interplay who is, that's who did the fallout games and shit jab. I don't know if you made that connection or not, but the, these guys are known for doing this kind of game. Well, even if acclaim released it for them. So it's got a good developer. It's well revered. You can play four players at it simultaneously. And that's a, I know it's, it would be a nightmare to schedule and figure out, but it's a really interesting, new way to do it and we could even bring in a lurk disciple which is kind of fun too oh, uh, or even just like I don't know I don't I don't, I don't think we'd guess spots whatever I don't know that, that's I, a whole it would probably whole be tricky to get an emulator to work in that manner I would imagine I don't think so I think Parsec would do it no problem Jay and I are doing fucking Parsec stuff all the time oh, if you guys have already done shit then yeah yeah we do we yeah we the, the part it's it's. I don't think we ever that wasn't around or we hadn't found it when, when you and yeah, I we were trying to do, do Rampage it. together or something oh my god yeah fucking it was nightmare. a nightmare but yeah the the Parsec essentially it acts as like a, it turns someone's computer into a host computer and everyone just their controller plugs into like the host computer you know yeah, what I mean like, uh, yeah yeah and it all it runs it on one, so you don't need multiple. As long as everyone's internet connection is working, you don't need everyone's emulator to like constantly be in sync. You know, it does all that as a standalone application. Okay. And the last one, Star Tropics, uh, for Nintendo. There's Nintendo Power. Oh, these are all that. good choice. That's the last one oh, for NES. And then on SMS, we have Ultima Four, <laughs> Suicide Instead, oh, probably for the Avatar. Yes, that's. I am interested in that game. Actually, it's it's supposedly the best one. It's the one with okay. the morality system. Yeah, it's yeah. early yeah, morality it's, system. From yeah, the first morality system. Yeah, Jay quit the podcast a few seconds ago, but I mean, it's it's okay. uh, <laughs> it's uh, interesting. You know, SMS might not be the way to do it. It does hit NES eventually. It's probably better on there. I don't know. I mean, honestly, to, you know, to be honest with you, SMS rpgs don't tend to be good but i don't know anything about which system it's better on and then lastly we have genesis and we have fantasy star 2 of course and then sort of vermilion is one we keep seeing too that there is actually a legit strategy guide for and there's of course a legit strategy guide for fantasy star 2 i've already shared that with you guys so both those have really good strategy guides that we can i've heard of all these actually so it seems like we can't make a bad choice sort of vermilion is one that like it seems very fucking kind of 
barren and boring on the surface, but Jay and I have been seeing magazine stuff that make it seem like it has more going on underneath the hood than it mm. lets on up up front. So we have know. time to discuss. We yes. have time to discuss. Plenty of time to discuss. Out. We're not going to do it right now. No, so. no, 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 we're not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, those are the options. So we shall see. But that's the option set, and that list is, of course, on the ISOH public Google Drive that everyone has access to and is in the show notes if you want to weigh in on the Facebook page and or Instagram and tell us what we should be doing with our lives. It was a pleasure, gentlemen. Subscribe to the pod on the platform provided whatever dumbest country that serves up your pottery. Please rate and leave positive shit for the pod on whatever platform you do listen to us on if you enjoy our nonsense. The website is nyhentertainment.com forward slash isohpod. Email us directly at isohpodcast at gmail.com. Follow the pod and banter with us on the Facebook page, Instagram, and subreddit. Talk shit to us about our gameplay videos on the YouTube. Links to all those will be in the show notes. We don't have a Patreon, but if you like giving money to things podcasts just tell you to, and would like to do so at our direction, the Able Gamers Foundation creates custom gaming rigs for gamers with disabilities, and that's cool as fuck. Ablegamers.org is where you can find them. T-shirts are on the website. They're dope. Proceeds on those at their pot expenses. Go to Able Gamers. Jab, talk to us about your socials. I will do no such thing because I have none. MPO Box 0031 on Instagram. Actually, Jay, what are your socials? Gentleman JB without the second E. I am on Instagram at my shift keys broke. I'm on Twitter at, at Josh Folan. My Oculus tag is my shift key is broke as well. Okay, bye. Later. Bye. <laughs>